Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Jason Thomas, featuring the producer of the show, Tits Legendary. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Yeah, welcome to the show, the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. January 21st, 2013, live from Las Vegas, just outside of the Lions Den. If you listen closely, you can hear the Cubs suckling off the mother. Not quite yet. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I appreciate it. We're live here in Las Vegas, like we said, on the Pulp MX Show. Presented by BTOSports.com. I'm your host, Steve Mathis, with you. As usual, we have Anaheim 2 Talk. We have Kevin Windham. He's announced his retirement. He is coming on the show tonight. Ken Roxon, Weston Pike, and team manager of the BTOSports.com KTM team, Forrest Butler, will join us at some point also. Uh, like I said, I'm Steve Mathis. With me this week, as my co-host, uh, in studio, instead of uh, all the way from uh, wherever the hell he is, uh, Jason Thomas, JT, what's up? Uh, you know, just, uh, can't even offer an opinion on how you are. Yeah. Just waffling. Just, through yes. Life. Waffling through life. Yes. Uh, are you mad? You sound mad, Michael. Upset. You sound upset, <laughs> Michael. Um, thanks for coming by. You, uh, you were at Anaheim and you are, can I see your phone for a second? Can I see your phone? No. Let me see. No. Producing the show, handling the calls, uh, taking the orders, giving the orders, uh, probably getting fooled on some fake phone calls. Another other than the, this legendary tits. What's up? Hello. Crap. Good talk, Tits. Yep. Good talk. Yep. Uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Black Ops Moto, and new sponsor, Brat Bar. Brat, oh. Thank you, Brat Bar, for making David Pengree's co-hosting possible for all of us. There was uh, intense negotiations on both sides. Brat Bar has stepped up. He is not here this week. We have him scheduled for the next couple of months here and there, and he'll be in more than not. And uh, we thank Brat Bar for that. Uh, JT. Steve. You speak into the the mic. mic. Yes. Nailed it. You do not wear a neck brace. I do not. But if you did, you would wear an atlas. Yes, yes. absolutely. And did you know? We all would. Atlas, uh, the world's first flexible next brace, is designed by a racer with racer's needs in mind, JT. Uh, Lots of laboratory testing going on. Maximizing maximizing comfort and mobility with their unique design, worn by Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. They seem cool. I've never tried one on. They're awesome. Yeah, I'll go with whatever you say. Yeah, it's incredible. Guess what they're doing? Uh, Making neck braces. Besides that. Better. Tonight, only while we're live, 6 to 10 p.m. Pacific. Atlas wants to get you guys in a neck brace. They want you to try a neck brace. You can you can go in from the high-end one that Ryan Villapoto wore for his 25th career win, Supercross win this past weekend, or they have a little more affordable ones. Either one, they have kids' ones, whatever. They all work, Atlas neck braces. Uh, you can go to atlasbrace.com during the show. Enter the promo code RV25. RV25. You will save 25% off of a neck brace. Incredible. Incredible. Unbelievable. And, uh, again, only USA residents only. 
And because of the website issues uh, that only allows USA people to order, 6 to 10 p.m. tonight. That's it. Four hours, 25% off. RV25 discount code for Atlas Neck Braces. Thank you, those guys. Uh, X-Brand Goggles are uh, also on board. X-Brand.com, E-K-S-Brand.com. Pulp, Pulp, Show 20, Pulp Show 13 gets you 30% off of that. And uh, NFAB is on board with us. Showy Helmets, we got Showy on board, who are going to be have Kevin Windham on later, and we're going to ask him about that. And, uh, man, where do we start? We might have a special guest in studio. I'm, uh, I'm not quite sure. JT, on the chanceability of that. Uh, I think it's high. You think it's high? I'm going to go with high. Okay. All right. Um, We got emails and voicemails. You can listen live on the app right now. You can listen live on TuneIn. You can listen later on the site. You can listen on iTunes later. You can listen on Stitcher app. We are trying to make it easy for you people to listen to the show. If you have issues, Chip, please email us. We will try to help you out. Um, All right, JT. I want to start. I want to start, well, let's start with this. Your appearance here tonight, brought to you by Fly Racing. Yes. Big, Our big friends sponsor. at Western Power yes. Sports, who, uh, who own Fly Racing, uh, sponsors of Trey Kennard, Andrew Short. Does it hurt you to say Weston Trey Kennard? Pipe. Does it, like, I know you, like, probably really bothers you to say Trey Kennard. Matt Gerke. Yes. Many others. Yes. Many others with Fly Racing. Yeah. Jimmy Albertson, thanks to Fly Racing uh, for bringing us JT here tonight. So thank you for that. Um. RV's domination or Wyndham's retirement? Uh, I don't, both were big news. I, probably Wyndham's retirement more so. He rides the first practice in the 450. Untimed. Eight minutes, I believe. Something like that, yeah. Sounds right. Packs it in. Comes in. Packs it in. Uh, I don't know if I've ever seen anything like that. Uh, have you? Can you? Is there anything that you can relate? Um, I think it's it's just been building. It's one of those things where, it, you know, I, and you know this as well, it's been coming he's been talking to people like man i you know should i quit when do you quit what's the deal like how do, how will i know when it's the right time and i think it was just he finally reached a breaking point went out there and wasn't having fun didn't enjoy it was more you get to the mo- point where you're more like scared than you are having fun and uh i don't think that's ever really been true for him in his career until yeah. now so the the uh i guess I mean, you think Kevin Windham is scared? A guy with immense talent, like one of the best riders we've ever seen. You think he's scared? Well, scared to go the speed that you have to go now. Right. Not not scared to ride the dirt bike. Right, 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 right. Um, certainly, has there ever been anything uh, anything like that that you've seen in the sport? Can you relate it to any other sport? Uh, I don't even know. I don't know if you can relate it to any other sport, but I can relate it to how I felt. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I just went and, you're, and you're the same way. Yeah, for you, sure. you, you felt the same way. You felt like... It was time. Well, just, you said you something. Just, you know, you said something earlier. Um, you're trying as hard as you can. You're going as fast as you can. Yeah. And do just to, not good enough. Yeah. Yeah. And and you feel like if you if you have to try to go faster to match pace, you're gonna just digger yourself every weekend. Because you know? I think that was my comment to you. Like, hey, he's getting tenth. He's yep. getting eleventh. This is nothing to be ashamed about. Well, it's all relative. You know. It, when you're used right. to being on the podium or, or top five guy and mm-hmm. like going into the weekend, you're like, man, if I ride good, I'm on the podium this weekend. Right. Going to 10th or 11th and nothing happened, you just got 10th <laughs> or 11th, I think that takes all the fun out of right, it. Right, right. So. Uh, it, was, it was a big deal. It, was, uh, it swept the pits early on. Um, big secret. I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, how do you feel about that? Like, 
Feld was actually re- the organizers, the promoters of Supercross. They were pissed at media members. I no felt doubt like about it. He- I was told he hurt his lower back. Yeah. And then I went down to find out if he was going to race anymore. And then I was told, hey, sorry about the lower back thing. I didn't know what to tell you. We were in the middle of a meeting. I had to tell you something. But I really apologize. But this is the deal. He's retiring. It's done. He's done. You know. But please keep it a secret. But there's a big announcement tonight. And I go, done. Keep, yeah. You know, he deserves that. It's Kevin Windham. And I don't know if the other media people didn't respect that or if they didn't, if they weren't even told that. Maybe they weren't even told that. You I know? think everyone was trying to scoop everyone. That's what, that's what I think. Yeah, yeah. It was such yeah. a big announcement. All I know is right after your tweet, it's very cryptic, you know, big news. Yeah. Ping, Ping says, did, yeah. big was, news about Wyndham tonight. It was it, literally right I, after I, your tweet. I don't know if Ping was told. I mean, I guess if you're not told to keep it quiet, then you put it no out there, deal. right? And you cannot blame anybody. So. Yeah, this sport's just so small. Like that big of an announcement, everybody's like, oh, I got it. I got the yeah. inside, you know? So then you're, you're saying more like it's Feld's part to not really expect to be able to keep it quiet. Well, I mean, what are, we're talking about like a, a five-hour window of when they're trying to keep it a secret. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I look at it like if I get news from someone in the sport related to a topic and they ask me to hold off on it or to not talk about it, because I didn't do my, any Sherlock Holmes, because I literally just asked them and they were cool enough to tell me, then I respect their wishes and I go, okay, no problem. Thank you. But if I'm doing like Sherlock Holmes work and digging and calling sources and talking to different people and I find something out, then I'm going to usually put it out there. You know, that's sort of my that's sort of my rules. And I don't know if it's right or not, but it's sort I kinda, of. I kind of think too, okay, the, the only people that found out early were probably people that were not at the race. And then the race wasn't live on TV. Yeah. So how are they going to announce it anyway? They announced it to the people at the race. Right. But otherwise, yeah. nobody, yeah. you know, the next people, they, they found you're out right. on CBS you, you the know next what? day. I don't you know? even thought about Yeah, like, it wasn't even live. So no. you, you're losing an effect right, right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the people at home right. were the people that found out. The people at the race still probably didn't know until, right. that, you know, I don't yeah. know. It's kind of a, not a big deal, I, I thought. Kind of a bummer. Um, if it was a live race and they were going to break it live, on TV, yeah, I don't think they would have told anybody. Yeah, like, maybe. Yeah, I yeah, think just, they would have kept uh, it. Yeah, the, as quiet as just, possible. Hey, Wyndham, you got a bad back. You're out, and 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 we'll do what we do. Yeah. Although it's pretty tough to uh, to uh, make that. I know he st- he spoke to Chad. Mentioned to me that he got a phone call from uh, Wyndham on Thursday before A1. Timmy talked to him the week of A1 in Phoenix. Um, Co- Davy Coombs got talked to. A um, couple other guys. Wyndham was sort of polling people like, hey, Loraco, yeah. when did you know it was right? Yeah. When did you when did you want to um, do it? When did you want to hang up? And, um, you know, basically, so he, it was close. Yeah. His goal of 2014 was not going to happen. Right. And, and I kind of felt like that's – the momentum was there. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, when, when those thoughts are in your head, it's just a matter of time. Yeah. Because it, you've never heard him talk like that. Every other year it's been like, man, I'm having so much fun. Right. Like, I don't see an end in sight. Yeah. Like, I can't. This is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, then yeah, you, you yeah. didn't hear that. So it's just a matter right. of time at that point. Um, welcome to the studio. A special guest. Uh, I don't know how long we've got him for. He uh, made the long trek up uh, um, from um, God knows where in Las Vegas. And, and here he is uh, coming on the show. We appreciate it. Um, Um, and sugar this way. 
Kenny Watson. There's only, uh, there's only one man who could possibly make those noises with the microphone. I was trying to give people hints. Uh, I think they probably got it. Uh, welcome back, guy. Thank you. Uh, Thank in you. your own chair with your old microphone. Thank you for having me. Uh, appreciate you coming by. I don't know how long we got you for. I think you uh, you like everybody. It's a special occasion. You That's love Kevin why. Wyndham. You I love, love Kevin Wyndham. Right. Good and, friend. Uh, and you want to come by and, yep. and, and talk to K-Dub? I tried to, you know, I kind of knew what was going on for a while. Yeah. Um, but uh, when, was he, when did he, did he, was he one of the guys that called you to be like, he, no, hey, he when never, did you know to hang it up with Triple X? <laughs> <laughs> no, he never called me. He, like, I remember before opening, or, yeah, before A1, yeah. before the first heat, we were standing there, and out of nowhere, he just looks at me, and he goes, might be done, K-Dub. And I'm like, what do you mean? When you was this, sorry? Anaheim won oh, okay. yeah. before the first heat race. Okay. And I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> right. Like, tonight? Or? And he goes, I don't think I got it no more. And I'm like, what do you mean? And yeah. I'm like, what are, your, what are your expectations? Like, to win? Right. He goes, I just don't think I got it. I don't, don't need to be out there. I'm thinking about other things, and I just don't feel safe to be out there. Um, you know, and I'm just like, wow. Yeah. And then Saturday, I was in the tower. For the for the first time practice, and the Rock was standing next your to me. Your first appearance in the tower, from what I gather, your first appearance from in the tower. No, I've been there. My, th- my sources have told me you've not been in the tower all year. Seems like it. Yeah. Your sources are very wrong. Okay, all right. I've been there every right. time. Magnum, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. Yeah, ask them. Well, whoever it is, but okay. Um, I look over and jab, jab jab. The Rock was there, and I go, "Hey, where's Kevin?" And he goes, "He's uh, he's he's done." Like, yeah. And I'm like, what do you mean he's done? What's like, wrong with him? And I'm like, just for this practice. And he goes, no, I think he's going to quit. And I'm like, quit? What? He's like, retired. And I'm like, really? And he goes, yeah. And I was like, wow, that sucks. But, uh, <laughs> and the, the, the rocking is insight ele- from yeah. Kenny Watson. Wow. And, in, and insight from Mike LaRocco. LaRocco muttering and Kenny going, yeah, that sucks. Yeah. And then, like, in LaRocco fashion, he just looked at me with that stone rock face and just said, yeah, he's done, yeah. and just turned away. And right. I was like, and? Hello? <laughs> and that was it. I'm just like, oh. Kyle Bentley was standing next to me, and I'm all, did you hear that? And he goes, that's it, just like that? And yeah. he's done? And I'm like, yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> but it was, it was cool after, yeah. like, before, like, they went out on the floor for opening ceremonies. Their whole team was there, and Dottie, and I, you know, talked yeah. to Dottie for a second. And then after the race, I knew he would be busy. I was walking out to my truck, and then I swing by, and he was in there doing an interview. Do you think that uh, – did you guys see the photo on Twitter maybe a month and a half ago of Wyndham with Jimmy Albertson? Jimmy was about 10. Did you guys see that? Jimmy, no. Jimmy posted it? That's, no. that's his uh, avatar now. Oh, is it? He changed it, yeah. Uh, I wonder if Wyndham saw that and went, I got to get out. <laughs> I'm now racing against the dude who was, you know, 10 years yeah, old. Yeah, that's what I felt like. Last year I could have been racing against my kid. Out there, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, hey, I'm old year, enough to have a kid race. How old is Wyndham? How old is Wyndham? 34. 30, yeah. So, 34. What, what when is Timmy? Pretty sure he's 34. Timmy go longer? Timmy's, Timmy's 36. He'll be 38 this year. So, he quit in 34 then? 19, what? He quit in 1934, yeah. No, four, four years ago? <laughs> they had rubber band bikes. Uh, yeah, maybe. Something like that. And LaRocco. I wonder who, I'm just trying 34. to get at who, what age. Did LaRocco quit? Did Timmy quit? Did Wyndham quit? Doubt's still racing. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> well, and that's why someone said Burns now the oldest racer. Yeah, I said that. John Dowd. Carson. John well, Dowd is still out there. Uh, yeah, Mike Brown, older too. Then yeah, so yeah, but but those guys are time. Okay. Yeah, those guys they don't race super. If you take Burn out, who's cross. injured? Would it be Chad? Thirty? No, uh, can't, no, I don't think so. No. Nick Way. Yeah, Nick's older. Nick's thirty-two. He's not racing either. Yeah. True. He's just hurt. Is he though? Is he hurt? Is he? Yes. Yeah, but still. Um, uh, no, hey, I'm, I'm we're pumped to have Wyndham on the show. Hey, when was Kevin? What was? Do you know what 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 year was Wyndham's rookie year? Ninety four. Ninety four. 
Timmy's was 92. End of 91. LaRocca was 87. 87. 87 LaRocca's rookie Timmy year. was end of 91, right? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, what was RC's? 96? 96, yeah, end of last, 96. Last, last race, race of 96. Um, so we're he gonna, was 27 when he quit, right? We're going to have Kevin Windham later on the show. Uh, pumped to have him and happy to have him. Uh, Ken Roxon, Forrest Butler, and Weston Pike all on. Weston Pike, JT, all here because of you. You pushed for him. You wanted him. Now you got him. You, you well, got him. You, you gave me kind of – and I told him Friday. I said, hey. You no, you didn't. Did I you? I did. Yeah, yeah. I said, if you qualify, you're in the show. If you don't, you're bumped. Sorry. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Hey, Kenny, can I see the phone? Let me see your phone. I mean, that was your no, – I'm not falling for that one, bud. That was your uh, mandate. You know who did fall for it? Who's that? Mason. Yeah, he did. Idiot. He gave me his phone. <laughs> who down, did? Mason. I threw it down the hallway. <laughs> did he have naked pictures in there? I didn't look of at himself, it. Of himself, probably. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Mason's, Mason's on that boat. There was at least a 30-minute talk about dong shots. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Dude, uh, that guy loves taking pictures of himself. Yeah, he got days. busted because he, he sent a chick a dong shot, and he didn't have his tattoo on his knuckles. Yeah, uh, it was like he got a new tattoo, so the chick knew it was an old pick. Ah, uh, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So you got to watch it, Watson. Sure, you you have, you, have you don't have knuckle tats, but you have a lot of tats. So. Um, well, with Kenny Watson's arrival, I mean, I kind of want to push off the RV and the Tomac and the Reed, the Millsaps, and Stu talk. We could talk about the Stu How's Grant. Things? We could talk about the Stu Grant talk, though. Well, or did you guys already? I, I didn't see anything in the race, and I didn't see it on TV. You didn't see it? I saw it. I'm going to tell you what During I saw. During the race? Yeah. Um, I didn't see it. I didn't notice it. I was probably watching Matt Gerke. He was phenomenal. I, I'm going to tell you what I saw. Yeah. Way to pay attention, bro. Yeah, bro. Walking out after uh, walking through the tunnel. Uh, I seen Team Stewart very, very fired up, where Big James and Little James and their whole entourage screaming at each other, and pretty much uh, it was. I've never seen those guys that pissed off before. Were they yelling at each other or yelling at JG's? You know what deal? I? I think James. No, they wanted... were they were yelling at JG's yeah, deal yeah, okay. because Wagant got some of the story from both sides. Yeah, I know yeah. he was James was like wait wanted to wait for him and I think what I got out of it is they're trying to tell him just to get out of here, go, yeah. go to the truck and I I dude, James wasn't like What who started it or who I don't does anybody see anything from the start? I don't I, know. I don't know if James did anything first. I saw what JG was doing, but I don't know right. if that was, it was, you know, if he was retaliating, I don't want to He says it, he know? says in the race Rex interview today that James did him up first. Right. And but, I don't know yeah, that. Yeah. Right, I, right. I don't want to throw JG under the bus because right. I didn't see that, but could have happened. Um, and then, uh, well, everybody knows James in the past is not, he'll do whatever it takes to get around people well, when he's on point. And, and he's not the, I'm not going to say he's dirty, but I'm not going to say he's the friendliest rider out there. When he needs to get his job done, he's going to do whatever it takes. But JG's not a lot different either. Yeah. yeah I don't think any a, of those yeah, guys he's are. I mean, aggressive. I think there's a couple of guys like maybe Ryan Dungey and Brock Tickle yeah. and guys like that are more of a gentleman that yes. are going to follow people. RV. RV's pretty good. True. Chad's pretty good. True. Um, you got to jack with someone before they yeah. they get in your way. But What about Kyle Partridge? He got into it again with uh, in the heat race. Yeah. With uh, In the heat race with Barsha. Barsha. Yeah. Waiting for him in a tunnel. Yeah. Come on, Partridge. Yeah, yeah I heard Partridge screamed up. at him, and you know what Barsha did? What? Left. Flipped him off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I heard Kyle was pretty pissed about that. Did wow. he, did, did Barsha take him out in the heat or what? Do you know? Yeah. I didn't see it. I just saw I saw them yelling going down the star straight, and then Partridge like kept chasing him. Like Barsha would go, and then Partridge would chase him. I was like, dang! I don't know, dude. I don't know. I'm the king of yelling at people after the race, so I yeah, I'm not judging. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. No, is I, someone I, taking your crown though? It sounds like Kyle Partridge is yeah, taking your crown. He is. I think he's dethroning <laughs> you. 
I mean, him and Blows last week, Kenny, you were probably in tears wondering who to cheer for. Who, uh, what, what was going to happen? Well, I'll tell you what. I was in the tower when it happened, and I was on my way. We're coming down the ladder, and then I That's just so see funny. John Gallagher and the troops running to the tunnel. Yeah. And I was like, oh, something's going down. Knowles claimed he, he broke it up, or Knowles was. Of course, John Knowles, he's a UFC <laughs> f- uh, referee now. <laughs> oh, yeah, no doubt. Um, Marty, what's up, man? What's your question? God, Titch is so stupid. What? It's uh, Finjany. It's... <laughs> is he clipped or something? Oh, Tits. Dude. Well, dude really? I didn't have his number to start tits, with. He, he got him twice last week. We cut, we cut Sinjin off. Wait, he's clipped? No, we put him on timeout. He started swearing and mother effing oh, everybody. So oh, we, we put him on timeout. He fooled Tits three times now. <laughs> um. Look at him. <laughs> See, <you> know, <laughs> <laughs> this is the shit I miss right here. Uh, you this, are out. Hey, do you th- do, not to get off the subject on that, but. <laughs> well, you can't. Yeah, I was try, actually trying to. Right, but, thank you. Um, do you think that JG is kind of like frustrated with how it's going? and just like. Well. Riding that way because he was he's sick frustrated? Th- he was sick this week, according to J-Bone. Oh, yeah, okay. But he started, I just wrote this in my column, 6-7-7 seven, seven after the opening lap, and he's finished 10-10-11. So for whatever reason, he's gone backwards in three races. Right. He's probably not happy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, right. He's like, because uh, you start riding. Like, if things are going poorly, things that kind of set you off easily, <laughs> right. you know? So you know what's wondering. crazy, though? Is that poor, though? Is that, that, Kenny, was, is that JT well, was trying to make a point? I mean, dude, that stat, that cla- I mean, dude. Wh- but, but if you ask him, he's, yeah. not, he's not pumped. Yeah. So it's all what, what you feel in your mind. He's probably in that category with Weimer and Short and those guys. He thinks he should be up there with those guys. But least. even but those guys should. are like five. Grant's been like ten. You know what I mean? Like, JG can't be pumped with how it's gone. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. At least, you know, I, I understand that they're, like, very similar in their riding, but, Nick like, Way JG's results not, haven't Nick, been Nick good. Nick Way says he's not older than Kato. No, yeah, obviously. Did we say he was? Older than Chad. Bro. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but Stewie's the same way. He's got to be frustrated. Oh, my God, look at me. I'm in eighth place. I don't even know who these guys are I'm racing with. I didn't know they even – Is he in eighth place, place he, or ninth place? He I didn't think he's know. In, he didn't know who he landed on when he landed on me, and we were, like, laying next to each other, like, in triage <laughs> yeah. next to the track. And not to mention born and raised Florida dudes. Right, and right, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. been around in my whole life. Right. Oh, I don't even know who I landed on. <laughs> really? <laughs> you didn't hear me screaming, <laughs> holding my knee, laying on the ground? Uh, okay. Tits, we can't take this call. I can't. We can't take calls? We don't know? I, I, we just don't I know? I firmly believe that this is – mostly because he called at the exact same time that Nash did, but – or that uh, – Nash – Gentlemen. What's up? Dude, music to my ears. OGKW, JT, you, and Tits on the studio. It's a wonderful way to start the year. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, happy to have uh, everybody. Uh, I I got an honest home run question. Yeah. When you were interviewing Roger, Uh did he know who you were? Did he recognize you and yeah. know that you were part of the media and not some random person talking? Oh, yeah. No, no. Roger and I are good. That This nation thing was a long time ago. He he, he We sat next to each other, a first-class flight. Uh, a couple times in the past couple of years. And, yeah, I think he's tired of talking to me, actually. First class flight, of course. Do you think you're going to sit and coach, Mathis? You Whoa. are the king of the media. Yeah, no, 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 exactly. Hey, buddy. Shit, oh, there it is. <laughs> Kato, what's Nash. up? What's up? What's up, Nasher? How you doing, bud? I'm excited about the Nationals, buddy. I'm excited to come and see the OGK job and see all the whole crew. Look for, the, look, look for the guy at the Nationals that's wandering around looking for, like, manager towers and uh, – you know, oh. mechanics area, tracks. Like, Kenny hasn't done the Nationals Mark, for a long words, time. I'll be fine. 
because we're going to be I, there setting up on Friday, and I'll find it all. Scope on everything out. Yeah, I'll know where to go. I love it. Hey, Steve, can, I don't want to call him when Wyndham's calling in because there's going to be a bunch of people calling. Can you ask him what his favorite win is out of three races, if it's feasible and if it's possible, please? What his what? Favorite three races favorite are? Favorite out of these three. Oh, out of these oh. three. Thank you, JT. Excellent listening skills. Well done. Mount Morris, reading comprehension 96. was a strong suit. That's probably his favorite win because he got to beat me and Sheik. Well, well, first of all, if Sheik's involved in any story, that's just beautiful, as we all know. But I've got three races picked out. Charlotte. 96 and he won on a 250. First four, or, first bike, big bike win, right? Correct. Uh, when he stopped the RC juggernaut and when he came back in 03, Alpha hiatus, and whether it was Washougal or Unadilla, he gets to pick either one. Or a favorite one, which is a uh, classic commentary race when he just waxes. Uh, I shouldn't say waxes, but he handles RC really well at the East-West race when it's really technical and slick. And uh, I forget who does the classic commentary, but... Out of those three, which does he enjoy uh, having fond memories of? All right, tits, is that, tits. Those are your. That's your responsibility. To remember that. And I think. Are you me, kidding me, I, I dude? He doesn't even. He that. doesn't even know what those races are. Those are textbook in Wyndham okay. history. Well, tits, can you remember that? Yeah, he'll, he'll, he's got it. I have a feeling he's going to pick neither. I think he's going to pick his last Supercross win. Hey, hold on, everybody. Welcome to the Pulp Show, programmed by Nash. Uh, hold on a second. Favorite race? No, I just. Wyndham's going to light the phones up. All right. Hey, have fun. K-Dob, I'll see you guys. JT, cheers. Stevie, keep it on two wheels. Bye. See you, bye. Um, I don't even remember his. He said Vegas. 97. No, he yeah. didn't say Vegas. It was 97, yeah. yeah Vegas, the 97. Race. Then, yeah. He, then he said. The, one of the ones where he came back and beat RC like Unidale or Charlotte. Washougal, where he beat him back-to-back. He, I think that was 04 when he stopped his perfect yeah. season. Or 03. Or 03. And Charlotte. Okay. And Charlotte. That's a good, good one. Uh, Watson, what brings you back, bro? thought you weren't coming back. I never said never. I, I think but, uh, you. Well, no, you didn't. But I didn't okay, think you'd come back. There you go, putting words in my mouth again. Mm-hmm. That's probably the reason why. Once again, I, I thought about it, not coming back. But do you call? Do I, you? Call, I, I do. I only reason why I'm really here is because uh, I wanted to pay tribute to Kevin Window, and I thought it'd be cool because I'm kind of stoked in a way that he's finally going away, so I don't have to look over to my shoulder when people are yelling K-Dub when he's walking behind me and I don't see him. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, what's up? And they're not even talking to me, so I don't have to feel like an idiot all the time, just some of the time. Uh, Kenny Watson's appearance on the show is brought to you by Racetech. Thank you, Racetech, for uh, joining the show once again. And uh, don't forget to check them out at Racetech.com. The suspension of choice for many top privateers. Why do you got to throw me in there like that? Why I do you don't think make- that's fair because he's like – yeah, affiliated with a team that is not. It, it doesn't tech. matter. I've made I've made deals with sponsors where I present them. Where but I present that them. is not. It, he's not affiliated with. No, I'm not saying though. he is. I'm not saying it's brought you to you by. Just affiliated. No, it's brought to you by. Thank you, Racetech, for making it possible. Oh, look at this guy get dropped. Here. Um, God, the Leafs are terrible. Kenny, your favorite fan is on three lips. Good night. Here you go. Boom. What's up, lips? Kenny Watson is here. You can now ask him why he has not signed posters for you instead of asking me every week. Come on, Kenny. Where's the goods, mate? Checks in the mail, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not very good. Yeah, you'll be you'll be seeing something. You're getting something in the mail. I got your email a couple weeks ago. I got it. Just been a little bit uh, busy. Like got a lot a lot of stuff going on, buddy. I, I got you. I'll take care that's of it. Right. I'll take care of it. I got one fan oh, in your head, awesome. so I'm not going to lose him. Yeah, that's right. Um, I probably might give up on you one day, but at the moment, you're good. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate yeah, it. Uh, um, how are you going? Like, just in normal running the team, do you miss doing the show? And, or are you happy you're not doing it with a bit more time up this place? 
you know, I really haven't had time to to think to to sit back and go, man, I miss doing the show. But you know what? I, I miss the camaraderie of these guys. I mean, it's 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 cool. I get to see Steve still on the weekend. It was good to see Tits, and I I see JT, you know, on the weekend. So. Um, JT it's, with his orange shoes. Orange I seen him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. He doesn't come by and talk to me, but I spot no, him. Oh, yeah, yeah. You Dude, I'm, I'm way busier now on race day than I was when I was riding. Yeah, so it's all good. I don't, you know, it's, uh, you know, it was fun while it lasted, but, you know, I'll drop in here and there and, and say hi, but it's all good. I got no regrets of what I'm doing, and, you know, I'm stoked to see the show still strong as ever, so all good. Strong as ever. Stronger. <laughs> Stronger because I've been bringing it all down right. for the last few years, but it's, it's still good. I mean, I would like to think that, you know, in the past that I helped build the show to where it was at, and then it can move on and get better. So kudos to everybody that's how do you How do you feel about Josh Hill at the moment? Are you, um, you see what I mean? Surely you couldn't, you really can't keep him on that much longer if this keeps happening. Like, not that it's his fault, but that's got to be costing you guys a lot. I mean, yeah, that's a good many, box sitting there doing nothing. How yet. many tweets uh, say, yeah, you should have picked chairs when... That all went down. Um, you um, know what? I'm, I haven't been on Twitter. Oh, no? Okay. Um, but, uh, hey. Because I got it, a bunch, and I'm wondering. I'm sure you got lit up. It doesn't matter. I mean, Poor Josh. it's something that we went for. He's a super good guy. He has a contract, and will fulfill his contract for Supercross. He'll be back either maybe this weekend, if not in uh, A3. He could race. He could have raced this weekend. But we want his hand to be 100% healed. He broke a little bone. It was like a, they call it a boxer's break in his hand. Never even knew that he even broke his hand. He hit his head. He was a little dingy. He was getting ready. He took a nap. He was going to go back out and ride the next practice. And us as a team looked at him and said, dude, it's better that you do not race. And he was very upset and pissed and wanted to go. And uh, so we just sat him down, and he went and to the went and got checked out. And that's all it was. He woke up Sunday morning, complained about his hand, went to the doctor on Monday, got it checked, and there was a broken bone in his hand. So, you know, he could still grip his hand, move his hand. He was ready to go. But, it, you know, we want him to be – we don't want any excuses. We want him to be um, 100% ready to go. Watson, there's no getting around this. And, and if you were on the – and I'm not saying this because you're on the show. You're, you haven't started the season well. No. no. No, not it's at like all. It's like your bad luck from last year just well, carried we're, on. We're, we're burning sage in our truck now. <laughs> You know, hey, the the thing like, is, like, like, I, and I'm not saying it to make fun of you. Let's just be honest. It's, it has, yeah. I'm. Hey, you know what? I you could go back, and anybody can go back. If we could talk about Brock Tickle, you can look at his times. His times yeah. are good. Okay, so he has happy, good times. Happy. He 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 just needs to get better starts. You cannot start 20th and 19th. If you go to Anaheim one, the guy did start bad. He was with Villapoto moving through the pack, worked his way up into ninth. Ryan was in eighth. Ryan knocks off that tough block in front of him. He goes down. He gets. It takes him a little bit to get going. Mm-hmm. He doesn't get a good finish. Same in, same thing happened in in Phoenix. He got twelfth. He got a dead last place start. Him and Dungey were coming through. Dungey got around like you know Pike and you know Chisholm and those guys. It took Brock a little bit longer to get around him. And once he got around him, those guys were gone. So there's a few things we need to work on. And you know we're in twelfth in the points. And you know, we're we're literally, you know, in striking distance of top ten. We'll give him the top ten and keep moving forward. And he'll obviously disappointment. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a bummer. But what are we gonna do? Not go and just pout? I mean, dude, with we <laughs> yeah, went I, out. I think you should not go. <laughs> we went out and got the best riders that we felt that was capable of doing good. For Brock Tickle, there's no other place. You know, on paper, he he's golden. He's a good rider. Yeah, and we're gonna okay. work with him. And Josh Hill. Until he has a race where he doesn't prove himself, that's fine. I'm not going to fire a guy just because of injury. Right. 
Why, it's, it's not fair. What do you feel is Tickle's biggest problem right now? Starts? Starts. Yeah. This weekend, he yeah, had a... Talk about this weekend a little bit. This weekend was the craziest thing ever. He, he got a good start in the heat race. He came out. He was up there, and... They, something happened where they switched the front wheel, put a new front tire on it. Something happened, and I guess they didn't ride in the front brake rotor good enough, and he it didn't grab where he wanted to, and it kind of drifted him wide. And he hit a tough block, and he came out, and someone ran into the back of him. He got a little squirrely. And then in the main, he um, was like mid-pack with everyone and going into one of the, the on the first lap. Uh, it was just a accordion effect, and he was stuck in the middle, and he got hit from the inside on his right side and broke three buckles off of his boots, and he was riding, and then the th- the two other buckles right. came undone. And literally, his foot, you, if you watch it on video, he is like over the triples pushing down on his right foot because his foot was lifting out of the boot. That's pretty gnarly, huh, JT? Like, imagine out there like, like, he couldn't grab – like he was trying to go through right. the whoops. We were watching video. He's trying to go through the whoops, and the outside of his boot was, was folded open, so he couldn't grip with his feet. So, like, there was a piece of plastic in between his boot and, and the side of the bike. So I, I didn't know. I knew something was wrong. I'm like, dude, his lap times were good in qualifying. Like, right. he, he, was, yep. he was solid, and then I was like, something's wrong. Like, something's not right with him. And after, like, as soon as he pulled off the track, I was down there, and he's, like, pointing down, and I'm like – Holy shit. And then when we got back to the truck, he, he goes, look at I haven't touched my foot. And his foot was halfway out of the boot. Yeah. It sucks. Like, I've been in first turn crashes, and it rips your buckles off. And you're trying to race, but the whole time your foot feels like you have a shoe on. Like, it yeah. doesn't feel like you have a boot on anymore. It, like, you yeah. cannot stop thinking about it. He, first, said the first, the, he said the best way to describe it is when you got rain boots on, and you're walking through the mud, yeah, and yeah. it sticks, and you kind of walk, and your foot lifts right. out of it. He goes, that's what it felt like the whole time. And it was just... The guy in the chat room that says you are now uh, your new title is excuse publicist. Well, how do you respond to that person? How am I a publicist? Because you're putting out the excuses on the radio. I'm not. Those aren't excuses. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> those are those are facts. Different. And there's a difference between can, reasons can and you excuses. Just, can you just really, really get mad for old times' sake? <laughs> no, I'm not going to let these guys <laughs> in the chat room get me mad. Come on, for old times' sake. Tell Dude, there was some guy that I was kind of pissed off at screaming at me this weekend. Tell me that I fucking I'm an asshole because I quit the show. <laughs> yes, I and love it. When stands or something? Yeah, some guy was just yelling over the over the under our tent. <laughs> love this guy right here. Awesome. It was pretty uh, funny. Yeah, that is pretty funny. Um, yeah, it hasn't been going good, Watson. But it's early, and you got a long season, and yeah, don't you don't. You know. I mean, it could be worse. Put it that way. We could, we could not be making mains, and we yeah. could you know the bike's getting better. Um, it's you know we've had some internal issues that right. we needed to work on and things are getting better all the way around and okay. all we can do is keep going to work and keep trying to get better hey uh special guest caller tonight uh right now the winner of the uh, anaheim two main event ryan villapoto what's up rv what's going on guys thanks for calling in bro you got watson who came in for this special show and then jason thomas so. Oh yeah, yeah. What's what's going on, guys? I'm watching. I thought you were got kicked off the show. I did, but I just I just stormed in the studio because <laughs> we, we couldn't stop because Wyndham's coming on and you know, K Dub. I got a lot of respect for that guy, so I thought I'd come. Oh, okay. Give... okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I, yeah, I, yeah. I have no doubt these numbers of this show will be down as opposed to when Watson was on the show. For sure. For um, sure. RV. Hey, thanks for calling in. Great ride this weekend, man. You were on it, and uh, no inside gate, so that's kind of what I like to think happened. But you know, hey. All right. I mean, yeah. Was it? You know, like obviously, I was hearing a lot of a lot of talk about uh, oh, his bike setup, uh, forks, maybe bars. Who knows? You know, whatever, whatever. whatever. But yeah, things uh, things yeah. were good. No, I know it. it you know, did what? you change your grips? That's what probably did it. He did change his handlebars. Yeah, I know. He did change his handlebars. Oh, so that's why he won because he changed his handlebars. Yep. 
Um, no, listen, I'm Jeez. I'm in, I'm in the I'm in the mix, RV. I'm one of those guys for sure. You're in the mix. Over no, you I mean, are the mix. Wait, I mean, that yourself on the back. No, I mean overreaction from the media, overreaction from people over RV's sixteen two finishes. Well, you know? what do you expect when you're laying on the ground twice and off the track once? Well, yeah, don't lay on the don't do that. You know, don't you know, don't let the pressure from the heavy number one plate get to you. You know all that it's typical media bullshit. Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, it's not like it's been on there before, you know. No, I know. Um, but dude, why'd it, you waste your time calling in to get beat up like this, Ryan? No, okay. I mean, right. come on, dude. <laughs> oh, oh my god, it's like fucking, it. it's like fucking flashbacks right now. Yeah. All right, RV. Uh, hey, uh, we're pumped to have your sponsor, your new sponsor, Atlas Brace, on the show, and uh, it's super cool that they're on. And you switched to to them this year uh, tonight from six to ten. You save twenty five percent off by punching in the code RV twenty five. Uh, but only tonight, only live. And uh, Ryan, can you talk about the brace? Wait, and what's RV twenty five? What does that mean? Twenty five career wins, supercross wins. He's oh. two behind the hurricane. Wow. No, two behind RJ, one behind the hurricane. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, it's pretty cool. You know, it's kind of it's cool to uh, you know have a sponsor like that. You know, do uh, you know RV twenty five? Um, is a promo code twenty five percent off. So that's you know that's pretty cool. And and you um, you like the brace? You love it. Well, clearly, obviously, I'm wearing it, but yeah, no, it's it's a it's a great product. Um, they they make a really good product. I mean, um, I had a, my choice to to choose whatever product I wanted to choose. Right. Um, I was up this year, and I tried them. I you know I I went through and and really looked at the key ones that you know I thought were you know real players in in, in trying to make a decision over over which ones to to choose. And obviously, something like this, it's not. Um, you know, they don't pay huge money for a brace, you know, so the money is going towards it or whatever, that has nothing to do with it. For me, it's like a lot of guys out there started wearing braces and don't wear them now, and it's like if it only if it helps you 1%, half a percent, whatever that percentage is, mm-hmm. you know, in, no, in like in a neck injury, the more the better. You know, you, can, you can't have enough when it comes to... Right. To uh, you know, neck injuries, we've you know they're you know you can't you can't have them. Yeah. So, um, and I th- I thought I thought that the that brace was uh, best suited me and and all the guys there. You know, they're they're great people. RV twenty five saves twenty five percent off tonight only only during your show. That's it. Um, and buy get the brace that RV wears or get a kid's brace or get them uh another model of the brace, whatever you want. Um, I, I, I think it's called the Tyke and the Prodigy, and then I think the mm-hmm. I think the, yeah I forget what the one the the other one is, and then they have the Atlas Carbon. Uh, um, Atlas Brace. Yeah, AtlasBrace.com. Yeah. Yeah. Atlas, yeah. AtlasBrace.com. It's pretty cool that they actually have a specific kids brace made for the for the little guys that ride the fifties and the sixties. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of braces out there are just kind of sized down and kind of hokey for for uh, you know for the little kids. Um, but theirs is actually specifically made for the for the little guys, so that's that's pretty cool for the mom and dads that are looking to get out there and get braces. Right, right. Um, all right. Uh, yeah. Thanks. Uh, thanks for for doing that, and thanks to Atlas Brace for for doing that. They're uh, they're our new sponsors, and we love them. And I know make- these masses. We have something in common. They're not not very many things in common, but we have one. Right. Sweet. Um, well, I mean, we have we have titles. Manitoba Super. Oh! We have Supercross. Hey, I'm supposed. Hello! I'm supposed to ask you about this CBS special that's coming up. Uh, when's it airing? Do you know what's it about? Is it about just um, you know you again? Do you need another thing about you? Because you already had that your video come out, and 
you're not you're the defending champion. So do you need another film about you? Is that what you feel? There's not. Enough, I don't know. Do I? There's not do enough. I? There's not enough out there about you. Um, what is it though? For reals, what is it? No, I mean it's just kind of I. I, I don't know. CBS wanted to do a, a piece, a story, mm-hmm. um, and they, you know, have pretty much interviewed everybody that I come in contact with. Right. Um, so I, I think it'll be cool. It's kind of, I think, it shows the start till uh, kind of till now. Yeah. So and and Troy um, Troy Adamides is behind it, and we know he does the inside the outdoors and all that. So we know it's going to be good. You just know it's going to kick ass. Yeah, no, it's going to be good. Troy does really good work, and. Um, I mean, we've done a lot of interviewing, so um, you know, no, it's going to be really good. They, they, like I said, he does he does good work, and I, I like the, you know, he's he's trying to tell a story. It's just not motorcycles, and you know, watching right. us go around the track. You know, it's right. actually he, he tries to tell a story um, with getting the point across of mm-hmm. of uh, you know, we are racing dirt bikes and things like that. So now, I, you know, we'll see. It should be really yeah. good. Uh, no, Kevin Windham on the line anymore, RV. Um, talk about that a little bit. Before we let you go, yeah, no, I think I think he pretty much has talked to everybody in the industry, <laughs> from what I from what I've heard. Yeah, um, and you know, I think I think you know, we talked about it at at Anaheim One, and yeah, and I mean, I, I, the best decision was made. I think you know for sure he's 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 done it. He's been there. He's um, won races. He's he's been great for the sport. He's uh, he, c- he couldn't ask for a, a better career, really. Um, so I think it was a great decision. You know, mm-hmm. I think, and he'll be there at the racing still at the races still and and showing his face. So it'll it'll be good for the rest of the fans that didn't get to see him retire. He'll kind of go. He'll hit everyone and do a little retirement party, probably at everyone. Right. Hey, the rumor on the street is that Ivan, gonna... Ivan's faster at the test track. No, no. no. <laughs> the rumor on the street is <laughs> I... is that Villo is going to do the transfer now. <laughs> oh yeah? Yeah, I'm I'm taking over the <laughs> the nose wheelie yes. and the transfers. Alright. Alright, just don't jack with the stand on the seat wheelie because that's Kennard's trick now. Yeah. He took over for D V Yeah that's sketchy. No. Um yeah, um I I will be riding around waving at the fans and sitting on my seat and that <laughs> is it. And that is it. All right, man. Well, hey, thanks for calling in. And atlasbrace.com, 25% off just tonight. The brace that Ryan Villapoto wore um, on the weekend to uh, dominate A2. You can get it. Um, thanks, RV. Hey, RV, let me know what we talked about Friday night about that. Thing yeah, in yeah, we're going to, for sure, I think we're going to do it. I talked to her and she said, uh, What thing? What, like what a, is it? A good idea. What is it? All right, right. I want to do it. I got, we, got, <laughs> we got secrets. Don't, I wanna, worry. I don't worry. I want to get things planned. All right, I got you. I'll let is you know this week. Is this like the bracelet thing in New Orleans? All right. All right, later. Sounds good, man. All right, later. You guys are assholes. What is it? I want in. It happens. This contract's up in 13, or uh, three more years. So, Jesus, I mean, we're going to try to buy him out. The way you've ruined Tickle so far. (laughs) I mean, what what else do you want to do? Well, Tickle Um, Tickle's in better position than he than this year than he was last year. So why? What do you mean? He's better in points. He's made every main. Yeah. Last year he wasn't this good. I thought he was right around right around the same. No. I know. Last year, Mitch Payton said. His starts, his starts, every week, his starts, his starts. You know what I mean? That was a huge thing with Mitch. Like, what do we got to do, Brock, to get you in position to put your, you know, to do something? Well, I think like, now he's better off because what we're trying to work on is the whole day, go there, qualify, you know, practice good, qualify good, get a good gate, 
you know, for qualifying, qualify good to get a good gate for the main. Yeah. I think that's very important. JT knows all about that from his Germany days. Oh, yeah. Pretty much uh, right. standard. Biggest surprise in the Supercross series so far, JT? Millsaps. Okay, besides him, I have, I have a list. Oh, okay. Gerke, Lemoyne, Pike, Freeze. Pike. All, all, Pike. Four, all four guys made all four mains? Pike. Pike. Kenny? Pike. Okay. We're going to have Weston on later tonight. I don't know if you're going to stick around or not, but he uh, will be on. I, I don't think I'm going to be here for he's, that one. He's, he's going to be He's going to be drilling me. Why? Because I'm sure he's one of the dudes. I mean, I, I didn't oh, even know. Oh, you didn't hire him? I didn't even know he has an, he has an agent now. Really? Some dude hit me about... up saying he's working for him, <laughs> and he's available if there's a if there's a bike for him to ride for a filling guy. Who is it? The guy, the agent. Yeah, I, I dude, I I don't I deleted it. No, but nobody, you nobody know how agents, agents are in this sport. It's just like his buddy. <laughs> yeah, I took some law law classes. Uh, I didn't get a degree or anything, but I you know I sat in on yeah. a few classes. Let me help you out. Let me call Kenny Watson, Eric yeah, yeah. Kehoe, and uh, well, not Kehoe anymore. Let me find you a deal. What's up with Kehoe? What's up with Peter? North? I watched Jerry Maguire last week. I'll find you something. <laughs> When's he coming back, Watson or Izzy? Dude, I'll tell you what, I I. Uh, I would say it was sometime in probably December, November, like late November. I shot him a text just saying, hey, Eric, what's going right. on? You know, I don't know what's going on with your deal or what I heard. I haven't heard anything, but I just want to say, you know, this sport needs a good guy like you. I don't know what happened. And the way he made it sound like to me is like uh, he felt really like a lot of guys turned their back on him, on his team. And uh, he was really like bummed about the whole situation. Right. And he said, I don't know what's going to happen, but I guarantee you um, he'll land on his feet. Yeah, he's, I mean, a, he's a good guy. He's, he's definitely knows the job, and I think he could do good. I don't want to read this on the air, but, Kenny, I'd like to show you a private text from Eric to me. So maybe this will, you know, make you realize and respect me a little bit, okay? Eric can, Kehoe? Yeah. Can you? No, I don't care. He's, can, no, he, no. He, he's probably sitting in a bar somewhere drunk. No, you'll respect me more if you read this. <laughs> but don't, don't read it on the air, but you will respect me. Are you the green? Uh, I don't know which. Let's see. I'm on, no, he's on the left. Thanks, Steve. I appreciate no. <laughs> it. I'll pop- don't, don't, don't do that to Eric. Come on. I won't. All right. JT, can I see your phone for a second? No. Um, what about, JT, if you're Geico Honda and you have Eli Tomac, who's probably going to have – what do you think about that, Watson? Eh? Uh, I feel the same way. Oh, you do? Uh, I don't. Oh, I, I don't. Dude, I don't. Dude, I, I told you I respect, okay. I respect what right. you do. Um, I don't agree with it, but I respect it. Does if you're Tomac, you now have a you now you're gonna have a points lead probably, probably by the end of the West series. Yeah, yeah. you go ride a big bike. No yes. problem. Do you? Yes. Do you let him? Yes. He wants to. There's not. A, that's not yes. a question. I think. What is that noise, Tits? Can you hear that? Yeah, we can hear that. Sorry, I'm fiddling with the phone. I'm trying to get it situated. I think I'm if you're, nothing's changed, Watson. I can tell. I think if you're Geico, it's kind of eh. But if you're Honda, you're pushing for it. Does that make any sense? Well, I don't know. Yeah. Does he stay on Honda, you think? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. He will be he will be a Geico guy, I believe, with a factory Honda contract. Like they're gonna pay him, but he's gonna stay on Geico. I don't know that he'll be a Geico, but I think he'll be on No, he'll Honda. be a Geico. From what I know. But that's not much. That's what I'm saying. I don't think so. Okay. Would you like to put a little <laughs> wager on it? No, nah, I'm Would good. you like to wager on it? What, well, you're saying he's going to be a Geico guy? Yes. On a factory bike. Who pays the salary? Geico? Not, I don't know. Because th- th- doesn't Honda pay the salaries now? No. No. Not like a Mitch thing? Like, like Cowie pays the Mitch, Mitch guys and stuff. I mean, I, don't, I can't see him going to the Honda team because I know that they, they have those guys that they signed for lockdown. Is there Trey on a one year? Or? Trey is two, I believe. Two more years? And I don't know what Barsha's deal was. Three? 
Yeah, two? so I don't know where they're going to come up with that money because right. I know he's probably going to be super expensive. Oh, yeah. He would have to be. He's right. the next. He's the next. He is. There's the no next. way they're letting him go, though. No, no, no. Go in this truck or this truck or this truck, but yeah. you'll be a red front fender in front of you. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, one of the one of the rising stars. Watson, um, we got to go to commercial. But I do want to talk to you about uh, David Millsaps and his team and his ride and his great sort of renaissance um, this year. You'd agree, I think, that he's been a massive surprise. Totally. Right? Yeah. Um, all right. We're going to go to uh, commercial. And um, here on the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com. Stay tuned, and we will, uh, we'll be right back. We're offline. To the Pulp MX show with Steve Mathis. If you plan on listening to the whole show, you're wasting your time. Because, like I said, it's Steve Mathis. The Pulp MX show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey everyone, Trey Kennard here. I wanted to tell you about one of my favorite products, Fly Racing's Light Hydrogen Racewear. With direct input from Andrew Short and I, the Fly Design Department created the first true, lightweight, minimalist pant and jersey design for pure racing performance. This gear eliminates non-essential features, such as rubber TPR badging, and uses stretch materials for the ultimate race pant and jersey combo. The light hydrogen pant is the lightest, most breathable, and non-restrictive pant I have ever worn. To complete my gear combo, I chose Fly Racing's minimalist light race glove and F2 carbon helmet for a complete race-ready setup. For more information about the light hydrogen racewear and other products from Fly Racing, Visit them on the web at flyracing.com. Get the personalized suspension set up with top-of-the-line components you have always wanted. Racetech is the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S custom series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech gold valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. The choice of Rock River Yamaha, Rockwell Fire Police MX, RF Motorsports KTM, and the Motorsport JBR Spine Chillers Racing Arena Cross Team. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All 
Powell and Fab products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a -a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Filippoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Kyle Chisholm, Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand Goggles. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners 5% off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Michael Lisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, Kirk Caselli, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross-training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style. Construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. 
Sports Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections Proving Ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC lovers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at W www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PulpMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us. So thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showy delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Showy Hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Showy's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local Showy dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Essie demand Showy's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Showy. 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 Straight from the heart. 
Welcome back. Pulp and Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you to our sponsors, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs and FMF Racing, Black Ops and Brat Bar. Thank Brat Bar for the uh, David Pingree hookup. We have, uh, we have Pingree. Uh, welcome, ba- welcome back, Watson. Sorry. Welcome back. JT, hey, let me see your phone for a second. Is that the new is that the new iPhone? Let me see. What is wrong with you? Well, will you pay attention to the show? Right? What do you want? I did have I missed a thing? No. I don't want to miss a thing. <laughs> uh thank you everybody. Um hey, don't forget to um visit some of our sponsors, Showy Helmets, the helmet of choice for Kevin Windham. For his 19 years, I guess. It's Bullshit. Still be wearing it. Still be, he's, he didn't wear a shoey for 19 years. He wore a rye for, I would yeah, say. Yeah, that's your right. I know he's I'm right. He's worn a rye. Idiot. Uh, he wore a rye longer than he wore a shoey. Hey, that, uh, that arai, that, the arai that Stan wore for years was so ugly. What's that? that it's the same one Wyndham wore. It's that one up there, bro. Shane King's. Yeah, they're so oh, they're my God. ugly. Why would you build that helmet for so long? What are you thinking? It was safe. How was it safe? I know a guy who hit a tree and he... His whole thing was jacked up. They said the movable face thing was safer. Really? Ask Bartram that. That's why his teeth are all gone. (laughs) (laughs) That's what they claimed. Guy Cooper wore one too, didn't he? Yeah, he did. What was he wearing when you paintballed his house? Oh, no, I tried to shoot him in the face guard. I missed. (laughs) Hit the Uh, water Who cares about paintballing his house? What was Cliff Palmer wearing? (laughs) All right, everybody. (laughs) Uh, Hey, our first guest on the line, uh, uh, he's gone 2-2-2 in – all three races in the 250 West Series sits second in points. Red Bull KTM's Ken Roxon. Roxon, what's up, man? Hey, how you doing, guys? I'm good. Hey, thanks for coming on, bro. Appreciate it. Um, no problem, man. I got nothing to do anyway, so. <laughs> what do you mean you got nothing to do, dude? I'm just hang- all I'm, I'm hanging out right now, you know, so. Okay. What? At least I'm not bored. Well, Kenny Watson's here and Jason Thomas Tomac's here. On the ro- t- Tomac's running 80 miles right now through the through the mountains. <laughs> I know, and I'm just doing what I'm doing every week. I'm sitting on the couch. No, I saw. I That's saw, good. If you're just sitting on the couch, you're yeah. doing pretty With good. With Chipotle and a Coke. Did you see? Did you <laughs> Chipotle see, and a Coke. Did you see Roxon's tweet when he went to the Laker game? Somebody said, this is why you lose. Yeah. Because you're you partying. You watch Laker games. <laughs> yeah, this is why you lose because yeah, you have a I'm, life. Because I'm partying with I know, Reed. How I know, funny right? was that? You guys are doing hookers and blow in the stands <laughs> at Laker games. Yep, yep, yep. The All guy, that crap. The guy goes to a basketball <laughs> game. This is why you lose. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't know what's wrong with some people there's a few out there you know right i started noticing that what's, that uh, a lot of people talk crap but what, i don't care actually what's funny is that you're 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 one of the best guys to follow on twitter you're super interesting and it's, and it's cool to see but it's almost like you don't now you see like why celebrities just turn it off because is it even worth it i had to right. speaking of celebrities turning it off right. kenny Roxon. like is it even worth it you know what i mean like you, it's like yeah. you're, you're trying to like show people what's up and then you get that yeah, like, you're not, and especially you're not thinking about anything bad, you know. Um, you know how me and Ricky uh, Carmichael were talking crap to each other sometimes, but that's all just for fun, you know. You're not thinking about anything bad, and as soon as I check Twitter again, you know, there's people going off. I'm like, dude, what's wrong with you guys? Nobody even talked to you, you know. Like, R- Ricky and me were just having a conversation, a right. funny one, you know, and yeah. then people go off, like. Oh. Sometimes I don't even want to go on there anymore, honestly. Yeah. See what you people did? You see what you people did? People are ruthless. If you give yeah. somebody an anonymous like way to talk to somebody, they are ruthless. Someone said they you, Yeah, but you still you have to say there's still there's still good people out oh, there. Oh, absolutely. It goes yeah. both ways, but some people are just like, "Why do you even say stupid?" Let well, me know you when really you find hate them. me that much. JT, you had a guy who said he wished you broke your neck. Yeah. Yeah. 
There's nice. some what? real yeah. idiots out there. Yeah. A guy said, uh, I don't know what it was. It's just like, I wish JT would have broke his yeah, neck. Yeah, and, and it was before the second night. He's like, well, if you, well, it sucks that you didn't, but hopefully you will tonight. <laughs> <laughs> the, the funny part is that they would never say it actually right in your face. It's exactly. just when they're behind the phone. Off. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get going. Uh, JT, did you see video of Kenny's crash or did you see it live? I watched it live. Yeah. <laughs> I was scared. Like, I was nervous because he was limping bad. I was like, come on. Yeah. Like, he was, he was, I, honestly, Kenny, like, that was the best I've seen you ride. Like, in practice, you came out, like, straight away. You were aggressive. And I'm like, man, he looks awesome. And then right at the end of the last yeah. practice, you crashed bad. And I'm like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, honestly, I felt opposite. I felt, well, first of all, I forgot my chest protector back home, and I, I like that special one. I just feel super good with it, you know? Yeah. And I forgot my chest protector, and I'm like, dude, I can't do this. And then um, my dad actually drove back home, but I had to ride the first two practices with uh, with, with one I borrowed from uh, from Marvin's friend. Yeah. But still, you know, it, it was it was a chest protector, but it was still not mine, so I kind of felt weird, and I, I was not really feeling it, you know? And then, I mean, the last practice, um, I had my old one back, and I, I felt like I was back. You know, I was riding really good. And then, yeah, I, I did that a few times. I did a little triple there, but then I cased it and, right. and went down big time. I Like, right after it happened, it actually felt worse than it actually was, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you, the good news is you got 2-2-2. Two, two, two. The bad news is Tomax won all three. So for you, is it super frustrating, or are you able to look on the bright side and say, hey, I've been right there. I just had my best race. Um, anything can happen. Like, what's your – and I hate to use this word. What's your mindset uh, after three races? Well, um, I, I'm actually really thankful to, you know, to be out there. And um, I don't think I've been doing bad. You know, obviously, Eli is going – is riding super strong right now. There's no doubt about it. I'm not looking for excuses or anything. But, you know, I've been, I've been getting better. You know, the first race was, was the worst out of all three. Then it uh, went better in Phoenix, and now Anaheim too. You know, we're we're getting closer and closer, and I'm totally on the positive side. You know, there's still a few races left. I know um, a lot of things can happen really quick, and I'm absolutely. Of course, it's frustrating on one side. You know, um, I was in front of him off the, on the start, but mm-hmm. then um, he even passed me. But those are things you know that are going to happen in your career, and it's not it's nothing bad. You know, it's, it's right. three times second place. What yeah. you want more? You know, and right. All right. And what actually what really frustrated me on that day was um, I haven't crashed in Anaheim one and in Phoenix once, like not even a tip over in practice or anything. And then you get off big time. I was like <laughs> a little weird about it, but yeah, yeah. you know, I was I'm, I'm I'm I was still satisfied with the result. You know, there's no doubt about it. Yeah, yeah, I think it was pretty good. It was something to build on. You know what I mean? And, and hey, do you think if yep. you could have got around Sealy a little bit sooner? Um, yeah, and, and like, maybe put a little put a little sprint on. Fired up, you know. I was uh, struck. Like I got close to Sealy, but then he kind of pulled me a little bit. But again, you know, I should have, I should have made the pass right away. You know, that's the, actually the best thing you could have done. You know, because um, then you you have a free track, and this is where you go fast. You know. You know where I thought you where he pulled you a little bit was after the finish line. That little sand section. Um, oh, it, it looked like you were like you couldn't really figure out going inside was faster or outside. You kept changing your line there to figure it. But uh, that's where he, that's where he chewed you up a little bit. I thought. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, I was horrible there. at that part, especially after the sensation that that long the start straight basically. Yeah. Been looking for traction. Now after I watch it, I'm like, dude, I should have just gone a little bit wider, you know, and made it made it one movement instead of yeah. making a corner, going straight down, and then make a corner again, you know. But yeah. these are things you learn, you know. It's good that that I see that myself, you know. Yeah, you know. And um, especially where I sucked also was uh, before the whoops, that little wall thing. 
Yeah, oh, I was yeah, so yeah. bad there. I, I thought. Did you see Chad? Did you watch the main event, the 450? Did you see what Chad did in that sand thing? He got pretty creative. The, I don't. It was weird because I, it looked like they moved that that whole sand berm back a little bit because it wasn't in the same position, and it was because it seemed like you could go into that sand on the outside, like Chad was jumping through it, and Villapoto was wheel tapping it, and they would yeah. land in the corner and rail it. But it seemed like it was farther out, so the distance between the inside was a lot closer. But Chad would jump in, square up, and come straight down across the inside, and he, he yeah. But uh, yeah, I agree. I think that that was a very important uh, part of the track, and it's uh, a learning curve for sure. I thought, but uh, I thought for sure that you're you're right there. Like you said, anything can happen. Yeah, but you know, nothing was lost yet. I mean, we're not even halfway through, and uh, I would honestly say I'm in a good position. I mean, it's nine points. It's not like it's yeah. not a lot, but it's not that you're like, oh, once I've, I I um I only have to be in front of him for once. You know. Yeah. Someone has to make a mistake. I, I'm not saying anybody has to go down anything, but you right. know how how quick it happens. So wow, look at last year. I Boy, think it's, it's yeah. an exciting year. Yeah, look at last year. Like, pretty, Tomac pretty much had Dean covered uh, most uh-huh. of the season, and then we go to San Diego, and Dean is on fire, and yeah. Tomac has a big one and gets zero points, and then it, you know it's like he was over 25 points down, I think, going into that race, and then it's a brand new series. So, so what are you? What are you? Yep. You're nine points down. Is that what it is? Yeah. 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 Uh, nine points. Um, that's it's early. Everybody's already, ri- you know what I mean. I hear people, oh, Tomac, the, you know what I mean. It's early. Right. One big, one big mistake, and it's completely yeah. different series. Seven oh two five. Yeah, nothing is decided yet. Honestly, it's it's still way too early to say he's got the. Ch- it's early till the last race. You know, I mean, honestly, you can't say he has has a championship on, unless you're through the finish, and then you have the championship. Basically, you know, anything can happen. I've seen things happen. It's crazy. Uh, Seven oh two. I mean, there was that. There was that one year in GPs. I think it was what's his name, Coppins. Yeah. I think he was more than a hundred points in front of the front of second place, and he crashed in Lockett, I think, Czech Republic, and yep. broke his shoulder or something, shoulder blade, and then that was it. You know, I mean, you can be so so many points ahead, but in the end, you're. You know, that's not, something uh, happens. So. Let's not forget about your boss. I think keep focus and then, you let's know. Let's not forget good. about your boss pushing his bike no, through the sand of your, Lomo. Your boss, Pitt Byer, having a 43-point uh, lead with two races left, I think, or three races left in 94 in the TVD GPs, and he DNF'd uh, both motos at a race. What so. kind of bike? Yeah, it uh, happens quick. Right, he's on a, he's on a Cowie. Um, 702-586-7857, if you have a question for Ken Roxon. Um, hey, I wanted to ask you, uh, JT. <coughs> You've raced. You just finished racing the German Supercross series. I did. Uh, Ken Roxon is German. I didn't know that. Yeah, he is. He's German. Okay. Who was the guy you were telling? <laughs> who, who was the guy you were telling me about? That's going to be not Roxon level, but a good racer. Uh, like probably, yeah, one of the best guys coming up is Ulrich. Like, and, and he's not on Kenny's level, yeah. but I mean, he's Germany and Supercross right now is not that strong. Right. You know, it, it's almost like America and France in that series right now, and then Ulrich's kind of what. What the do you think? Do you, do you know the kid, Kenny? Do you think he's can be something uh, the next good German rider? Yeah, um, I know him. I know him. He's doing really good, but he has a lot of um, on and off. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm not true. saying he's bad. Yeah, bad, yeah. absolutely. But um, there, I don't know. There has to be that. That there's still a difference between a rider that you know, like going to the U.S. and and make it there, and uh, and and a good rider. You know, I don't know. There has to be that little bitty. I also think the parents uh, play a big role, you know, like uh-huh. my dad and my mom, they, they had a lot of experience. My dad, I don't know, whatever I did, what my dad said, I don't know, it always, it always worked. Right, right. So, I don't know. 
but he's definitely a good rider. I mean, no yeah. doubt about it. He's right. the best German out there right now, I think, in Supercross. Um, but, well, um, yeah, the tracks are super small there, so I don't know. It's, it's different over here for sure. Yeah, and that's something I've told to Steve many times is trying to relate Germany to American Supercross is it's not even close. Like, it does, you know, it's completely uh, different. 23 second lap times at one race I went to in Kiel. Kiel, yeah, that was like Kiel? the smallest like one 23 ever, seconds. Though. Yeah, normally it's like 27 <laughs> to 29, 30 right. maybe. But I think Hot Sauce would and be honestly, a man on that one. there's jumps. You can basically jump with the pit bike, so. Uh, we got a question for you from the chat room. Who is it? Uh, I didn't get the name. Uh, hey, welcome to the Pulp Mech Show. Uh, what's your question uh, for Ken, uh, Ken Roxon? Um, I just want to say he's riding grid, but I was at the Laker game the other night, too, with you guys. Um, I've seen a couple rows away from you guys. How was it sitting next to Vanessa Bryant? Oh. Because the whole Sorry, time she was, like, all who? over your seat, you were sitting, that lady that was sitting next to you was Kobe Bryant's wife. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah I she was, like, all over I didn't know you, that. Like, I was always wondering, because she had, um, cause, yeah, I bet, yeah, I said right now, now when you say it, I, I, I realize it, but, um... I didn't know. I was always wondering who that was because they looked like. How can I? She looked expensive. You know, she had huge earrings and stuff, she like huge expensive. diamonds. I was like, <laughs> who is that? I thought they got divorced. Yeah. Did they get divorced? She had uh, the two security guards right like next to you, and then towards the end of the game, she was like basically like in your seat with you from what, what? it looked like from our seats. Scandal. <laughs> yeah. TMZ. <laughs> I thought they got divorced yeah, though. Um, on, even the the little the guy who was standing down there, he even asked me. I don't think he knew that I would have the the ticket for that seat down there. Oh yeah, yeah. Because he came over, he came over and uh, asked me for my ticket and stuff. And I was, uh, I think I was row one, seat six or something. And it was in the break, and I act, like I moved one, right. I moved to the fifth one because I don't know I was standing up and stuff. And then he yelled at me for sitting on the fifth one, even though nobody was even sitting there in the break. Jeez, uh, yeah, they're like, there's no chance that this kid. Has this ticket? Yeah, some German, you know, some German kid rolling in here, <laughs> just so big. Yeah. Uh, hey, it was crazy though, because it was like she was just all over you guys, and you had Lars over over there just eating hot dogs nonstop. Did the uh, security guard tell you that's why you're losing to Tomac? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's probably why. Ken Roxon's like, "Where's Dirk Nowitzki?" <laughs> um, and Lars is there too. Like, good looking man. Let's face it. Did you get a man uh-huh. rush on him? the whole time. No, I mean, Lars Did you a... even watch the game? You're, you're watching. Every what, time what? I was there, yeah. he was. <laughs> yeah, I was really watching yeah. the game, but my fiance's like in love with Kenny Roxon. So she was like, oh, look at <laughs> so him. Wait, hold on. Like, hold on. Who's eating the hot dog? I didn't eat a hot dog. No, Lars. Lars was. Lars was. Oh, yeah. Every time she like pointed out like what she was like, we're doing, I looked over and Lars had like another hot dog in his hand. That's funny. All right. Thanks, Nick. Appreciate it, man. All right, thanks. All right, see you later. Uh, question for Kenny. That Dick. was creepy right there. Yeah, that guy seemed to know more about what those guys are doing than the game. Uh, <laughs> Dave, what's up, man? You got a question for Kenny? Yeah, I got a question. Um, I was out to Cop Edge over the summertime, and I, you know, I know Kenny probably don't remember. I was talking to him and his dad, and he just mentioned uh, about his dad, you know, saying the right things when he was young. You know, I just got a question for him about, you know, what, you know, um, some of the other racers have been through with their parents. Has his dad really pushed him, or is it more, you know, he let him do his own thing, you know, didn't push him that hard, say, look, do you do you really want to do this on your own, or did he push him, you know, that kind of bit. 
What, do you, what, what, um, kind of, what kind of dad? What, what kind of dad did you have, Kenny, growing up? Uh, honestly, yeah. my dad was. Uh, he basically till when? Wait, when did I start riding GP? Is that was 2009. So the the till the year before, which was 2008. Till end of 2008, I didn't even train. All I did it was <laughs> hanging out with friends. I don't know, go to the pool and all that stuff. And I I was just riding basically. And I has oh, I've already been like pretty good, but we I. I haven't really done anything to, you know, to really get in shape because, you know, I was young and we didn't, we didn't think it makes any sense to start that early. And then everybody was going crazy why I made such a big step. But the real, the, the, the thing was that I've never, ever done anything but riding. And then that year, that winter time, I started training and that's why I made such a huge step, you know. So honestly, my dad has just been super smart about it, honestly. And, um, I was just racing and, and never done anything different. And then I started training and with the yeah. help of the Red Bull guys and stuff. So that's basically the story, yeah. So he didn't he didn't go the Lessie route or any, you know, like, you well, know, Frank, sitting there yelling and screaming at you, you know, that kind of bit, you well, know. Frank Thomas route? Did he go the Frank Thomas route, JT? Uh, probably not. No. Hey, Ken, uh, did your dad, did your dad, can, does, does he continue to work or – is he on your payroll just to take care of you? Um, he he's just with me basically. He does not like work in a company or anything. He's basically he's kind of like my trainer, you know. Mm-hmm. Did he growing and, up? Uh, growing up, did he still work until you needed him full time to support you, or did you have sponsors um, take care of you the whole time? So, so I remember uh, since I until uh, I remember is like he's always just been with me. Now, now after you asked that. And I think about it, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, ever, Dave, thank you, man. Ever Thanks since for the I raced, I don't right, know, I think man. 60, 80s, he's, I don't think he's done anything. He's just been there. Um, hey, any, What's um, money growing on trees in Germany? Shit, I didn't move there. <laughs> What's you, growing on trees? Money. I, just, I was just oh. wondering how now you guys afforded to race. You must have good sponsors. Well, I started with... I don't know if it was nine or ten, but I started riding the Jeep, uh, the the German Championship, and this is when I went with Suzuki and had a contract. I basically got a bike, and the other bike I had to buy. And then mm-hmm. um, I don't know, just my my grandparents, they you know they put in money, and you know I got got a new helmet every once in a while and stuff. And that's yeah. basically how it went. And then I worked, we worked ourselves up, then being with Suzuki for years and years, and that's that's how it went. One time, Jason Thomas wasn't doing very well in a race. And his dad said, too slow, pull off on the pit board. Uh, did, did your dad ever tell you to pull off in the middle of a race? No. That's another thing. Many, many, no, he, did, he did definitely didn't do that. But there were, um, there were a few dads out there as soon as uh, the, the little kid, like, tipped over. They would, like, run there and pick the bike up. See, my dad would never do that. He, <laughs> he would always let me do my thing. I, could, I was too small because I always changed really early, switched to the bigger bike. Right. I was too small to even to even hold the bike, but I don't know. I was been trying something for twenty minutes to even just get the bike up, and he was standing there, like not laughing at me, but he was basically standing there talking with someone, and I'm working my butt off just to get the bike up. You know, that was his style, but I think it worked at this point. You know, yeah, right? Yeah. Can't, hey, can't, you know who had a pretty that. gnarly dad? A Europe guy was Volman. Yeah, Volman. Yeah. Volman's dad was pretty gnarly. Yeah, he was. Um, but didn't his dad race? Wasn't his dad an old yeah, racer? Yeah, his dad was, yeah, his dad was pretty good, I guess, as a racer in France or something. Um, Kenny, one more year in 250 class, you figure? Uh, or is next year going to be your uh, big bike debut? Do we know? My, 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 uh, I'm going to be on big bikes next year. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Are you going to ride any big bikes this year, Kenny? Um, I was not sure about it. 
like because the last couple of years I have always been uh, been riding the 350 on the right. east coast. Yep. So um, I'm not sure actually. Like right. I, I kind of want to, but not. You know, I wanna I wanna put everything I can in the 250 class, but I honestly don't think it's bad if you do a couple races on the big bike. You know. Yeah, I agree. Um, hey, uh, Red Bull KTM's Kenny Roxton, thanks for coming on the show tonight, man. I really appreciate it, and uh, I think you've been riding great. Like you said, I think it's only a matter of time before uh, you can break through and grab a win. And uh, good luck with everything, man. Thanks again. All right. Thank you. No problem. Uh, Have th- a good one. Thanks. Bye-bye. Red Bull KTM's Kenny Roxon. Uh Does he win a race, JT? I think he will, absolutely. Tomek does not go undefeated? Uh, I don't think so. I think Kenny will steal one. Or at least at least one. He's so close, man. Right. Yeah, I thought it was his race to win this week after practice before he crashed. Yeah. I did, thought... you, did you see the crash, Watson? I did not see it's it. It's on YouTube. It's pretty good. Yeah, you know what's funny? He, he came... missed his hand blew off. Yeah. and then he Yeah, he said he, he came to our truck to get some tape. I guess he has some mm-hmm. Japanese guru uh, doctor that he takes to the races with him now, and the guy didn't. He, he came. Yeah, that's Dr. G. He's not. He's not. No, Japanese. he's not a Dr. G guy. <laughs> I guess, but he came in there telling Dr. G, you know, about yeah. this guy, yeah. and he didn't have tape, some special <laughs> tape. And I'm like, kinesiology, kinesio tape, kinesio tape. Yeah, that stuff works. Um, lame. What uh, what's going on, with Hanny? I have no idea. Okay, I have no clue. You asked, talk to you, you texted me last show and wanted to find out what happened to IT in Germany. Yeah. There's your man right there next to you. I talked to him. Oh, he, okay. He told me. Okay. I, 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 I have not talked to I, – I text Ivan when he got home just to make – I just said, hey, are you okay? He said, yeah, I'm fine. Why? And I said, oh, I, I thought maybe you got hurt in Europe. Yeah. It was rough, huh, JT? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> some of them were his fault. Some weren't. Yeah. But regardless whose fault the crashes were, they were – there, he had some really big ones, <laughs> and that I think that the biggest one wasn't his fault at all. Right. But still, man, does, hey, does, who, uh, who did he take uh, over for a mechanic? <laughs> Paulie, <laughs> Paul, Paul Carpenter. Carpenter. No, he didn't. Oh, yeah. No, he didn't. Oh yeah, <laughs> the original meathead was in full effect over there. I bet you. Oh my god, I didn't even know that Paulie Carpenter was a mechanic. I don't think he is. That was the whole point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, we're coming up with Geico Honda's Kevin Windham here right away on the show. Um. All right. What about the Watson? Uh, does Ivan come back? Does he get a fill-in ride? What, uh, what do you think, dude? I don't know what he's doing. I really don't. I don't talk to him I like that. Him, I asked him to come on. Uh, no, no reply though. Yeah, so. I, 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 I really haven't had too much conversation with him in the last yeah. four or five months. Just you know, right. texting here and there. Yeah. How's it going? Blah blah blah. But I have no idea what his plans are. Um, what do you think, JT? I heard that he's going to be start working with Jake Weimer, kinda. Oh yeah. Work with him as a uh, thing, but uh, you know who's back working in the pits? Who's that? With a top rider, Lewis Kyle Lewis. Yeah, he's working with, with Josh Grant. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah. 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 KL, dude. Kyle's back. That's where you got your start? Yeah, I saw him at two months. What? One two months. <laughs> Goes down in flames. <laughs> yes, that's that's your prediction. Yes, two months. Kyle's yes. gnarly. Like he he's not gonna he's gonna say hey, this is what you need to do. And if Josh Grant's not doing what he expects, he's not right. gonna waste. His that's time. what I'm saying. Like Kyle's not gonna put up with it, or JG's gonna get mad. So, well, I he, give it two months. I just don't something. see that. Re- those two personalities, I don't see right. a long. Relationship. Okay, well let's keep track of this. Let's mark the. I date. mean, I could be totally yeah, yeah, wrong, yeah, yeah, but and they could it. it could forward his career to new heights. Right. I'm just right going off. Okay. Uh, hey, our next guest on the line, uh, it, this did shock the world this weekend with his announcement uh, at Anaheim 2 that he's hanging it up after uh, a long, long story career, and we thank him for coming on the show. Uh, Geico Honda's Kevin Windham. K-Dub, what's up? 
Ah, uh, man, sitting here with my feet up on my couch enjoying a, <laughs> uh, a, a recorded episode of Supercross. There is no practicing tomorrow. There is no gym work. Nothing is needed. Bag of M&Ms on your belly and a Coors Light in your hand. I can see that's it now. Right. Your, see right. it. your announcement was so big that Kenny Watson, who quit the show at the end of last year, came back in for a special episode. That's right, K-Dub. Just for you, buddy. One K-Dub to another. Had to come back in for out of retirement, right? Yeah, I was, hey, I was telling <laughs> Dottie point. down on the floor before you did your thing. I'm like, I'm glad Kevin is doing this. I'm happy for you guys. But I'm really glad that I don't have to look over my shoulder anymore when someone yells, K-Dub, and you're walking behind me. I think someone's yelling my name. So, uh, um, Jason. Well, I'm not, you know, Dub, I'm not going too far away, man. I, you know, it's a, it's a life, lifetime of. Uh, yeah, but you're not going to be in your gear, and people aren't going to be able to pick you out as easy. Yeah, So maybe. maybe. Hey, uh, so what's your deal? Are you still going to do the opening ceremonies? You're going to do like a farewell, farewell, uh, farewell tour, or what, what do you got planned? Uh, yeah, that's, that's the plan right now. I, uh. Waiting on my next opportunity. Gonna gonna go to the next uh, however many rounds are left. What fourteen rounds left? Yeah. Do some opening ceremonies. Uh, maybe get in the booth if they ever get get room. If Ricky's not doing a round or two, or I uh, don't really know what what what's in line. But I, I'm definitely one of the re- remaining rounds this year and uh, saying my goodbyes and, and signing autographs and, and stuff. Um, and awesome. uh, make the rest of the tour and then having one hell of a retirement party in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Jason Thomas is in studio too with us. Uh, another guy who hung up the boots. This year, um, and JT, you said you kind of knew it was time. When, well, when? Yeah, only because I heard that he was asking around. Like no, that. yourself for oh, yourself. Yeah, when, when for me it was just like I, I was not. I was more worried about like not getting hurt on the weekend, and and I was thinking <laughs> about all the wrong things, and I'd never <laughs> done that before. Yeah, I mean, I was going slow either way, but I was like, if I go any faster than this, I'm going to the hospital, and I don't want to go there, and it's not worth it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Your perspective changes on all this stuff, and I was just like, man, I need to get the hell out of here. <laughs> Can you relate? And, Hit up. And it's funny that that you know JT says that because it it was it, it was said from Stanton and from uh, Kehoe and from Buddy Antonez and Carmichael, and you know the list goes on and on and on of guys I, I talk to because you know it's something I struggle with. I mean. It's, you know, I look at the sport for when it goes right and think, like, dude, this is the coolest thing ever. I'd love to do this, you know, mm-hmm. forever. And for anyone that watched the race this weekend uh, on television, they showed a part of Canard and his back and stuff. I'm like, you know, I'm so glad I hung it up. So it's like it's so it's so easy to be wishy-washy because the sport is is awesome, and, and to do it is incredible and has given me the best feelings I've ever had in my entire life. But at the same time, you know, you start contemplating the what-ifs and, uh, that's a recipe for disaster, and I just had to come to terms with, you know, I, I think I knew that it was time, but I was expecting because it was time that it would it would feel good, and that, that decision to retire never feels good, but it was necessary. Uh, Kevin Windham's uh, spot on the show is brought to you by Showy Helmets, by the way, uh, the helmet that Kevin did race in and probably still will wear every week. Uh, Showy's got 50 years of helmet engineering, and you can check him out at showy-helmets.com. Um, thanks, uh, thanks for Showy for coming on. K-Dub, so... You did it in a little unique way in that you did ride a practice. You didn't uh, say, hey, I'm done after Phoenix. What, did something happen in the practice? Did, did you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know yeah so, something did happen in the practice. <laughs> I was looking at these, like, basic rhythm sections that people were just doing three, threes through, and I'm like, you know, I don't, I don't feel like doing that today. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that part of it, I, I wish there were some things that happened different, you know. Um, obviously, I wish it would, would have been uh, – uh, you know, closer to home, or at least have uh, an opportunity for some of my friends to come. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's, that were yeah. that were wanting to you know go to Vegas this year because I, I really had 
figured out that I wasn't going to go through 14 uh-huh. uh, any, anyway. Right. But I at least wanted to go through 13. But, you know, I, I came into the season with, with all the past uh, injuries that, you know, we all carry with us. But then I tried to, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm going to come in the season. I'm going to limp into it. I'm going to build some confidence and, mm-hmm. and try to try to get going. And, and things didn't get going. It just it went the opposite direction. And uh, enough was enough. Man, I, I went out for the first practice and came in and stripped my clothes off real quick. And everybody came in. And they're like, dude, you, you never get undressed in between person saying, what's up? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm done. It, it was yeah. just that easy and that quick. Wow, that's that's, uh, that's something for sure. Um, I was supposed to ask you. Uh, you called your dad to tell him that you hung it yeah. up. But uh, can you tell us that story? Can you share it with us? Well, I mean, as everyone knows, that's ever been in Central Mississippi. There's there's a shortage of cell phone towers here, you know. And mm-hmm. uh, so I'm talking to my dad, and you know, I really wanted to get uh, you know not his approval, but I mean, he's just been real vocal about watching his son crash over the years, and. Right. Uh, emotional but, moment he's yelling at Verizon <laughs> <laughs> exactly it was awesome no that's pretty funny uh, hey you talked to uh, Chad told me after the race that you called in before a one and you know buddy and Red Dog and Stanton and LaRocco did anybody even I understand you spoke to Davey Coombs maybe after you made the announcement but did anybody say something that clarified something did anything anybody like uh, really drive home a point that well uh, it, it was just you know, by the by the end of asking all these different people that I knew had experience and could could somewhat you know keep mm-hmm. it confidential, um, it, you know, it was kind of got to a point where it was just you know same story over and over and over again. Um, Davey Coombs came in the truck and he gave me the speech of a lifetime. He hit it out of the park and uh, really wish I would have had that thing recorded because I was kind of, <laughs> I'm, at, I'm at that point. But uh, right. you know, basically just that you know it was curtain call time. You know, it was it was. Everyone, uh, the, the writing was on the wall. And then mm-hmm. in between practice, uh, actually going out for practice one, I was talking to, to Villapoto, um, and he said, why? You know, like what we were talking about enough, whether it be enough money, enough race wins, enough trophies, enough cheers right. from the fans, whatever whatever it is that drives you. He's like, he said, how greedy are you? And when he said that, it just, <laughs> dude, the light just went off in my head. Right. Like, how, how greedy am I? What, what's another, I mean, like, like JT said, I, I I wasn't to a point where I wanted to go out there and go as fast as it takes to be number one. Yeah. Uh, could I have won another race? Who knows? I mean, pray for a mud race. I don't want to be that kind of guy that, you know, <laughs> just hopes that something goes to a point where, you know, it favors my style or, or my, you know, mm-hmm. my abilities. But, um, you know, what's another 10th place or what's another 20 rounds or what's beating Mike LaRocco's record or, you know, yeah, whatever yeah. the case may be. It's just. You know, when he used the word greed, I just, you know, it just wasn't a, a real eye-opener for me. And it got to a point where, you know, if something would have happened to me, which it may, I, I'm still going to ride. You know, you know, I just, whenever I ride now, I'm not going to push it to, you know, 95 right. plus percent. But, uh, you know, if something would have happened to me at that point with with the where my thoughts were, I mean, I, I would be a, I'd be a mad guy for a long time. And it'd, it'd be hard for me to get over that, yeah. that pain. 
Wow. Yeah. 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 You got a good point there. Um, Kenny Watson, uh, what do you say to Kevin Wynn if he, if he calls you up? And Well, he didn't call me up. We were talking. I don't know if you remember, Dub, but before Anaheim won, I was standing before the heat race and I'm all, what up, Dub? And you're all, I might be done. This might be it. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? You're all, I don't know, man. I just, I just, I don't know. And I'm like, well, what do you, like, right there I knew, like, I've never, I've known you a long time and I've never heard something like that. And I was just like, I mean, I didn't go around talking to people about it or say anything because I didn't know maybe you were just having a bad night or what the problem was. But yeah. uh, it was funny, you know, Kevin, I was in the mechanics tower, I mean, in the manager's tower, and I was telling Steve when we came on the air, I was standing next to Rock, and, like, everyone's out there, and I look over, I'm all, where's Kevin? And he looks at me, and he goes, uh, he's done. And I'm like, what do you mean he's done? He's like, what, for the, for the practice or the night, or is he hurt? And he goes, no, he's retiring. He's over it. He's not going to race no more. And Mike Larocco style, he just turned away. And that was it. I was like, just like that. And I was like. Hey, you want to talk about not Larocco style? Homeboy gave me a hug. Oh, out, dude, man. you should have took his temperature. Yeah, we got it on, we got it on video. So. <laughs> yeah, really, right? <laughs> uh, um, hey, did you talk to, uh, when you made your decision, I know he's been a major part of your career since day one. Of, did you talk to, did you call Allie and say, hey, man, give you a heads up or was was that one of the guys that you just wish could have been there that wasn't there yeah there was tons of people i wish could have been there actually i, I didn't uh i didn't really call him and, and talk to him about it he's already been through one retirement with me back when i broke my femur <laughs> so uh you know that was uh that was tough enough on him but uh yeah you know guys like that and even steve hudson uh wasn't there this weekend uh, a couple couple guys that you know, we're in the crew that that, that didn't uh, wasn't, wasn't there for it. You know, even mm-hmm. even uh, all my bosses and you know Ziggy with uh, Factory Connection and uh, some of the guys that yeah. just really should have been there. But you know what? I just uh, I wasn't doing any anybody any justice. You know, and I'll continue to do some opening yeah. ceremonies transfers at the next fourteen rounds. So that's still my it's, best foot forward, I guess, at this point. How's Dano doing? How's he taking this? I mean, that's the real important question. You know, I, I really didn't even see him much, and I've I got to be honest with you, this race was the busiest I've ever been at a race in my entire life. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, after working all night doing all the media and interviews and everything, I was like, damn, I should just jump the triple, man. I should just win. <laughs> yeah, really. It, really huh? it was it was busy, but uh, you know, it's good. So I'm not going too far away. I don't want to. I don't want to leave the sport. I, I want to find my place. So I'm right. sending out resumes currently and uh, waiting for the next <laughs> opportunity. Well, you're, you're, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but from what I hear from people around you, your gym business is doing very well for you, and, and, uh, and you're really killing it on that. You've got a, you got a series of gyms uh, around your hometown. Yeah, I'm thankful for that, man. The Plant Fitness chain has, has been great for me, and, uh, you know, it's going well in this area. And it's going well all, all across the country, to be honest with you. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it's funny because even, even the owner of uh, Plant Fitness there, Mike Grondel, he's uh, – you know, he's in the sport and he loves the sport mm-hmm. the same as I do. And it's funny because it's I'm thankful that I had the opportunity to kind of get something going before we hung this thing up. But uh, at the same time, you know, it, those things can be somewhat of a distraction and, and maybe, yeah. I don't know, in a way kind of expedited the process. I don't know. It's, it's so hard to, to say, you know, where, where you'd be at without certain roads that you take or certain forks in the road. But uh, I'm glad that that's part of my life now. And while that feels good, it's it's – it's not like Supercross, and nothing ever will be. And, and mm-hmm. uh, I kind of got to redefine even even the sport as I know it. I've, you know, I'll never experience some of the highs that I've gotten from Supercross. So 
I don't know where that next chapter is or how I can help or how I can be a part of the sport, but uh, Planet Fitness takes some of my time, but I, I plan on remaining, you know, in, in the industry and giving the rest of it to that. And My son even uh, asked me to bring home a set of gear for him this weekend, so I may go from pro races back to some amateur stuff and chasing, right. chasing him around some local tracks or whatever my girls decide to do and just right. being dad, you know. But I'm, I'm, I'm not going far, man, I promise. Yeah, that's kind of what I was wondering, too. I know you're you know, planning on doing all the transfers, so you'll be at the races this year, but you kind of seen it with former riders. Red Dog, you know, was away, and then now he's back doing Trey stuff, and then Ricky went away with the car stuff, and then now he's back with, with his team. Um, I, I know it's early to even have, you know, an idea of what that'll be like, but what do you think will be, you know, your future with racing? Like, obviously with your kids, and they're going to have their own interests, and uh, even what, you know, you see with Stanton, he's he's back now with Barsha, do you think that you'll, you know, maybe take some time away and then come back in some role at the races, or is, you know, will you I, just fade away into Centerville and do that kind of deal? No, I don't. I don't ever. I mean, I think the only difference would be I really don't have anything that's going to take me like another endeavor, like you know, full wheel racing or anything like that. I mean, I don't really plan on going anywhere even like right now. You oh, you're, yeah. you're telling me I've been I haven't missed a race yet. <laughs> so you know, I, I'm I'm happy. I mean, there's there's that's why it's it's. it's tough and regretful to, to have to do what I felt like I had to do. You know, I'm good with it. I mean, I was amazingly at peace watching that, that main event uh, Saturday night, you know. I mean, there was no remorse as the gate dropped, and there's going to be some hurdles I have to overcome, obviously, but uh, it'll be fine, and, you know, and love, my love for the sport will find, find me at another place, and I, I don't know. I mean, now that I'm not having to jump the stuff and the stuff that was scary, I don't know. Maybe I'll just go without a helmet and just say, you know, I don't know why these guys aren't jumping four here. I would have done it, you know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. talk a bunch of crap. Right. Be like me. It's perfect. It's, it's a great yeah. life. Yeah. Hey, Dub, where did you uh, watch, where did you watch the race from and who'd you watch it with? Like, uh, some buddies of mine from the surfing sand there in Laguna, some, uh, some friends from, uh, uh, just, uh, you know, been around the racing for forever, but never got to watch a race with them. I watched, uh, with Ricky Fowler. I went, I watched with, uh, uh, Matt Moore, I, I watched with uh, Sonny Garcia. I mean, just just all the guys. Where that, did you? Were you in you know, the suite? Or you? Uh, the... Nowhere in the nut hole. Oh boy. Yeah. Um, I went. I went straight from. So the the, the retirement party team. started early. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> we uh, was there a fish tank there? <laughs> yeah, there is. We, oh, perfect. We, we have our lines have been lit up for you the whole time you've been on. This guy has been waiting for you. I think even through Kenny Roxon. Uh, Steve, what's up, man? Thanks for calling. And what's your question for Kevin Windham? What's up, man? Not so much. Just hanging out. Hey, um, yeah, I was just curious. Uh, I figured like this might be the last time Windham comes on the show since he's retiring, so I don't want to miss out. That's why I waited so long. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was just like, I was, I was wanting to know, like, um, I think Windham rode the 2000 CR250, and then I think he went to Suzuki in 2001, right? Yep. Yep. So uh, I want to ask Kevin, like, which bike was better and why? Because like I've I've had both of those bikes and I thought they're real awesome, but a lot of people say the 2000 Sierra 250 is kind of like rigid. So I want to get his opinion since he's like you know right. master. This is this is quite a question you waited on hold for. The one dying question for Kevin Window: <laughs> Which bike did you like better? But all right, Kev, K- Kato. Well, you know, and I probably I'm not going to give an answer that was worth waiting. For <laughs> you waited because to be honest with you, they. They were both really good bikes, and I, you know, the problem was is that when I was riding the Honda, I was burnt out, and uh, you know, kind of in that stage in my career where I was really distracted. So I figured, you know, hey, 
something's got to be wrong with Honda, right? So I went to Suzuki, mm-hmm. only, only to figure out that all my problems followed me. It's <laughs> right. like I couldn't change color bike, and then all of a sudden things were all better. So, um, you know, I just wasn't in a good place to really perform well on either one of those bikes. You know, mm-hmm. the Suzuki was good, but so was the Honda. It's just at that point in my career, I was oh. there was something else wrong that, you know, we couldn't test through. It mm-hmm. wasn't a wasn't anything I achieved by going to the test track, you know, uh, which is ultimately what brought on the broken femur and then the uh, hiatus slash retirement. Yeah, I mean, you, year or so, so. you still won on uh, both bikes. Yeah, you both, you still won races on both bikes, too. Like, yeah, I mean, they were, they were good. Yeah, so sorry I didn't give you a, a great answer, but, uh, you know, they both were, were capable at that time. That's cool. Thanks right. a lot, man. I appreciate it. Thanks, Steve. Yeah, no uh, next question for you is, um, what do you got hey. here? What? Dude, this guy, that last caller got me bummed out, man. You guys aren't going to have me on anymore? Like, really? <laughs> no, we only talk to fat, the current racers. That's it. That's, oh. that's all we do. Um, uh, no, we'll have you on, of course. You're one of the best interviews in the sport, and there's no doubt. Here, Brad's got another bike question for you. Brad, what's your uh, bike question for uh, Kevin Windham? Well, I was actually going to ask uh, what Kevin's favorite race bike that he was able to race throughout his years. I know he went Yamaha, Suzuki, Honda, back to Honda. And uh, what his favorite bike was, but I guess that last question pretty much cleared no, it up that he was going to give a super politically correct answer. But I know, like, Kevin Wyndham is just like a, a legend of the sport, and he's always been a great ambassador of the sport. And I'm just wondering, how would you like to be uh, remembered, Kato? Well, you know, I, I kind of laugh because I, I'm, I'm going out second on the all-time start list, which is, uh, which is um, you know, fitting for me. I've been second to almost everybody. <laughs> right. So I'm, I might as well go out with one more second place there. No point in racing all the way to the time I get a first place in something. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it was, for me, um, you know, I, I, without being boastful, I'm, I'm totally confident and comfortable with calling my number one being with the fans and I mean just hearing it when I ride out there for opening ceremonies and dude, that's that's so much to me you know and I, you try to find the words when you're retiring or when you're doing something like I'm going through right now to find the words to really let the people know you know what what that experience meant to me um, which is hard to do but um, mm-hmm. you know, being number one in that aspect um, right you know is, is really takes the cake for everything that, that I've ever experienced you know, I mean I definitely wouldn't have got 207 starts if I'd have rolled out to 50,000 booze, which I've heard some of my competitors do. So, I mean, the, right. the ride's just been uh, been great. And, you know, having a- You've been a crowd favorite wherever you go, and whichever, outdoors, indoors, whichever. And uh, I just feel like that uh, regardless of uh, how you've been doing in the standings or whatever, that everyone's really supported you throughout your racing career, and I've always appreciated that. All right, thanks, Brad. Yeah. Appreciate thanks. it, man. Bye. Um, hey, one of our callers wanted to know a question for you. Uh, your favorite race ever, 97 East-West Shootout, 98 Charlotte when you won on the uh, big bike uh, as a 125 guy. That was 97 Charlotte, 97. and that was, that, that was pretty damn good, to be honest with you. Um, beating Ricky at the East-West Shootout was another one. I mean, there, there's yeah. there's a handful that are all up there. Um, Everts was calling the Americans out when we went to, to the uh, GP there at Butts Creek. Uh, won that one. The, anytime you win a motocross, the nations is uh, right. is top of the list. Um, you know uh, some of the races I had with McGrath and uh, just just there's a handful, man. It's hard mm-hmm. to really really go in and pick pick one. Um, it meant a lot to me to come back and, and break Ricky's streak. 
uh, when he was just being undefeated in, in outdoors, which was really cool. But then the part that kind of turns that one sour is the fact that he came back a year later and then went undefeated <laughs> again. So, yeah, yeah, right. You know, but whatever. You know, there there were some good ones along the way, and uh, you know, I've only had 18 wins. Uh, only. That's not, well, in, in in the Supercross, but uh, there was some in outdoors and stuff. But you know, it's, it's, it seems like a lot at one point. But you know, I, you can reflect on them and remember all of them. They're all pretty damn special. I mean, there's 20 guys out there trying to kick your butt. You know. Mm-hmm. I have a, I have a question, and this is like for my personal curiosity. So, you've kind of raced um, between Chad, you know, Ricky, and James. I think I feel like are, have been your main, you know, rivals throughout your career at some point. McGrath, McGrath. Um, yeah, but Kevin was still kind of coming up okay. when MC was moving out. I, you know, um, and, and I feel those guys are all different. Like James was probably at times I watched him and I'm like, well, nobody's ever going to go that fast on a motorcycle. Uh, you know, and, mm. and his racing skill wasn't that great. Sometimes he made mistakes and threw it away. But as far as pure speed, he was unbeatable at times. I thought. And then Ricky was different, where he was a pure racer and he was almost vicious about it. Like he would slit your throat if that was going to mean the difference of him winning or losing. And then Chad was kind of like the smart racer. He wasn't always the fastest guy. He wasn't, you know, always there, but he, at the end of the series he was there and he was just smart about getting it done. And I always wondered how you viewed those guys because you were in a unique perspective where you were always kind of trying to fight those guys for titles and a lot of times, you know, their biggest rival. And I was never really on that elite level, so I was always kind of wondering how, what your viewpoint was on those guys. Well, I mean, all—I mean, you pretty much hit the, hit the nail around the head. I mean, the, the things that are impressive about all those guys, I mean, to me, on, on top of just their sheer desire and, and will to win. But, um, you know, like you say, when Stewart was fast, Stewart, you, you know, you might as well just go ahead and say, all right, we're all going to race for second tonight, you know. Uh, the thing about Carmichael is his bad days were never bad. Like, his, his right. bad days were exceeded most people's best. And, I mean, if you saw him get saw him get us pissed and you know that was his bad day and uh Chad always impressed me because when I was racing Ricky I would do something that he wasn't doing I would pass him he would see what I did and then he would do it and you know ultimately either you know get close or catch me by doing the thing that I used to pass him right right Chad Reed almost had like eyes in the back of his head where he he could pick on some, pick up something that I was doing behind him without passing him. You know, it was it was really weird how um, I would have a different jump combination. He would just somehow, you know, pick it up. I don't know if it was through. I still I haven't talked to him about. It. I don't know if it was through, you know, pit board or, or just hearing my bike or you know hearing sections of the track where maybe I got closer to him or whatever. But that was the thing that really impressed me about reading. You know where I you mentioned you're mentioning that Indy Indianapolis 2008 that pops up into my mind. There was like this rhythm after the finish line, and you were going all the way over a tabletop, and then three, three, and then Chad like somehow figured it out throughout the night, and then like equaled it out there. That just sticks out like in my mind big time. What you're talking about there? Yes, yeah, it definitely happened for sure. And then and then we came to Villapoto. I mean, dude, I've been behind Villapoto and, and and bar none. You know, James kind of showed us all how to make time uh, uh, in the air. Reed shows how to make time in the whoops. Carmichael just you know was his brute. But I'm telling you, I've never been behind anybody that railed a corner as fast as Ryan Villapoto, bar none. Mm-hmm. I mean, even in the outdoors, when, when I came back and rode for some of the injured guys when, when I went back to Honda, um, I mean, I, I, I caught him, and uh, 
was right there, and I mean, he just didn't like me being right behind him. And dude, he ripped this corner like I had never seen a motorcycle go around the corner in my life. And I mean, I just like <laughs> at the end of thirty minutes, my jaw dropped. Well, I mean, it was already dropped because I was kind of tired already. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It dropped even more, you know, when, right. I, when I saw him run that corner. Uh, Kent, what? Uh, thanks for listening to the uh, Pulp Mech Show. And what's your question for the Kevin Wyndham? Uh, well, actually, I uh, just wanted to thank Kevin really for all the years that he raced. I just wanted to, you know. Thanks for being so dedicated to the sport of motocross and supercross. You know, my family and I have been seeing you all over the country at many different venues. And that you were just a true ambassador to the sport. You're one of the smoothest styles I've ever seen, so much like Roger DeCoster. You know, I really can't believe it. You know, I mean, I'm sad to see you leaving the sport. But then again, you know, a lot of years that I race and stuff, I've gone through some, uh, well, a few pretty serious injuries. And I still play and ride a little bit, but I just wanted to say thanks for the memories, Kevin. I'm really going to miss you. Well, I appreciate it, man. That, uh, like I said before, it, that's, uh, that's what it's all about, you know, for, for me. And, um, you know, that that's the part that's so bittersweet, you know. It's, uh, it's been a great run, and, and uh, you know, I, it's just to go from here, it's it's scary as hell at times for me, you know, <laughs> trying to figure out where, where, where do we go from here. But, uh it's going to be hard. That it's going to be hard to do anything moving forward that rivals the past. And uh, you know, those memories and, and the fans that have, that have cheered and waved me on is you know right. the reason. Uh, thanks, Ken. Hey, thanks a lot. Thanks, Kevin. I love it. Thank you. Uh, uh, hey, any way that you come back to race a national or a Supercross here or there or anything <laughs> like that? I mean, is, I mean, obviously it's pretty early, but yeah. Well, I, no. Uh, for, yeah. The, for Supercross, for sure, I'm totally done. But. It was funny because I was laughing with Dottie on the way home from the airport today. We we sat back and kind of uh, rested and relaxed and watched some football in California uh, yesterday. And flying back, I'm like, you know what? If this retirement thing don't go so good, I didn't say nothing about motocross. All I said was I'm retiring from supercross. <laughs> right, right. But uh, you know, it's it's. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to be the in and out wishy washy kind of guy. I mean, the, the retirement thing that came in, in yeah. 2001 was was built off of completely different circumstances. So mm-hmm. I, I'm happy with it. Like I said, I, I was insanely at peace. Like it was an odd just right. peace to watching my first Supercross that I've ever watched in my entire life without a broken bone. Um, JT, uh, obviously not on the same level as Wyndham, but you at peace, JT. I mean, uh, any, like peace isn't even the word. <laughs> <laughs> at A1, when I watched those guys in the, like, the heat races and like Chad and Dungey were like six and seven, eight in the heat race, you know, that, you know that's not where they really should have finished, but I'm just like, right. I have no desire to be out there floundering around like last year. And <laughs> I like floundering. You have, well, you just have pride. Like whether you've, whatever place you've ever finished, you still have pride. Yeah, and I mean, you're a main event you guy. You're a main event guy. And then guy. you're just like, man, these guys are just better. Like, it's just the evolution of the sport. I'm, right. you know, I'm very comfortable that my time has passed, and I'm fortunate enough to still be around the sport, and, uh, you know, I'm very good with that. Uh, so, so, yeah, but Jay, to add to that, JT, it's like, you know, you want to go out with pride. And I'm, I'm pumped to have, you know, my peers and my competitors. I mean, they, they've all, you know, uh, you know, there was never that day when everybody was like, you know, KW needs to hang it up. I mean, he's just out there just milking this thing along. But then you got the other side of things where everybody says, you know, like I felt like a, you know, it almost came to a point where people were like, dude, I, you do your best work in the opening ceremonies. Like, just go out and do, do opening ceremonies and just, you know, right. ride around in whatever place. I'm like, dude, I don't want to ride that, around in that whatever was me. place. That was me in, uh, at Phoenix to you. That was me. Yeah. yeah. And that was me all of last year. All of 2012 <laughs> was that for me. I Every weekend – 
I was pissed off at how slow I was. Things weren't going good. And I was almost relieved when the race was over because I was just like, that wasn't fun for me. Like, I don't want to go out there and suck. I don't want to do that. Right. Um, Watson. Yes, sir. Give us your best Kevin Windham memory. You've known him the longest out of all of us here. Uh, you've uh, <laughs> the, the closest, the tightest, the one you can share on the air, that is. Uh, give us your best uh, Kevin Windham memory. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> give me a second. There's a lot of them. <laughs> but auto- and, and, then, and then you got to filter through the ones that you can actually use. Yeah, right yeah, now. yeah, yeah. But what what I would have to say is, you know, a lot of people like who just who, who's a better fit. poker player? Who's a better poker player? He is because he okay. has more money and he could. No, you you are. You've took more money <laughs> for me. But the thing is, like a lot of people who don't really know, like Kevin Windham as the 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 father, the husband, the man he is, are really. Everything that you see, it's true. It's there's nothing fake about it. The way you see his interviews, the way you see him per, project himself on, you know, at the races, is what you see is what you get. There's nothing phony about that. There's so many other people out there that are writers and industry guys that are going to tell you what you want and go do something else. What you see is what you get, and that's what I want to say first and foremost. And second, second, the the story that 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 I can remember the clearest. The clear list. Is that, a, is that a word? I don't know, Watson. It we're, we're just happy to have you back. Help me out, JT. It's a sound drop. I'll give you that. All right. That's what Call I'm the at. squat team. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I'm trying to get at was um, I think it was probably one of the first times where Kevin invited us to go stay at his house during the week. And uh, we were there doing whatever we had to do. And he said, I'm going to go buy this. I'm going to buy a new truck. I'll be back in a couple hours. So we're working. And all of a sudden, Kevin comes down the driveway and he's in this brand new Chevy Silverado truck, and he, he pulls in front of the barn, and we're all checking it out. And he goes, "I'm gonna go break her in." And we're like, "What?" And Ali goes, "Watch this." He goes around the outside of his house, and he has this huge pond. And the dude tries to skim the pond in his brand new truck. What? And he almost <laughs> makes it to the cross to the other side, and it gets stuck. So he puts it in four wheel drive, and he opens the door to get out, and water comes in the thing. They had to hook it up to a tractor, and the thing was full of mud. Like, the whole thing was full of mud. And I go, well, do you want to wash this thing? He goes, we don't wash our trucks in Mississippi. Let's go get lunch. <laughs> <laughs> That's just one of many stories, you know. And, right, uh, right. D- Dottie and Kevin have always been, like, you know, so cool to me and always with open arms and, you know, I, I mean, just like I said, if anyone's ever had the opportunity to be friends with Kevin Windham and Dottie, mm-hmm. it's it's definitely a pleasure. And it's like, even though he's not racing, I know I have a, a friend for life, and it's that's just you know relationships that I think he talks about about you know being involved mm-hmm. around racing. You know, so I'm gonna miss yeah. you, bud, but I'm sure you'll be around. Yeah, I'm just so glad you guys came on tonight. I had me come on tonight so I could listen to all this. I appreciate y'all are making my night. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, um, Dottie's sitting beside me, rolling her eyes, going, "Man, he's got to filling you full of smoke. I'm going to whip you back into shape as soon as you get off the stand." <laughs> yeah, really. JT, you got one. You got a window memory. Um, did you hold him up? But yeah, yeah, yeah. He yelled at me one time. Oh, he did. My, my, like it was pretty brutal. For I, I felt like really terrible about how I rode because. <laughs> I remember it was in time practice, and it's rough because when you're slower than the top guys, you're still in the same practice as them. Right. And everybody's doing their fast laps, and, like, at times they kind of intersect. And there's not a lot you can do. Like, you feel like you're on a good lap, and then they're coming up on you so fast. You're like, I, you know you're in the way, but you still have to get your lap in, too. So you're like, it's this struggle of, like, do I get out of the way and ruin my lap, or do I just, you know, get yelled mm-hmm. at after yeah. the lap? And I remember Kevin, like, I was doing a lap, and he – 
went over the finish line right behind me. And he's, he's obviously pissed. He's like, there's no way that was a fast lap. You're just in the way. I'm like, I'm just that bad. Like, I promise you, I was going as fast as I could. Right. That was like my best lap of practice. Yeah. And he's like, you got to get out of the way. I'm like, that was all I had. If I didn't finish that lap, I would be watching tonight. You got to get out of the way. Yeah, it was, it was rough. <laughs> um, but, but we got over it in about five minutes, Oh, right? of course, yeah. yeah. And for me, it was like, dude, honestly, I'm never going to get in your way on purpose. Like, I hate when people do that because when I would right. be in unseated practices at times, I would freak out on people. When they weren't even, you know, they're yeah. rolling the triple in you the middle would? of the track. Oh yeah. Oh, that's yeah, hard for way me to out believe. Of character, right? <laughs> but, which is like, which is like killer for the sport that we go out on the track and we have five minutes to learn the track, and then the next, like the sixth minute, is like for your whole night. Go time, right? Yeah. Yeah, like okay, where am I going to start? Am I going to make the night show? Oh shit, somebody's on my ass right now, or oh, I got to do, you know, it's like, uh, is my suspension right, man? What what tire pressure I got in this thing? You know, hey, you like, know what, Dub? That's something you don't got to worry about no more. <laughs> no more, bro. There you uh, go. I'm just sitting in the stands going, why are these guys riding like wimps? Like, yeah. jump that thing. What a bunch of pussies. Dude, your biggest problem going to be at the races is when your cup's empty. <laughs> well, uh, it, 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 yeah. Yeah, my my, uh, my memory is uh, working for Timmy. Obviously, you knew that was going to come up. but oh, uh, No, well, no, but, but thinking a lot of weekends that we had you covered because you would be slower in practice. Thinking like, we can make up points on them. We can get them here. I think we got him. He didn't have that good of practice. We just got to worry about Ricky. And cue the Wyndham when the gate dropped. Uh, see you later. And I'll be like, fuck. He's, you know, he was just riding around in practice, you know? So uh, I, I, I never was a good practicer, man. You know, when, when, you, I know. when you start out in the 80s, it's, it's just practice. <laughs> it's just practice. It's not a sprint, yeah. right? Yeah, you know, and then all of a sudden we get into the late 2000s and it means something all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah all the time you had us fooled every weekend. I know that. Well, hey. Uh, Geico Honda's Kevin. Can we still call you Geico Honda? I think yep. we can. Yeah. Official. Uh, uh, Geico Honda's Kevin Windham. Thank you for coming on the uh, Mech show. I really appreciate it. I'm sure your phone's blowing up and for interviews and everything. And, uh, yeah, man, we really appreciate you coming on. Thanks for the memories. And uh, like you said, you'll be around. So I'll be around. Hey, later, Dev. We'll see you at the Pastor. Party at the Pastor and uh, this weekend. Good, guys. Thanks for having me. Later. All right. Thank you. Uh, that is Geico Honda's Kevin Windham. Uh, sorry we couldn't get to all the calls. Tits, the lines were, were blowing up. But we, I've never seen it like that before. Yeah. Yeah, pretty good, huh? Yeah. Yeah, maybe Reed. Maybe Reed. Well, Reed yeah. fills it up. But, but they don't w- stay w- filled. It's still yeah. full right and now. And we're sorry we couldn't get to you guys. We only had Kevin for a limited amount of time. but uh, Yeah, he was busy. Uh, the Paul Vermeck Show presented by BTOsports.com. Fly Racing. Race yeah, he was busy doing his X brand goggles, and, Atlas uh, neck braces. It was M-Fab, good to talk to him. Showy helmets, free gun underwear, <laughs> works connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Black Ops, Brat Bar. Don't forget... Only during the show, you have 25% off Atlas knee, Atlas neck braces only during the hey, show. Hey, Steve, use- what's Brat Bar doing for you? Are they paying you? Brat Bar is co-sponsoring our David Pingree, who has replaced you. Oh, does, so- and he does not touch his microphone. He does not <laughs> drop it. He does use his phone, though. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we, we haven't found one yet, other than Berluti. Berluti's about the only one who oh, yeah. is Ber- not on his Because Berluti's got a flip hey, phone. What what's do? what's Berluti yeah. going to do on a flip phone? Right on a Nokia? Like, no, he doesn't, he doesn't have a flip snake. phone no more. He's oh, graduated. He did. He got a new one. Um, all right, we're going to take our second commercial break of the night. Watson, are you, are you out? You want me to leave? No. but Then I'll leave. I, just, I mean, if you were going to leave, I was going to say thanks. Tell me thanks then, and I might stay. Thank you for coming by tonight. appreciate it. Okay. Always a good time. No Great memories. Thank you. And uh, I think I think it's appropriate going out with uh, this song, uh, Kevin Windham, and then we're gonna take a commercial break. 
is Ryan Villapoto, ride from Monster Energy Kawasaki. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Beep. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support a sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX. When placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. If there's one item to be picky about, it's choosing the right helmet. I'm Andrew Short, and I choose the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. You too can wear the exact same helmet I wear, Trey Kennard wears, Jimmy Albertson wears, and many others. The F2 Carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety. Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable sweat-absorbing liner and generous eye port design to accommodate any goggle choice or just a few. And did I mention how super trick these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about Fly Helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. Get the personalized suspension set up with top-of-the-line components you have always wanted. Racetech is the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S custom series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself Gold Valve kits, or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. The choice of Rock River Yamaha, Rockwell Fire Police MX, RF Motorsports KTM, and the Motorsport JBR Spine Chillers Racing Arena Cross Team. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. MFAB has you covered. MFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, MFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. MFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All all NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a -a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Villapoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. 
You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Kyle Chisholm, Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need like zip-off, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand Goggles. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessey in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners 5% off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Michael Lisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, Kurt Caselli, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross-training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style. Construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. Merch Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at W www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. 
2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulp MX show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showing delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Shoei Hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Shoei's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local showy dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Essie demand Showy's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Showy, showy, showy. Sounds of GNR on the Pulp of Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com. I switched it up this week. JT. Sir. Did you know last week that I picked GNR? Um, I don't really listen to the show. So, no. You know that song is good, though. Did you know I went to MGM to see these guys? Yes. No. That wasn't GNR, it was a cover band. At times it was a really what, good quarterback. What are we going to see in March? Def Leppard? Are you going? Yeah. Leppard here. They play the whole Hysteria album. Yeah, I'm in. I might I, be my in favorite, too. One of my favorite albums of all time. Right. Pour some sugar yeah. on me, dude. No, I'm in. All right. Um, hey, do you want to put some kits on and go? Put some long bed. Pour some tight <laughs> leopard pants. Some sweatbands. Yeah. Let's put like it. a headband on. Thank like you, everybody, for listening. Print. Let's do it. Uh, oh, we have our next guest. Uh, okay, quick question before we get to our next guest. JT, does Kevin Windham come back? No. To race? Yes. Not more I mean, than a one-off. Okay. Not full-time or anything. Never. Never, Watson. Never. 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 I uh, know him very well. Hey, let's, let's ask Tits. What do you think? Let's ask Tits. Tits, what do you think? Never. <laughs> I know him very well as well. <laughs> so shocking we that you side with Kenny Watson on this. Uh, My guy. One. All right. Hey, let's get to our next guest. BTOsports.com, KTM. Ask him. Team manager, Forrest Butler. Forrest, what's up, man? What's going on, guys? Thank you for coming on the show. We had a surprise visit from one Kenny Watson. Very shocking. But uh, um, and JT, you know what Jason Thomas well. He's in studio. Um, what Does Kevin Windham come back, Forrest? 
no, I, I agree with what JT just said. Maybe a one-off here or there. You yeah, know? yeah, but he's done. But uh, I mean, if he's if he's elected and said he's done, you know, I I, I believe him. But man, right, right. you can't can't give anybody more credit than that guy. So no, um, like I say. absolutely not. Hey, uh, thanks for coming on the show. First of all, second of all, Matt Gurky. Who knew? He's good. I did. <laughs> we did. I guess. No, I mean, no. Listen, when you when you got him last year uh, from Germany, and he showed up with his sexy devil gear on a privateer Cowie, and then you picked him up to fill in. Um, that's all I thought he was was a fill in guy. But let me tell you what, he did really well for you this year, and this year I think he's even better. Yeah, he's definitely better this year. Um, I mean, you know me; I don't like to jump ahead of things. It's only round three, but our job this year is consistent top tens, and I believe he is a a solid top ten guy, but. It's a solid top ten field right now, you know. Right. So this weekend was just it was it was good for him, good for the team, and good for everybody to get it done at round three while mm-hmm. it's still fresh and early, and the field's fresh, you know. It was yep. solid. It was real, and um, you know, right here it's solid at round one too. He just he came from behind, and then that twelfth was kind of like Grant was eleventh, Wyndham was tenth. You know what I mean? It was yeah. it was all right there, and then at Phoenix he got taken out early, and that was the crappy one. But this weekend he was, and there it was good. He's good. We're happy. Yeah, he showed, he showed some real speed. There's no doubt about it. Um, and and you right now, Michael Byrne, your other rider, um, some might say your lead rider, uh, unfortunately, hurt uh, again to start the season. When do we think we'll see Burner back? Been riding, been riding a little bit for about two weeks, and then uh, see Wednesday this week will be first time riding Supercross, mm-hmm. and it really get going on it. So, right, it's, it's imagining stick. I don't know. You know, obviously, we're hoping by by East Coast that yeah. it'll be. East Coast or, or you know round by round basically yep. like it same as when I was on the show last time. Yeah, nothing's really changed. The bones are healed. <laughs> right. Healed. The injury's healed. It's a it's a muscle thing. You know, yeah. it's just muscle and him kind of dealing through the pain. So that's why it's a week by week thing. So seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. If you have a question for Forrest Butler, uh, early early lead uh, for team manager of the year right now. Early lead, <laughs> but it's still only three races in. You're way jumping again, way jumping again. <laughs> I'll vote for you if you vote for me. Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> uh, hey, Forrest, is Burner's uh, injury his, uh, his neck injury, or is it from his leg from Unadilla? No, the leg from Unadilla. His neck, neck's fine. That was all healed when yeah. he came back last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. That's why it's kind of the opposite. Last year it was waiting for the neck. You had the opposite situation. It was He was good to go. He wanted to get on a bike and ride every day. But every time you go to the doctor, you get the x-rays and – the bone mm-hmm. gap wasn't quite healed yet. You know, this is the opposite. This is like doctors saying, hit the leg with a sledgehammer, it's ready to go, other than the muscles just aren't strong enough. So yeah. kind of the opposite deal. Um, we we uh, we talked to you before the season, and obviously you got factory KTM help this year, and uh, your bikes are great and lots of support. But now I'm interested, one of the things I've written down for you, how has Roger, Ian, Rob Hendrickson, RG3, Layton, those guys – how have they been three races in with your team? I mean, is there a lot of interaction? What talk about that a little bit? A lot, yeah. It's it's great. I mean, it's one of those things where I just don't have anything bad to say because there's nothing bad to say. Um, it's funny. We're just uh, I still do my thing, just try and keep to myself at the races. But those guys are over there. I don't ever have to even go over to their truck if that makes any sense. You know what I mean? Because someone's always coming over to make sure everything's okay. But one name that, that's left off that is is Dudley Craman. He's uh, Dudley was hired to come in there and be basically handle our program on the engine side, and then Andrew Langston handles it along with Dudley in house. Okay. It's just everybody there. The the program's great. It's 
it's why we made the move, but it's everything that it could have been. And mm-hmm. like I said, for me, it's just uh, it's the pressure to go perform. So that's why it was nice to go get the monkey off the back and and get the top ten this week because they're putting in just as much work as we are. And the bikes, the bikes, great. I'd love uh, to say JT could sit there and tell you, but JT designed well, <laughs> the bike this year. Well, what I'm a he's there every weekend. I don't think it's a coincidence that you don't have Truman or JT, and now you're aligned with a factory. Like I can't help but think. That's sort of what you were missing. You know, factories looked at JT and Truman and were like, no. You no. understand I'm on your payroll now, right? <laughs> Dude, I'm just joking. God, you take it so serious. I have too. You're so serious. You're still serious. I've never been no. called serious before. <laughs> oh, God. And, and uh, um, let's, take, let's talk about this, something a little closer to my heart. I had a Bubba Burger this weekend in your pits. Listen, that's it. Man, I love that. Obviously, the race side is a big part of it, but uh... – our Bubba Burger program's killing it, isn't what it? Is Three this, rounds in what is this Bubba, Bubba Burger, Burger program? It's, it's awesome. What is this Bubba Burger program? Please explain. You came out at A1, and I had no idea that you had a Bubba Burger deal. Well, I told you, last time I came on, I you know talked about our new deal with, with Scott Witt, being a team partner now. Uh-huh. And I was pretty quiet in the offseason, but now that we've kind of kicked in, and I'm sure Kenny would agree, and JT and everybody, this offseason, for some reason, was just quiet. Everybody was quiet. And I think it's because the last couple of years, Everybody builds up so much stuff and so much hype, and then there's all the injuries. Mm-hmm. Personally, I think everybody was just scared to death and wanted to get to Anaheim 1 and <laughs> get through the race, you know? Right, right. So I was part of that, and I think our whole team was part of that, so we were a little more on the on the down low with the PRs and all that beforehand. But mm-hmm. once we hit Anaheim, it's it's uh, hit the ground running. And with Scott Witt, like I said, Witt is the one. He had um, bought the, basically brought the Bubba Burger thing on. and Yeah. Bubba Burger, their their frozen packaged hamburger patties, and a bunch of other stuff, and um, basically sold in Walmart's, Targets, everything like that from the East Coast to the West Coast. And um, our our idea this year is, you know, like with our BTO pit party, right. we do the cookout and all that kind of stuff, and basically let our fans interact with our team that way. So basically, the BTO pit party this year is is hosted by Bubba Burger, and then we also have Bubba Burger as a team sponsor. So. It's open for everybody to come by and, and try out the meats and have a burger and hang out with the team and do that kind of thing. And right. again, it's round three, and I already have half the industry lining up on the, yeah. by ten o'clock in the morning, wondering if there's bubble burgers being cooked yet. So, what, what's your catering been like, Watson? I, I, I've been coming by. I haven't seen Chipotle. I've seen what? What's it been? Uh, Chipotle and and, uh, and uh, Wahoos. Oh, you have Wahoos. Oh, copying J Bone. Okay, just check. yeah. Check J Bone. Yep. Copy so J Bone. for innovating. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it. Tits did. Tits, he's going to leave again. Way to contribute. You're, you're going to spook him, Tits. He's like the guy. He poked out of the ground hole. And you're going to spook him off again. Um, hey, and I would talk about that BTOsports.com VIP experience that your man, Jason Thomas, here is running, but I mean, it's sold out, JT, right? I yeah, mean, almost. There's a couple spots here and there, but right. pretty that, close. That thing's been successful. It, yeah, it's, it's been awesome. And, uh, JT wasn't there for round two because he was almost winning overseas. Oh, the red flag. Oh, the red flag. <laughs> so, so aside from that, no, the program's been kicked butt. And, and, yeah, the guys, everybody seems to be pumped. And having JT posted this this year is uh, a step up for everything. So, I, I don't know. Honestly, I was, uh, last couple times I've done the show, I've been a little more nervous to talk about everything that's going on. But now that we're the season's kicking and everything's going, I'm I'm excited. I'm happy. I mean, Just, uh Wanted you to come got, on to say what's up. You got like, Kirky. You got Bubba Burgers. You got this VIP experience. I mean, everything is rolling your way. Except for Michael Byrne, everything is rolling your way right now. 
I, it just it's three years with with Burn and Burn with us. You know, we haven't made Anaheim one yet, which kind of sucks. But uh, I feel your pain. I, I feel your pain. I got a guy just like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a good point. <laughs> I was just listening. The, the words, the thing that was about to roll off my tongue was Watson knows exactly what I'm saying right there. Well, we were talking but, to Watson earlier. I mean, look, his team is is stacked and has a great presence and has everything. They got a whole shot bike. But again, his bad luck. Uh, the the team is you know. They've followed them, injuries and a little bit of a tough luck. Well, so. you're, you're saying that about Hill, but we still have a guy out there that's, you know, 12th of no, the but points. You need to get tickle on that whole shot bike, by the way. Put him over there and get <laughs> some practice you, in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we need to do more than that. But. <laughs> hey, I, and I want to talk to you about that. I've never I – come. I don't know anything about that deal. Well, Just, we're not here to talk about me. We're no, here I know. to talk about, about Bubba Burgers. Uh, Bubba Burgers and, and uh, Forrest Butler. What about Les Smith? He's filling in for Burn, and great guy, great kid. Um, struggling a little bit though, huh? Yeah, you know, like same thing. Um, when when I met with Scott and then Scott and I decided to partner with the team, Scott was already committed to to helping Les, and it's one of the things that's great about the guy, you know. So off this thing last year, Les was going to be there and he was going to support Les, and we were going to help transport Les's bikes and some things. So leading up to Anaheim one, we were getting a couple weeks out, and I really wasn't. I didn't know if we were going to do the fill and rider or not for sure, mm-hmm. and then we decided to and. You know, to defend last, I, he's one of the hardest working kids I've ever, ever mm-hmm. met with, you know, or worked with. At the same time, he's being thrown straight into the 450 class. So we always, everybody always sees a star pop up in the lights class or a rookie kid in the lights class. But if you really think back, you know, I mean, there isn't, aside from from a, a Justin Barsha, you know, mm-hmm. kids don't just, privateers don't pop up in the 450 class and yeah. just run up front. So right. for the most part, he's been right there. He is right there. And then this week, you know, he qualified 15th. He was 15th fastest. But it's still, he just he needs a couple more races to just get that confidence and race experience of the 450 heat race, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's, it's coming, and uh, it's definitely coming with his hard work. And I think Steve's there. He just got to get that, that 450 confidence in the heat race to just calm down a little bit and be smooth. Right. And then it's going to happen. Then it's going to happen here soon. Does, so. does JT get a KTM at some point to have at the house or no. – to have in Boise. You've asked me this like 12 times. Did I? Yeah. On the record, here's though, a, for the public? I don't know about a, that. Okay. Here's the problem with that. JT is like, you know, Carson and mine's brother. Right. You know that? Yes. So the problem when you stop racing is you actually don't get motorcycles anymore. So <laughs> all, all this all this time that the JT's had stuff, my, my brother and I don't have anything. You're like, we'll go ride maybe two times in the fall. And borrow one of the guys who use practice bikes, you know, when we have it in transition to sell, and that's about it. So unfortunately, right. he gets to now be like, okay. be well, in well, I'm getting like I have some connections in Idaho that they want me to ride one of their bikes, okay. like local stuff. Right, so right, right. if I want a bike, I'm gonna do that. Uh, pers- chance ability, JT, that you fill in zero, zero, yeah, zero, yeah. done. Yeah, uh, same chance as Wyndham filling okay. in. Okay, all yeah. right. Uh, Forrest, <laughs> we we we, uh, we have some questions for you here. Uh, all the way from Australia. Uh, Tomo, what's up, man? Hey, guys. How you going? Oh, is this O'Rourke? <laughs> no, it's Tomo. Oh, what's up, Tomo? You sound like O'Rourke. No, 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 definitely not. <laughs> hey, um, just a, a quick question. Um, the, I remember watching an outdoor race years ago at Southwick, and I'm, I can't quite picture it, but was that, JT, and I want to know if it was, the mood in the pits, was that when all three of your riders into each other with the race cam on? <laughs> yeah, that was us. I don't remember that. At Southwick, it was, actually, it was actually four of them. What and happened? JT was one of them. <laughs> what happened? Uh, <laughs> I start. well, Summy started it, I, and then I started it for our team, and I just 
took everybody out on the whole team. <laughs> I don't remember that. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Like Skinner, Dehan. He's, he's spot on. It was Southwick, and I I don't know if it was 07 or 08. It was one of those. We had five guys in the 450 class in the main. They come over that little famous, like, uh, like the roller before the little F section. Yeah. And JT tags someone, and he's wearing the helmet cam. And right as he starts flipping off the top, Brian Johnson lands on him in cartwheels. Then Brandon, my brother, lands on him cartwheels. And then Sean Skinner lands on them in cartwheels. And all you see and is Dehan too. The Butler brother Hondas. Yeah, Dehan oh. finished it off. It was, it was, I got up, and it was just like a team meeting. Just spikes and Hondas scattered. I wish I would have remembered that. It sounds really funny. <laughs> it wasn't that funny. Forrest did not find no, it funny at all. it wasn't that funny. The Parks bill probably wasn't that funny either. It's like, orgy. Hey, um, another thing, um, I don't think Kyle Lewis is with Josh Grant anymore either. Um, oh. Also, I think Josh Grant, Josh Grant would be a great a great substitute for um, the things that Kate up does at the start of the Supercross because if anyone can start sideways and get crazy, it's definitely the bench here might choose you can't uh, you can't have a dude come out and do transfers cause, in the dark. Yeah, like, hey, K Dub's gone, but <coughs> you want to jump a hundred feet in the dark? Go for it. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. like that's his signature move. Right, right. Yeah. Oh yeah, but he Josh would get a pretty sideways. Well, yeah, we're not looking for somebody to whip it during opening ceremonies, though. Yeah, Tomo, come on. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I gotta go. I gotta uh, okay. get to work. So, uh, uh, thanks, Tomo. I did see Lewis this weekend there. Now, whether he was with Grant or not, I don't know. But I did see him, Kyle Lewis, this weekend. Two so. months. <laughs> Two months. <laughs> uh, I don't know what to do right here. I'm conflicted. Who do you got? Uh, Is it bad? Let him on. O'Rourke. Hello, Kenny. What's up? <laughs> it's a How new doing, Kenny. Buddy? It's a new Kenny. Good, man. I'm good. Thank you. Oh, excellent. It's good to hear your voice. Love this guy right here. Welcome addition back to the show. All right, O'Rourke, let's, hey, uh, let's not push it. Anyway, I've got to – got sorry? Let's not push it. Okay, okay. I've got a question for JT. Now, um, week to week last year, your job was, you know, motorcycle racing and, and being judged on your results and pressure every week. Let's hope not. What's more pressure? But, <laughs> well, what, well, I mean, that, that is for most riders is every, every week you go to work – there's a number, you know, every week there's a result and a number. Most people don't have that in their jobs, but do you find more pressure now, you know, being a regular sort of Joe worker or, or in the racing scene? Oh, uh, without a doubt, racing is way more pressure. I mean, with work now, there's expectations you need to do, you know, you have to work hard and do your job. But I, when I go into the office, when I'm in Idaho, I don't worry about if I'm going to end up in the hospital that day, you know, which is, it's well, just totally different. Yeah, it's, Unless you piss Terry off. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like, it's just a totally different mindset. Like, the stress <laughs> and pressure is so much less, and I wake up every day and, like, I'm actually, you know, at peace with what's going on, where racing is like, man, how is today going to go? I don't want to, you know. There was days when I didn't, at practice, I was like, man, I'm scared I'm going to get hurt today. You know, I, and, and that's not that much fun when you're at that point. So, Do you feel like, let me ask you this, Forrest, this question for you a little bit, too. You're such tight. You're so tight with JT, and JT, you, you and Forrest are our best friends. Did Forrest's maybe lack of pressure on you hurt or help you? You know what I mean. You guys are on such another level than a team manager and a rider. What do you think, Forrest? Like, did, were you not as hard on him because you know he's your buddy and like, how did that how that work? Good or bad? No, I mean I'd love to hear his 
JT's response, but to me, no, because he falls in a different category to all you guys, but then he felt like a, a brother to me. But mm-hmm. if you knew JT's relationship with us, it, that's how I would treat him in that situation. Okay. And I grew up with my brother's racing, so right. I'm the oldest brother, so no. I mean, it's kind of the opposite that I would not hold back on JT when you might on someone else. But oh, we knew okay. each other so well that yeah. I knew what would trigger him and what wouldn't. And then at the same time, I would know when it just wasn't happening that day. Right. So then I wouldn't drop the hammer on him because mm-hmm. I just knew where he was or would know him so well at that point that if he wasn't comfortable on a certain day, then it's just not going to happen. You know what I mean? Right. J- J- oh, I-, I felt like I got it more oh, okay. than any like right. ri- normal rider would. Right. But it's uh, it's different. It's yeah, like yeah. family. Right. You right. know what I mean? Like you see, you would say things to your close friends or family that you would never say someone to an employee. Oh, or so an I have it backwards. Yeah, I have it totally. actually backwards where – well, it's yeah. not like it was a mean thing. It's just more you're more direct and more to the point, and your emotion gets more involved. And you're just like, "Listen, dude, you need to get it together, or you suck today. What the f is the problem?" You know what I mean? You, which we would. I don't feel like he would say that to Burner or Gurky or Lass or whoever. But it's just a different relationship. Right, right. So you okay. just get away with that kind of stuff. All right. And I I yelled at Forrest in my you know right. same way. If I wasn't happy about stuff like we've had it out right. where I you know that's not a normal conversation okay. between that yeah you know. and frank and forrest had it out a few times too. no not no oh, i thought they did no, oh. that's different that's like employee you okay. know that's not the same right. at all all right thanks o'rourke all right guys have a good chat thank you thank you uh john what's up man you've been on hold for a while uh thank you for listening uh what's yeah. up uh my question is uh people on the internet complain about riders being boring on the podium mm-hmm. and do you think it's the interviewer or the rider that makes the uh interview boring because i after listening to your interviews on Papa Max, they're really good. So I'm just wondering what you think. I think it's the right. You're more yeah. knowledgeable. You know what I mean? Well, I'm so. super smart for sure. Like, I, I, I called Matt Tedder in the main event. I called Ryan Sipes having a breakout night. I'm, I'm super smart. <laughs> Matt Tedder yeah. qualified? Matt Tedder? No, did. T- uh, Terry Tedder. Or uh, the kid. Co- come on, dude. Dakota. If you're going to start claiming Dakota. shit, get, the, get it right. Dakota Tedder. Um, no, I think, it's the, I think it's the riders because Aaron will say – Take us through that. <laughs> of course, she says to everybody, take us through that win. And Blake Baggett will be like, yeah, I want to thank Thor and Kawasaki. And, I mean, he won't even – Barsha, he will not even acknowledge Dude, I question. cannot wait for the day when one of those dudes goes up on podium and starts making out with one of those chicks. If it's <laughs> this ain't Aaron, the 80s. This ain't the 80s, dude. be awesome, dude. Those guys are bitching. Bob Hanna would go, well, had you – I was just better than them tonight. Yeah, I, I mean, kicked their ass. What do you think, JT? Uh, I, I – I mean, you've been. Yeah. <sighs> I it's. I mean, they're reading off a pit board. Davalos was not even. He was reading off a pit board like sponsor per sponsor, and I, I, that's cheese ball. It, and he's not the only one. I'm not picking. It's got to be more it, personal. Come on, right? I, I just. I hate the robotic, and, and it's not their fault because they are told what they have to say. But oh, man, you've got to you've got to add some personality into it and find creative ways. Yeah. Forrest, what do you it. what do you think as uh, a yeah, team manager? I, I got to step in and out here, and I don't know if Kenny would agree, but you know, the problem is you wait for those. You see the opportunity. If you're a team like us, right, and you're going to get on the podium, you get your interview when you get it. You have you have all your it's your responsibility, your sponsors. I mean, that's the window. So yeah, you you have the riders drilled. I mean, at the end of the day, though, the whole course of the year, if there's ten minutes, they're going to get a personal interview time. Mm-hmm. You got to plug it. If they don't right. plug it, I mean, you literally lose a sponsor of the deal, and you're. It's kind of when Kenny just said the make out with the chick thing. It's that'd be awesome, but that right. was that was the '80s or when they did, and now 
our sports in the middle. You're trying yeah, if to you go back, big if, sponsors, yeah. and then Force you still want to have fun, so you get core, you get the core people like on the message boards and things that say it's boring, but then there's the team side, and if there's not the sponsors, you're not paying for it, you're not getting it. At the same time, for the main guys who are on it all the time, you know, Villapoto, Dungey, like those kind of people, they got a lot of time. So that's where I think it is more rider, and they, right. they should get more personal and things like that. But at the end of the day, if the speed, the whole entire airing of the whole show is one hour or two hours, right. and they only put ten guys on there, there's just not a lot of time to get it's personal. A, that's well, the problem. It's a good point because if you're if you're the owner of HRT Honda and your rider Jimmy Albertson is leading the LCQ, you don't get one mention, so you may as well do you know. Hey, you, you know what, well though? If you go back and, and look at interviews from the 80s and the 90s, Totally two different things. The 80s, they don't think – they might think Yamaha, but they but, don't go yeah, into it. No. Same with, like, interviews with Bradshaw and stuff. Those things aren't – No. There's some. Like, if you do Stanton, you know, all those other guys, Metasovich was pretty good. Yeah. But I, I still think guys have that – like, Wyndham was a good interview. You know, he, yeah. he wasn't yeah, a robot yeah. up right, there. Right, yeah. i got to get creative. Yeah, Creativity with how, how you can – okay, so say you have to get certain sponsors mentioned. Yeah. You can get creative with how you lead into those sponsors. Mm-hmm. And I think, honestly, the worst – the most um, – I don't know the right terminology for it, but the one that s- sticks out of me the most is the Kawasaki guys, like Pro Circuit. They have, like, 18 sponsors they have to read off, and it's just like this – run through and i'm just like like my ears are yeah. you know killing yeah. me at the end of it yeah. most of the guys they have a few but those um, man those ones are rough. hey john thank you for calling and you got a rider's perspective you got a team manager's perspective yeah, and you got perfect. a media guy's respect perspective yeah, appreciate so. it thank you all right thank you man thanks for holding so long yeah see ya. hey uh, why don't you ask Flor- uh, florist florist forest if he's seen me in the team manager's tower all year hey forest has, have you seen watson up there all year every race I've seen him more in the first three races than I think I've seen him in an entire season before. Oh, okay. So, yes, he's, hey. he's up there every week. Oh, wow, okay. There you All go. Right. All right. F you, dude. You yeah. know, one reason is because I know I have a guy that's going to try, and, they, and I'm not saying my guys haven't, but yeah. it's pretty hard to get motivated when you got fill-in guys out there and just get right, frustrated. Right. Um, Usually find me in the uh, Yeah, line. my sources were saying that Kenny wasn't going up there, but I'm going to have to double-check on my sources, clearly. Um, and your sources are usually spot-on, according <laughs> to you. Jab, jab. <laughs> jab, jab. Um, uh, all right. Hey, Forrest, thank you for coming on, man. The BTOsports.com KTM team. Uh, Matt Gerke, I think, has been riding excellent, and your program is stepped up, and the bug- Bubba Burgers are fantastic, and the BTO Sports VIP program is killing it. What's, what's I mean, yeah, everything's great. Yeah, that's it. Thanks for having me on, and uh, hopefully we got results to come on again. Yeah, <laughs> so. you'll always be on here. BTO's a big, big backer of, uh, of this show, so don't worry. <laughs> hey, Forrest, congratulations with your success, man. You guys are doing an awesome job. No, you guys too, and, and trust me, I feel where you're at. I mean, Brock's a great rider, and he was right there. Same, it's the same thing at, at Phoenix for us as with you with Anaheim one. Like he's right there, he's getting close to top ten. Bam, someone goes down in front of him, and he's down in his races ring. You know, so yeah, long season, but <clears throat> keep up the good yeah. work, buddy. All right, thanks for all right, you guys too. All right, all right thanks. See, guys. see you yeah. later. Uh, that has been BTOsports.com uh, KTM team manager Force Butler. Um, nice to hear his voice. Good guy. Good guy. Great guy. Um, we got to move this show along. We have a lot yeah. of shit to do. For Weston Pike still to come up. He's a nihilist. Did you hear? <laughs> I heard. Um, I'm sorry. What happened? The, oh, the sound drop. Uh, he's a nihilist. He believes in nothing. He believes in nothing, Lebowski. Nothing. <laughs> oh, then he goes to the other one. Yep. <laughs>
bad. He got he got paid tonight. He gets and paid and it's just the, downhill. Out, I'm out mentally, <laughs> physically, in any it's way like, possible. It's like paying a paying a carpenter when they show up before right. they do anything. It's so bad. Hey, you got any brat burger? Uh, brat burgers. Brat burgers. <laughs> you got any brat burgers downstairs? The show is going to hell right now. Thanks for taking the heat off me, Ken. Bra- yeah, no worries. Bra- I'm going to help you out. Brat burgers. <laughs> super healthy. You got, Bur- any bra- you got any brat bars downstairs? I Bubba do. bars. I do, yeah. Energy burgers. <laughs> it's brought to you by Bubba bars and brat burgers. Uh, hey, tweet a tit segment. Let's do it. Hey. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from ptosports.com. It's the Tweets at Tits Q&A segment where your twatted questions find answers. These are questions submitted by the fans to us, uh, to JT. We didn't know Watson was coming, so nothing to Watson. And to me, Thank uh, God. you got a ton of them, Tits, so we might not get to all of them. Right. You got, what, 800, 900? <laughs> at least. Um, you picked the best ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's ha- let's have at it. These are brought to you by BTOsports.com. All right. Um, Jason Rambo wants to know, in your guys' opinion, with the way Reed's season has gone thus far, over. will he retire, I guess, next year or at the end of this year? Will he be back next year? Oh, Jesus, after the track walk with the hood up, I thought we might be seeing another Wyndham. Um, no, we had him on the show. We asked him. I know, but what do you say? Things can change. I think he said he wanted to go, keep going. Yeah. What do you think, JT? You're, you're uh, buddy. I yeah. I think we went over this, but um, I think it depending on how this year goes. For sure, your, this year. Get your answer. And probably next year, and then that's it. Would you say? Depending on how this year goes. But even if it goes great, if this year went terrible, it could be over. Yes, but if it goes, if this if year, this goes, year great, goes great, he's definitely racing. Next yes, year. but then that's it. Probably. 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 Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think ideal situation: the end of fourteen, it's right. done. Okay. That's All just right. my guessing. I don't yeah, know yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Speculation. Spec- his favorite. Yeah, speculating. Yeah. Jab, jab. Corey Mosier wants oh, God. to know, oh, God. <laughs> do any riders actually get flu shots? Because it seems like way too many of them hey, are getting sick. Seriously, did you see how many guys were sick this weekend? Weimer told me he was sick. Grant didn't ride all week. Jimmy was – Albertson was sick the first week. Uh, help me out here. How do you think Kyle Lewis felt about Grant not riding all week? I don't know. 100? 100 had the flu, didn't, didn't mm-hmm. race, qualified, didn't race. Um, I don't know if they got flu shots. Corey Moser, not a doctor, and not dishing up flu shots. Okay. Jason, do you know of any of them? Some people don't like immunizations. Do you know if there's anybody out there that's is that like Mormons? that? Or is, it... is that Mormons or no. regular people? Well, maybe Mormons okay. as well. But you and your writers, are, are uh, they, you know, I, I haven't heard about I anybody. I, I have never had a flu shot. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, that's... You have to, you, I don't decision? think it's. I don't think it's a. You know, I've never heard of people like it's a planned thing every year. They're getting flu shots as part of their training program. So I subscribe to the Adam it's probably Carolla very random theory. who did and who mm-hmm. did on sickness. I subscribe to the Adam Carolla theory uh-huh. on sickness. So as do I. Yes, I heard that uh, when you're on EPO, um, oh, Jesus. The, the sickness <laughs> comes. Where a lot. is this going to go? Your body cannot <laughs> fight off that. Your your immune system is super oh, low. Yeah. And your That's body can't great. fight it off. And you won't even be here next week to apologize. So Hanny's taking EPO? I think okay. that's THC. Do you feel Hanny's? Did you that's see Hanny's take up? Did you see <laughs> Hanny's take up? does the same thing. Which one? Yeah, and the LCQ uh, last lap, last turn of no, Alex Ray. I, I never saw it. Okay. So you don't know if it was justified, the fine, and, and all no. that. Okay. Uh, next question. All right. Milan. You remember Milan, our Australian yeah. friend? Uh, who, who cannot? Hot, hot wife or hot girlfriend. Wife, yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, he wants to know. 
what your tweets were about with the whole contract thing and uh, uh, has anything to do with Kyle Chisholm now being on? Are you butthurt over that? Are you mad at him? Are you cool with him? I will say this, Watson. I learned a valuable lesson that you taught me on this show many times about agents. You're not a fan of them. You've spoken about agents being he a He was little... an agent. He was? Kind of. Never. What? Kind of. You were helping dudes with Look, deals. this is what happened. With who? Ivan. With what? I don't know. Back in the day. I remember this. When you were Utopia. No, I was never. He had Scott Taylor the whole time. I've never been his agent. I've helped him. Here's, here, 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 got those, an agent. Those tweets, were, those tweets <laughs> were about Kyle Chisholm. Uh-huh. And and the because the fact was he's a he's a he's what a th- that would be a dog coming shortly uh-huh. up. He's a three year X brand guy. He was agreed to wear the middle of December. Mm-hmm. Um, I got him a contract at Anaheim one. I did not stand over him and get him to sign it. Mm-hmm. So he did not sign the contract for 2013. Mm-hmm. He got another offer. His agent got another offer that was almost double what we were going to pay him. Mm-hmm. And legally, they were fully within their rights to leave for the other goggle company i know we had a deal and rich knows he had a deal and all that and, but i've learned my lesson you must get contracts signed yeah you must That's, but that you is know the what deal. contracts don't mean anything but i i think if we had signed a contract you'd be wearing x brands hey you know what though um i mean i'm gonna sue him we're gonna sue him if he broke contract would you have sued him no then i don't think matter. so but let me ask you he a wasn't question. gonna break it he wasn't hey, gonna break it let me ask you a question yep. you respect kyle chisholm you expect yes, we're you still would... friends. I'm butthurt, okay. though. I am butthurt. Why? Do if you, you own... want to? If you want to cue the sobbing music, go ahead. X brand. If X-Brand. I had sobbing music, oh, oh, you got no, 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 you got no, rid sorry, of it because of him. No, no, no. Let me ask Wait, you a question. <laughs> Quiet, don't say it. You do. Not... Rich is the owner of X brand. Rich Taylor. Okay. You work for the company. You don't have stocks. You don't have shares. It could go away tomorrow. Why burn a bridge with a relationship or even be mad about it? It could go for full circle, and he could come back again. You, you have to support what's right for him, and not be mad or butthurt, because he. You can't. You can't control my feelings. I'm mad and butthurt. I, I, I just don't. Under, I never understood, like in this industry, when someone works for a company and someone decides to go somewhere else, that they get mad. Well, it, I mean, it, it Kyle make, and I were friends, and we still are. That's fine. And I just feel like your word is your word, and you're. You know, we all knew we had a deal, and he's a. Like, there's three ads coming out with him, Ooh. and I want X-Brand to do well. You know, Rich Taylor's a good guy. He's a great guy. But if, if back in Rich Taylor's day, if, some, if he was in that predicament, I guarantee you damn well he would go with that extra money. We should call him. But we you could, could call him. I don't think he would. I guarantee you. Okay. All I need, all, so Ask JT. The, the, so Ask JT what he would do. Just to rub in extra, though, on mm-hmm. this, when I tweeted that, mm-hmm. I saw tweets from Transworld and mm-hmm. from Von Zipper and from Kyle himself. Mm-hmm. Thanks for the goggles. Working great. Ex- Von Zipper, w- Von which Zipper, is just right. like, yeah, like, yeah. like, let's say, Salt you know, let's say Pookie, let's say Pookie leaves me mm-hmm. for Watson. Okay. Let's make it more realistic for Adam Cincerello. She leaves me for Watson and I super butthurt and it really hurts. The next day, Pookie tweets a photo from Cabo with her and Watson, you know, porking. <laughs> or arm and arm on the beach, like it's extra little. Uh, I'm hurt, oh, man. and then an twisting extra the knife. a twisting of the knife mm, yeah, of yeah. the tweet of Pookie and Watson from Cabo. So I'm hurt, I'm angry, and I lash out. I my lashed out. my only issue with the whole thing. All was... I'm saying is get get contract signed. That's all. Mm. We they were right to leave. They could leave. No worries. In the future, I will make sure contracts are signed. 
My only issue was how it was handled. They didn't come to you and say, hey, we got this offer. No. You want to match it? It was just kind of like, we're out. You know what I mean? Do they ask you to do they ask? And that's that's hearsay from you. I, yeah, I, no, no, I wasn't no. listening to Jimmy, the conversation. Jimmy Button, so. his agent called me, and again, I like Jimmy. We're still friends. I'm Button. Absolutely. Up. I'm just that's uh, all my that's Jim, my only Jimmy's issue. Jimmy's words it. to me were, "Hey, Chiz is out." That was his words to me. Okay, I'm just saying right, that's right. I, Kyle, if it were me, and I had to, I was to be fair to Kyle. We spoke on the phone. Kyle said, "Do you think you can come up in your offer?" I'm and and so all that. So um, you know. That's all. I'm I'm butthurt. I'm sad. I I mean, if you want to cue this song, I can you, understand your piss, but you're uh, no, no. I mean, I'll get you're, over it. You're whining a little bit, okay? But what are you gonna do? I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm. I admit, I'm still friends with Kyle. Yeah. and Brittany. And, At some and point, like you've made your your point made. Right. I think everybody that's that is in on the situation knows how you feel. Right. Well, yeah, yeah, you gotta let it go. No, Whatever. no, no. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. No, Whatever. and and I'm not gonna write talk shit on Kyle. I'm not going to talk shit on Kyle in the um, in the uh, in the press about it, or you know, look at him and be like, ah, I hope he breaks his neck, a la your tweet. To, fair. To, to, that's, that I, that's fair. I would never do that. Um, so uh, I mark mark my words. He will be back in X Brand within two years because Von Zipper is one of those companies that comes and goes, and I just. I'm going to. They don't have the goggle. Isn't that great? First of all, second of all, they don't have the support there at the track. Yeah, I don't know if they do. Or, no, they do. Yeah, Dano. Dano is Von Zipper. I wonder if his support will go down. He's going to be an emotional wreck, Dano, with K Dub out. <laughs> Tears. Yes. I may have had dog hair in. The, in when K Dub was on, like right. when he was talking on the microphone in opening ceremonies. Dano was standing back, but he was in the camera, and he was just, like, shaking his head like no. <laughs> his whole world had just ended. Did you see? Uh, yeah, awesome. I noticed that, too. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, from now on, and, and Watson, you were a goggle guy. Yeah. Dude, get how the does guy, that get feel? The guy. You, got, you got worked by Dano, dude. <laughs> How did that that would even make it mo- that would even make it worse for me Scooped. to know I lost somebody wow. to Dano. It would be like, uh, dude, I lost a job you know, to Dano. You know, it would be like. How do you think me? I feel? It would I lost like, a job to Dano. Dano like, got hired over me at really? DBS. Oh yeah, oh, it wasn't that. even the money. It was just the, the no. Support. It was the thing. It was the support. It would be like Dirt Shark coming on a Monday nights for the show. Oh god, <laughs> it'd be that. I lost my show and I lost it to Dirt Shark. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, that's yeah. I, I feel your pain. So there, bud. I feel your pain. Yeah, I mean, I just you know now I'm just gonna have to say, here's your contract, Ryder. It all makes sense now. Here is a pen. Sign it now. You sign this and fucking blood. contract yes. right now. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Hey, can I tell you so, a little little crazy story? Uh, hold on a second. Hold on. Look who's on the phone. Kyle Chisholm. What's up? What's up? How's it going? I'm just listening to you guys bash on me. Shit's about to get no, real. No, we're not bashing. Hey, Chiz, I had your back. I had your back. You did not. I heard you. I heard you, Kenny. I had, yeah, yeah, I had his that. back. I said he had to go for what was best for him. He had to get his money. That's what I said. <laughs> uh, maybe I know. Did, yeah. Uh, no, listen, we're friends. We're, we're friends. I'm butthurt though. I'm, Mathis, I'm really sad. Mathis is mad at me. Mathis, don't don't let Mathis fool you guys. He he hates me now. Oh, he's pissed. No, I do not hate you. I do not hate he's you. I mad. said we are buddies. I saw his tweets on Saturday. Yes, you're, you're getting in my head at the race. Um, give me a break. <laughs> Your tweets were like the knife twisting in the back. Like like just <laughs> just one more. Hey, thanks for the goggles, guys. Working great. You should have put your X brands in a pile of poo and then tweeted that after. <laughs> in my, Just shit like, on my ex friends. <laughs> I know. I can see why you'd be mad about that, but at the same time, that deal was 
done finally at that point. So, like, I have to promote. If I wasn't promoting them, I would be promoting X brand. Uh, you could have waited like, a I'm week. Promoting... <laughs> <laughs> couldn't, couldn't have been a buffer. Hey. Couldn't have been a buffer week. And yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> Wait, let me just tell my side a little Please, bit. Please, the, the so, floor is yours. I, you got to say your part a little bit, and I listen to it because I'm listening. I'm a I'm a true fan of the show. To be fair, it is Matheson's show. Wait, yeah, what is that? Exactly. he said you got to say your side. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah so I get my side. Well, <laughs> anyway, so as like you said, I was I've been an experience for the last three years. I love the goggles. I still love the goggles. I think they're they're great goggles. I was in them the first two years. It wasn't like for at least for I know you guys know, but at least for all the fans listening. I wasn't technically contracted to X brand the first two years I wore them. It was a team deal, you know, at Moto Concepts. Yes. So, like, I had to wear them whether I wanted to or not. But because I liked them so much from the first two years I was there, last year in 2012, I had the option of doing my own deals, and I chose to stick stick with X brand because, like I said, I liked them. You know, I, I like having Mathis around, the whole whole deal, you know. So going into this year, me and Mathis talked back in, you know, the beginning of December. Um, agreed on, you know, over the phone, verbally agreed on stuff. And then we got to after Christmas, and I still didn't have a contract. So we were a week a week out of the first race. Whose fault was I that? Called. Was that X-Brand's fault or your fault? Oh, okay, it, was, well, it was X-Brand's fault. Jimmy, Perfect. Yeah, Jimmy okay. Button is my agent. Ooh. And so I, I, contacted, I contacted him after, you know, after Christmas. So we're like a week, week and a half out from Anaheim. And I'm like, hey, did we ever get the contract? Because I hadn't signed it yet. I'm assuming we didn't get it. And he said, no, we haven't got it. So I just texted Mathis and I'm like, hey, what's the deal? You know, I didn't get the contract yet. He says, I don't know. Let me check with Rich. So being that we were a week from the first race, and I, you know, I knew we agreed on stuff and I was pumped to stay with, you know, stay with the company and everything. I kind of thought it would be a smart move on my move to not, you know, be kind of left out and be kind of screwed and have no deal or, you know, something like that happened. So uh, Von Zipper came up with an offer. Um, like you said, it was for a little bit more money, this and that, but I still wore the X-Rams the first two weeks because I was, wanted to stay in them. I did give you guys option. I didn't even ask you to match it, but just maybe meet in the middle and I would stay even for less money. It wasn't able to, and I have to look at it as a business for myself, and that's kind of how it happened. So Let me, let me ask you a question. Von, me... Zipper, Von Zipper would have never came into the picture had I got the contract a month before, like, like we agreed upon. Let me ask you a question. Watson, I wish Watson yeah. didn't come here tonight. I wish let me Watson ask, stayed away. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> Who? You are happy. Yeah. Oh. Chiz, you are happy with X-Brand, correct? Yes. Why, if you had a deal, even if your contract was not signed, why was your agent still shopping you when he knew that you had a deal? Did Boom. you Did you tell Boom. him? Hey, you know what? I don't. I haven't signed my contract yet. Is there something out there where I can make more money? Because I understand your situation where you're at, and that that could uh, have a lot to do with it too. Well, honestly, my phone kept breaking up a little bit, so I caught some of it. But actually, oh, your phone's still breaking up. I guess Von Zipper. Yeah, uh, yeah, it looks like Daniel got a hold of your phone. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Chiz. Call back. I'm just joking. Call back if you can. Um, but that was a valid point, correct? Well, I mean, that's just it. I mean, I mean you guys I mean, had an agreement. And... Button told me on the phone, hey, I never actually heard, so I'm still doing my job shopping. And I, and I said, hold on, I think he's back. Tiz, you back? I'm going back. You back? Hey. Okay. Yeah, what's up? Um, uh, Sorry. Kenny, I heard, what, your I, question? 
No, what, what I was asking, if you were happy, and did, yeah. you th- did you think after the first Anaheim or the second Anaheim that you were a, an ex-brand athlete and your deal was done? Or did Button just hit you well, up and go, hey, dude, did, what's the deal with uh, X-brand? Did you sign that deal because this, something else crossed my table? Well, here's the thing. Like, I, yes, I was happy with everything. I wouldn't have you know, ever agreed on anything to begin with if I wasn't. But we were literally like almost a month had gone by from when we agreed on it, and they, we still never got one. And when I asked Mathis and he wasn't sure what was up and, like, I hadn't got one, I'm thinking, you know, what, like, what's, like what's going on? And that kind of, you know, made me maybe a little bit worried a little bit that we are a week from the race and I didn't have anything. So Boom. I didn't get anything until after Anaheim. You got won. it. Yes, you got it at Anaheim. I will not dispute at that. It, yeah. Yes, we were, we were late on the contract. I, I thought Rich had sent it. Rich thought that – Maybe I had gotten it to Jimmy. I absolutely agree. Yes. Yeah. So that's kind of what it came down to was the fact that, you know, like I said, I was happy. I wanted to plan on staying. I wore him at the first two races. And it, whatever was going on, and like in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, what if something falls through or it doesn't happen? So have a backup plan. And then in which case, even though the backup plan was more money, I still was going to stay for, you know, no less. You, know? you 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 had your worst race of the weekend this this weekend. By the way, just 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 <laughs> pointing that yeah, out. Yeah. Just pointing that out for the fans. <laughs> the worst race of three races for Chiz was this weekend. Without, without wait, I got I had the best heat race. I had the best start. Well, I'm just saying. Uh, hey, what happened at that start, <laughs> dude? With your buddy, what happened? Let me ask you a question. This is a good one what? for you. Are we over the goggle stuff? Can we? Yeah, we're over the goggle stuff. What happened? Yeah, I'm over it too. Right. What happened? In I'm that... still butthurt. I'm butthurt. I'm your friends. I'm friends with you. I'm, friends well, with you. I'm, I'm upset. <laughs> let me just make it. Let me get I'm the record straight. I still love X Brand. I think they're awesome <laughs> goggles. I love them, and I love the Von Zipper ones I have now too. I love you, Mathis. I, I love I, the show. I, I, Are you a DVS athlete too now? I'm a what? Are you? A, do you get free DVSs now too? I'm working on that one. We're trying to work that out. Yeah, so that's what the whole case. Maybe is. it's like a two for one. Maybe it's a two for one. I got a two for. Hey, let me ask you a question. <laughs> You were behind uh, Brock when him and when him and Leslie came together a little bit. He he kind yeah. of uh, bumped him a little bit, and then maybe you guys gave him the old one too. Because soon as you <laughs> soon as Brock hit him, dude, you he he wasn't even standing up yet. You gave him one, and then you gave him a little look back. Is there something going on there? I I didn't know. I was just like, whoa, both those guys got him. Uh, maybe I don't know. Brock Brock got him a good shot there. You know. Me and Brock were like side by side, going into the uh, the turn before the whoops, and Brock gave him a nice little love tap, and then I gave him one in the next turn. Oh, and what goggles and, does Alessi uh, wear? What goggles does Alessi oh, wear? Oh, it's all coming oh, out now. That's a big conspiracy. That's what it was. Yep. Yeah, hey, it's, it was a Ricky Bobby uh, shake and bake. Call it? Shake nice and bake. X brand. See if you can shot. see this. Shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, and also too, good luck having your goggles prepped by a man who's probably an emotional wreck every weekend. So, congratulations. Good luck with that. <laughs> I'm I'm, wait, I'm going to miss some of the dog hair, though. That hurts. It Whoa. is a bonus. That hurts. Low blow. Um, no, listen. Hey, I'm just kidding. More power to you. You got more money. Racing careers are short. And free shoes, bro. And free shoes. <laughs> and uh, Can't be mad at a man. And, uh, <laughs> free um, shoes are cool. Just please, everyone listening, please get the contract signed. That's how I have to say. Yes, I agree. Like I said, if okay. there was one, it would have never brought, brought into the picture. Right. Just please, please. Everyone sign your deeds ASAP. Break them up. <laughs> now, listen, okay, and and, and then also too, um, like I said, uh, we're still friends, but I, I'm I'm hurt. 
I'm crushed. I will get over I'm it. I'm sorry. I will get over it. I'm here for you, Mathis. I'm I will get over you. it. Apparently not. Do you still get to choose his music <laughs> if he ever makes it in the top ten? <sighs> yes, Mathis can still take the music. I'm a little right. less butthurt. I'm a little better now. I'm a little better. Can he still I, sleep I'll on your couch? I, I will admit I, I that. Can he still sleep on your couch? On no, they, got, they gave me a bed when I was there. Can you still sleep at your house when he goes to Florida? Yeah, so you can still come to the house. See, uh, that I'm other... good, obviously. I mean. Right. All right. That's oh, awesome. Brittany's mad. I heard no. in the background. Brittany's pissed. Yeah. Brittany's probably stoked she's because x Brand doesn't make sunglasses. She is still, she's mad that <laughs> A, Mathis has been talking shit, and he voted for Obama. Okay, Let's I, be honest. I didn't vote. Hang on, Brittany, wants, Brittany wants to talk for a minute. Yeah, I can't it. vote. I'm Canadian. Y'all. That's hey. a good thing. Hey. Okay. I was not mad. I'm not mad. I love you, Matt. You just said I you're mad. Cookie, but <laughs> I heard you listen, in the background. I'm, okay, I am mad, but I'm not mad. Listen to what? We have a waffle. I wasn't <laughs> mad, and I wasn't happy to get sunglasses, so whoever said that needs to shut it. But anyway, Watson, I love you. I'm just kidding. You don't have to shut it. But listen, no, she's she all over the place. <laughs> That was tits. tits. I was shut fine, it. and then Mathis tweets me, and I mean, no, not no, tweets me, texts me, and he says, "All right." I said, "Mathis, come over and talk to me because I'm tired of your tweeting shit." All right, so, sorry. Can I cuss? I'm sorry. Yeah, you can. I come over, talk to me. Let's talk about this because I still want to be friends. So he says, "Oh, but this is what it's like. It's like if Kyle divorced you." He said, "Divorced." If Kyle divorced you, then he started dating your friend Sarah. Now Mathis knows that my friend Sarah from like my best friend in the world, right, like forever. Right, right. Started dating Sarah, then took her to Cabo and was tweeting pictures about how awesome she was and how much he loved her. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. I said, Mathis, there's dying kids in Africa. This is goggles. Goggles. Okay. Well, I mean, so, no, I mean, that's exactly right. Hey, uh, Sarah, great job on the sack. Um, love, <laughs> that night of passion was incredible. Hashtag Cabo. You wouldn't be a little bitter, dude. Steve, I would be pissed, dude. You do but... not own the fucking goggle company. Get over it, bro. Rich Taylor is not That's this upset. What, okay, <laughs> he might I not be. He might not. Be. Dude, I mean, it's your fault. You didn't get him the contract. It's not my fault. It's your no, fault. No, it's Rich's fault. It's Rich's fault. Okay, then don't okay. be mad at him. Be mad at Rich. Don't be mad at Chiz. Thank He's you, doing Austin. what's best for his family. Now I'm mad at Rich. I blame there Ben Laden. Right? I blame Bin Laden. Right. <laughs> I blame the fiscal cliff. Hey, I said to Chiz, I said, why is Mathis so mad? Does he own X brand? Doesn't someone else own it? He goes, yes, yeah, someone else own it. I'm like, is he going to get a pay cut that you didn't stay with him? This and is... they're like, he's like, probably not. Then why is he so mad? Fuck no, he has less work to do. I'd be pumped I'll, if I was him. You would be, Watson. <laughs> You'd be like, yes, four less goggles. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Uh, this is what you get when you hire me. You get the passion. You get the passion. He's emotionally invested. Thank you. Thank anyway, you. Anyway, well, which, which I'm so glad you cannot relate because you're not emotionally invested. Right, right. No, uh, yeah, I'm still butthurt. I will not tweet anymore about contracts and signing them. Thank you. Um, but Thank you. Um, just I mean, cheers. really, you said an X of their blood or a lock of their hair. You are a drama queen, Matt. No, well, you just gotta get you gotta get something um, on the contract, something, anything to indicate the rider has agreed to terms. That's all. <laughs> And uh, so you can be sure to you, you can be sure that I ran around to all the guys that have contracts and got signatures. Reminded them they signed them. Yes, I know you signed Lock with me, but in. I want to let you know that you signed. <laughs> you signed. <laughs> Mathis, okay. would you like to take this opportunity to tell all of the listeners who's going to come on February 11th? <laughs> no, no. Or did you cancel my flight? Did you cancel my flight? <laughs> No, no, I did not cancel your it's flight. Not you're not late. you're not supposed to break that news though yet. That's going to be a big deal. Brittany Chisholm is coming okay, in for a show though. Brittany Chisholm I is know, coming up for a show. 
if things okay, work out. Okay, but I know my flight is on Southwest, so you can get your money fully refunded. Oh, you so can? I figured you probably canceled it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I did not know that. No, <laughs> there has been no talk of canceling the flight or canceling the show. Okay. I'm will coming, that, will so. that segment be presented by Von Zipper? It's going to not be presented. All right. Uh, we got to run. We really do got to run. Um, thank you, hey, though. Hey, hey. Thanks, Brittany. So all is well from both of the Chisholms. Nope. We love you. We love x yep. We love the dog hair. We love yep. Watson, JT, Pookie. All right. Talk to you later. <laughs> See ya. All right. Notice she didn't say tits. I did notice that. Um, she loves tits. She talked about it with Jenna Hayes. Yeah, good point. She yeah. loves tits. Um, so, okay. I mean... That call was fine. I'm all good. I'm still upset, though. I'll get over it. The wound is not healed. No, not at all. Let's be honest. Yeah, it doesn't take – it doesn't just heal. Yeah. Yeah. It takes time. Um, especially because uh, – yeah. All right. Let's go. We got We got it. We got it. We'll get going. All right. Um, Jason, a.k.a. Fenderslap, wants to know how Barsh is doing. Did you see the whole aftermath of his crash? Dude. Did you see that? What did he do as a rider there, JT? I think he spun. Can't you jump a triple in first or second or anything? I mean, uh, like, with that kind of run? I mean. Yeah, but it was slippery. coming. I was sitting right behind that thing. Yeah. And I haven't watched it really closely enough to see exactly what he did. But he either – I don't think he missed a gear because the way his bike was positioned in the air, he would have endowed, you know? Right. He would have uh, ran out. Right. But I think he just spun and then was kind of like in he's between. He's probably in second, huh? Like at, Well, that for turn. sure he's in second. But I think he spun and then was kind of like in between, like, oh, I'm not going to make it. I'm trying to back out of it. Because he didn't have enough yeah. speed, and then just. But I don't understand how you can't. You, yeah, you spin. So, so yeah. There it you was go. slippery there. Right. Like it was so icy. The whole track was uh, broken nose. Uh, some stitches above his eye. I mean, he will. He'll race this weekend, right? Broken nose. I would think like, so. I mean, I mean he, he was tweeting. He's okay. Oh, was he? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Hey, Bordy, you there? Yeah, I'm here. What's up, man? What's your? Uh, how are you guys doing tonight? We're good, man. Thanks. Hey, I was just going to tell you to say, okay, you know, X-Brand still has my son. You know, he's a 50 rider, so that's pretty important. Yeah, suck it, um, suck it Chiz. Yeah, so exactly, suck it. Um, no, Chiz and his old lady are good people, good Americans, you know. Um, actually, why I was really calling in is because I was just super stoked to hear Watson's voice tonight. And, uh, you know, I had a chance to talk to him at A2 the other night, and, uh, you know, that guy's bitching. I could see that he... Definitely had a yearning for being back on the show. You know, he had a little bit of a tearjerker with me. And uh, <laughs> so I, I'm just really stoked to hear his Love voice. You know, I hope here. he can stop in. Right. I hope he can stop in and talk once in a while. Um, I don't know if you remember me, Watson, but we, we had a, ch- a chat for a moment there. That was, yeah, I remember. That, yeah, that was you, and then right when I walked away, some other guy was cussing at me for quitting the show. Yeah, nice. Um, um. Well... Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for coming by, and uh, yeah, we'll check in once in a while. Thanks, Bordy. And and how about uh, how about your boy Aaron uh, Orange Eric? That guy's sick. I love that guy. Sorry, I got all um, you know. I'm kind of squirrel moment on you. I, I bolted on you because Orange Eric was there, but that guy's sick too. So anyhow, right. props. All Good right, to hear buddy. from you. I don't know what he's talking about, Orange Eric. Let's go. Next question. All right, uh, this question's for Jason. It's from Neil Stores. He wants to know with the Air Forks now. Will that change the way they design the frames? Like, is it change the whole characteristics of the entire bike, or could they swap, like, just the the forks in and out? Or do you know on that on which bike all of them with the air? Well, forks? he doesn't say, so take your pick. Um, you're, so basically, you're just asking me if the air fork changes the the, the entire handling of the bike, or uh, could you could you swap them in and out? Yeah, I mean, you could, but they're definitely from from what I've heard and what I've felt, they they react differently. So. Um, I, I think it does change quite a bit, and 
from from the things I've heard, um, I don't know if you have to ride differently, but I think setting-wise, it's quite a bit different. They react differently. So whether that's better or worse, I think, is kind of an opinion thing. And right. the factories are moving towards that regardless, so they, they might as well get used to it. Pick your two best that you have left, and we'll get to, we'll get oh, to more dear. other ones. Can you give me one second while I sort through these? There's, a, there's like 700 more here that I need to go through. If i got to choose my two best, then uh, I'll need a second, if that's okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> you just sit there and watch me. Oh dear. Um, all right, fine. Um, Clinton, Clinton. He can, hey, he could. If I ever have a heart attack and die, which is very possible, give him my weight. And let's say we have no co-host. I think the show's done if you die. Does just he, for the record, but but like there will be no show. No, Monday. but what happens in the aftermath <laughs> when he has to carry it? There, that's what I'm saying. There will be no show. So it's a. It's you a think you just point. hear rustling in the voices and him trying to give me CPR? Is that what happened? Like, or does he try to like carry on the show? I'll, I'll, I'll just let you stay in your seat, and I'll just, I'll, I'll, right. I'll pick it up, and I'll go from there. All right, let's go. I think I, I pray to God there's no roundtable the next week. That's that's <laughs> all I can hope for. Please, Jesus, uh, anything but another right, roundtable. Right. No, that hurts. Um, Clinton McNally uh, wants to know what problems Wyndham had that. He apologized to DeCosta for you remember in that dealio? Yeah, yeah. Um, Do you can you elaborate on that? Do you know? Uh, yeah, JT, you, you, yeah. DeCosta was apologizing to who? No, no, no Wyndham, Wyndham apologized, apologized to oh, oh, about I, how about his season at Suzuki. I asked DeCosta yeah, yeah, yeah. on the thing. I said, right, uh, right. "Hey, he said actually he came up to me a few weeks ago and apologized yeah. for when he wrote for well, me." Well, I think coming off his Honda, Wyndham was really good. Yeah, and DeCosta. Back in those days, they spent a lot of money to hire riders. I, I've heard numbers thrown around. It was high. What do you think he was getting for a base salary? From Suzuki? Yeah. I think it was 800 then. Yeah. But I think Tortelli was a million. So it was a lot of money. Yeah. Like Suzuki made a big commitment to him, and they were expected to get something out of it. Mm-hmm. And I, I think at that time, Kevin – I don't want to say he wasn't taking it seriously, but he wasn't in a, the ideal place in his life and career. Um, and I think he just felt like he let Suzuki down, which I understand. He he didn't fulfill fulfill expectations, and that was completely on him. So it's it's kind of crazy though that he went to Roger two weeks well, or three weeks ago. And yeah, apologized. it's kind of like, like like we were talking about with football or riders or whoever that's just stealing money. You know what I mean? Like you're getting paid crazy amounts of money and not putting any effort in. It's you know I'm sure he, that didn't sit real well. I remember with him. Suzuki days in the pits being a mechanic. Then it was like. This dude is partying. Like, did you see him last night? You mm. know what I mean? Yeah, I did. Did you hear about this? Did you hear about that? Like, mm. so many stories were like about Wyndham just kind of giving up and losing his way. And he would get good starts, I remember, and then just fade back. And he would get, right? He would get starts and fade back. Well, yeah, when it was just, I mean, you, you, everybody think in the pits was just like, we knew what was going on. Yeah. He was like, you yeah. knew, they heard the stories, but you're just like, what is he doing out right, there? Right, right. You know, like, it's Didn't he have the most good. ridiculous watch back then? I think it was everything. It was this whole deal, like, like partying and blowing money. Like I heard he was just buying crazy, like a hundred fifty thousand dollar watch. Yeah, like just he showed up at a riders meeting with a watch that was blinding everybody. Yeah, like was... and, and nobody <laughs> nobody should tell a rider how to spend their money. Right. But I'm sure he regrets doing right. a lot of the things. Well, he Chiz did. has more to spend now. So. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Hookers yeah. and blow, bro. All right. All right. Last one. Um, Matt Andre. This is another question for you, Jason. What do you miss the most about racing? And conversely, what do you miss the least about racing? Fighting Matt Bonney. 
Um, on the track or off? What do I miss the most? The satisfaction after a really good night where everything kind of came together and when's the last time you had that like a four san diego last year oh four uh, no oh, like two? europe has been win well I know, i'm just kidding like, i'm joking or no like san diego was really good last year that that satisfaction feeling of like man i like i can do it like i'm good enough to be out here and then things i don't miss are the pressure you felt to perform and when things went poorly all you felt like you we you let everyone down, which sucks. Everyone there, especially when you're the only rider, which happened to me quite a bit with injuries and stuff, and you didn't do well, everybody that was there on your team that weekend was there for nothing, and you let everyone down. The whole trip, they were there. They've been there for three or four days building bikes yeah. for nothing. Yeah. Like, you, you're the sole reason they're there. You sucked. You wasted their time. Right. That sucks. And injuries, obviously, always. All right, that well. has been the BTOsports.com. Tweet it, tit segment. Keep coming the, the good ones for – That's old news, right? We still, we still got actually quite a few more that were yeah. really, still really good. Yeah, so. yeah. So keep them, keep them handy. I know you will in your extensive filing collection. I do. We're yep. coming up with Wesson Pike up next. We're running a bit late here, so let's rush through uh, some commercials. We have to do these. Our sponsors uh, make it possible for Kenny to be here. Uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, uh, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brat Bars, Black Ops, we're going to eat our Chipotle, take a commercial break, and come back with Weston Pike. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support a sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey everyone, Trey Kennard here. I wanted to tell you about one of my favorite products, Fly Racing's Light Hydrogen Racewear. With direct input from Andrew Short and I, the Fly Design Department created the first true, lightweight, minimalist pant and jersey design for pure racing performance. This gear eliminates non-essential features, such as rubber TPR badging, and uses stretch materials for the ultimate race pant and jersey combo. The light hydrogen pant is the lightest, most breathable, and non-restrictive pant I have ever worn. To complete my gear combo, I chose Fly Racing's minimalist light race glove and F2 carbon helmet for a complete race-ready setup. For more information about the light hydrogen racewear and other products from Fly Racing, Visit them on the web at flyracing.com. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. 
tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a -a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Villopoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas Brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Kyle Chisholm, Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need, like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand goggles. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners 5% off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the Pulp Mech Show. And uh, one of our sponsors, Race Tech, is on board with us and we're pumped to have them. Did you know that I was a mechanic for a long, long time? You did? Have I talked about it? Summer Cross? Mount Morris 2000? Anyways, don't do what I did, which was becoming a mechanic and not knowing anything and trying to learn. No, no, no. Our friends at Race Tech have made it easy for you to step right into the field of being a professional mechanic a professional suspension tuner, anything you want. There's more and more teams all the time in the pits, and they need people like that. They don't need people like me back in the day. They need people like you that take a race tech class taught by Paul Feed himself. If you're a dad or a do-it-yourself or looking for your knowledge to be your own suspension tuner, this is perfect. It's taught by Paul Feed. 30 years of experience in suspension tuning. He'll show you the black art of suspension. Don't listen to me. Listen to Paul Feed. He's got these seminars. He's been doing them for a long, long time. And if you listen to my podcast I did with him on Racer X, check the archives. You can hear it for yourself. Paul's a smart guy. And his classes, his seminars, will help you become a much smarter person and therefore be able to get a better job than the one I had where I was on the floor of a 
box fan for years and years. So please check them out. Their classes each spring and fall at Racetech headquarters in Corona, California. Log on to Racetech.com or give them a call at 951-279-6655. Get smart. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showing delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Showy Hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Showy's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local showy dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Essie demand showy's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Showy, 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 showy. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000 square foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF and winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. ever done on the show. Terraforming 2? What? Terraforming 2. No. Uh, yes. Yeah. Terraforming 2. Yep. Jeremy McGrath, Castillo Ranch, just getting crazy. Right? Yep. Yeah. Don't try to not Good song, though. Um, the best thing... The best thing Tiss has ever done for the show. This show is amazing. Face-to-face, disconnected. Uh... Right? The best thing Tits has ever done oh, for the yeah. show. I'm on fire right now. Uh, hey, I'm going to need you to sign this contract for the show right now. No. Like, your appearance on the show. No. Right now. No, I'm going to DMXS. They offered me four grand more. <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> 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 
That sound you hear is me kicking a basset out. And no, that was Brittany Chisholm cursing my name. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> the best part was Watson saying, Rich Taylor's not even this upset. <laughs> Rich you doesn't get even, emotional. Rich doesn't even care. I do. I do. I mean, look, yeah. look, look at me. I tear up thinking about Kyle Chisholm's cracked visor, and he couldn't get a visor from anybody. Where? Bercy? Two, three years ago. And he had to put duct tape on his visor and race. Dude, I did that for years. <laughs> I had no helmet sponsor. Dude, you had his back so hard on the whole RCH thing, how we dicked him. RCNH. RCNH deal. <laughs> how, you, how mad you were. No, I wasn't. No, I wasn't. It's okay. How's Hill working out? Ooh, that's not nice. No, it's He's not. He's hurt, dude. It's you not. can't. I'm, I, I don't condone that. No, you're right. Did you? How was his lap times? Like, how was his times before he got hurt, before he fell over? I think he was in... I think he was ninth fastest in that practice. Was he really? Yeah. For real? Yeah. He was ninth on the board. I mean. All right. And, dude, the thing was. No, you he, know what? That, that was even, checked out for me to say. I, I, again, I lashed out. I was he didn't even. Dude, Once the again. way he fell was so stupid. He, like, crossroaded the little double. And he wasn't going to. Like, it was a triple. And he didn't. He just doubled. And his front wheels. And he hit the front. The tough block with his front wheel. And just tipped over. Right. Tough blocks are not. I'm not a fan of tough blocks. <laughs> uh, can we get to our next guest? I think Duvall's is. <laughs> right? Do you see that picture with his? Uh, with the, did you see his Leah Price? That thing no. saved him. Did it? It, yeah, it saved him. Um, yeah. Can we get to our next guest? Who is it? Uh, one of the top privateers this year in the Supercross series. There's only one He's privateer. Made. There's only one privateer that I think is the top privateer in my eyes. Who is it? Kyle Chisholm. Nope. Oh, you hate so you hate Kyle Chisholm. I don't hate Kyle Chisholm. <laughs> All right, can we I think there's hate? other guys better, like is Matt it? Lemoyne. Matt Lemoyne rules. Matt Lemoyne's the fastest guy out there. Uh, yeah, Matt's really good. Matt but killed But I think Weston Pike is uh, better. Weston Pike, what's up, man? <laughs> Pike. Uh, Pike. Lemoyne's good. Yeah, uh, you guys are beating around the bush there for a little while. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, Weston Pike of the uh, MB1 HyperX race team, thank you for coming on the Pulp Mech Show. We, uh, we have something for you here that we've been saving all night. What is it? Oh, I know that guy. He's a nihilist. He believes in nothing. He believes in nothing, Lebowski, nothing. <laughs> uh, Pike, uh, I'm not sure if you could hear that or whatever, but JT, uh, on one of our podcasts uh, maybe three weeks ago, said that your biggest strength is that you're a nihilist, which means you don't believe in anything, taken from the Big Lebowski movie. And what he meant by that was you do not care who is in front of you, what team they're on, how much they make, and what they're – magazine uh, pictures are, you will put that dude down. And he says that that's a, that's a big strength of yours. Uh, do you agree? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, to a, yeah, to a, to a point, yeah. I mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, through the three rounds, you've been in all three mains. You've been riding really good this weekend. You were 10th until uh, a late race fall. You've got to be stoked. Let on me your... correct you. I think I had him in ninth. Ninth? Were you yeah. in ninth, Western, when you went down? No, I was in. I was in ninth, and okay. then uh, and then Brayton got by me again, and then I think I like the next everything. lap, I washed out. The hey, do you know that corner where you washed out? Do that next section? I was talking to Roxon about it, dude. Me and Kyle Bentley were watching you go through that sand, dude. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you were doing, but if you look at the split times, I guarantee you, you were the fastest through that section, dude. You were hooking up through that sand and on that hard pack. I don't know your body positioning, your weight, or whatever, but dude, you were on it dude i was dude you were like my guy was near you i'm like all right they're gonna battle and then you pulled away and i was like fuck my guy is getting smoked 
by Weston Pike, and this is awesome. Me and Kyle were yelling for you. We're like, yeah! <laughs> dude, you wrote awesome, dude. Keep up the good work, dude. I am definitely a fan. Yeah, you got to be stoked, huh, Weston, on the way season's going? Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely, it's, it's, uh, it's been going good. You know, it's, it's not exactly, I haven't hit the points I've expected yet. I've, you know, I've been, you know, shooting for top 10 since I started. So, um, I mean, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's going how as good as it can go right now. I, I can only get stronger. And, you know, I showed, I showed speed this last weekend that it was pretty solid. I passed some fast guys, but, you know, I just need to, I need to get in that top 10 from the beginning and keep running that pace just to get stronger and, and, you know, just be more comfortable around that, you know, that pace with everybody else. So, I mean, it's, for, for what it is, it's been going pretty good. Hey, how do you like the bike? Are you you liking the Suzuki a lot better? I mean, I know last year you rode a, a couple different brands. Are you feeling comfortable on the bike? You guys, it looks like you guys have a pretty good setup going. Yeah, no, it's it's a solid bike. I you know I love the Suzuki. It's you know it's awesome. It handles by far the best, and you know it also has to do with you know suspension setup and and chassis and all that stuff. But you know it's it's a great bike. I love it, and you know we have a good setup going between suspension and. And all that other stuff. So you, yeah. Uh, yeah, you rode Cowie last year, and then uh, at the at the out for the outdoors, you raced two of them, and you uh, chose a Suzuki. Um, so obviously, it's working wrote, well for you. Did you ride Yamahas last year? Both. Yeah, both. Yeah, I, I rode Cowies in the beginning of well, Supercross, yeah, and then I filled in for Rockstar Yamaha. Right. You don't know shit, Steve. He wrote. You, no, no. He, yeah, you're right. I know everything. Um, you're right, Kenny. <laughs> um, so, how, can you compare the bikes? You Suzuki, obviously, you're happiest with. Yeah, you know for. Well, obviously, you know, I've, I've put in a lot of time on the Suzuki's now, so it's kind of like, you know, as much time I put on the Suzuki, I feel like I, I found a way better setup than right. I have on, say, a Cali or a Yamaha. So, right. yeah, I'm, um, I'm happy with it. Where have you been riding? Like, where do you, like, do you have a trainer? What what have you changed in your program that's making you go to that next level? Because whatever you're doing, it's definitely working. Yeah, you know, I actually, this year, I, I you know, my the last couple of years, I've never had a trainer, I never had a gym trainer, never had a uh, a trainer that comes out of the track and helps me besides, you know, I've had a few, but none really stuck at all. But, um, no, this year, I, you know, it's changed everything off season. You know, I dropped some weight and then I started working with uh buddy Antonez and, you know, he puts a, he puts the program together for me for, you know, gym stuff and, and road biking. And then, you know, he's at the track with me two days a week, you know, just busting my ass with, you know, numerous laps, numerous laps, you know, over and over again, just to kind of, you know, get in the work on the bike. So, so that I'm prepared for the weekend, you know, he just, you know, he helps me out with everything with, you know, quarter speed and, you know, just a bunch of different drills that, you know, that apply towards the weekend that really stand out. And that's, that's, that's what's helped me out the most this year by far. So, yeah, I think, I think from two years ago, you, you gotta be one of the most improved guys out there as far as Supercross goes. You've really, really improved. Did you know who it reminds me of? And I was, who I was telling someone this this weekend. No, we were, t- I, I we were talking about Heath Voss, not not his riding style or nothing or anything to do with him. But when Heath Voss started riding Supercross, and I think Weston was probably a little bit better. But when Heath Voss started, he was not that good at all. And I remember yeah. Weston when he first started riding the 450 class, he couldn't even jump the rhythm sections. I remember at Indianapolis there was a jump on, jump off section, like you would just jump table to table, mm-hmm. and he wouldn't do it. He would jump and then roll it and jump out. And I was like, this guy is the only guy in this class that, doing that. Dusty Clark did that too one time. Yeah, but now like he's he's a top like you think he belongs there. He's definitely <laughs> well, he's, gotten he's, better. He's, he's tied worked. with one Brock Tickle. In points right now. Fuck yeah, he is. Yeah. Do you know Tickle? Do you know he's pretty good bike and good salary? Yeah. I know him very well. Right. Believe me, I yeah. do. You don't think I don't know that? You don't think our team doesn't know that? <laughs> uh-huh. There's a lot of things going on. 
Do you feel like, Kenny, that you missed out on these triples, that the guys that I – do you feel? Uh, you're talking to the wrong guy because I'm not the guy that makes the decisions. But you know what? You, you can't uh, – look, at it's on paper, and you can't beat what usually on paper. Right. But sometimes heart, dedication, and, you know, the will overcomes that. And I think Weston has all of those above right now. And, dude, I've always been a fan of Weston's. I've always tried – a lot of people don't know. Last year, <laughs> I helped – I gave a bike to Weston to ride. I gave him a Kawasaki at the beginning of the year, and I didn't. He's like, "Hey, I'll run stickers." I'm all, "You don't have to do that. We're just going to do it to help you." And it's like I've always tried to help him and do whatever we can. And you know, I'm I'm a fan. Like, I'll do whatever I can. I think he's he's solid. Uh, We got some calls for you, Weston, uh, the snowman. Oh, snowman! That's Butch Smith. Remember Butch Smith? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's his dad, the snowman. Tits, is this the snowman? Yeah, yeah, the snowman. All right, what's up, Snowman? What do you yeah, sell, blow I'm, or something? Uh, loading up and trucking right now. What do you got? Do you sell? Do you transport blow or something, the Snowman? Oh man, I wish I was in that big, big money dollar thing right there. Well, give me a call off the is line. This Mike we Brown can, or we can hook it up. Jeez, Watson. Uh, yeah. Hey, no, I got, I got a question here. Uh, it, it's for Kenny, and then I have a question for Weston Pike too. Well, this, this ain't about Kenny. This is about Weston. Ask Weston what you want to talk to him about. All right, all right, Weston. Hey, Weston, I, I, uh, I'm in Phoenix. And uh, oh. I thought you were a great guy. And, uh, you know, I got, I'm a big fan of yours. And uh, it's nice to see a guy come and, you know, work real hard and get to where, where you're getting. And, uh, and I, I just want to say congratulations for all your success that you have right now. And uh, you should be on Kenny's team, man. It's a perfect fit. You're riding Suzuki's right now. And, and I, uh, you know, that would be a good feeling rider if uh, Kenny ever had a spot. Yeah, definitely, man. Well, I appreciate you, that. You forget, and, uh, those Snowman, he's on a team right now. Weston doesn't want to leave, or maybe he does want to leave MB1, HyperX, uh, Fly Racing. Uh, maybe he wants yeah, to. Yeah, but that, that, that's not a factor team now. Come on. All right. Okay. Yeah, Snowman. I got, I, I, you know, I mean, I mean on, we're, we're talking apples and oranges here. You're right, Snowman. You know, and Come if on. He's, he's getting 10th place on, on the team. He's, I'm not saying the team's bad or anything, right. but I'm just saying that, right. uh, you're, you're you know, right. get him on a factor team, might bring him up a couple spots. Yeah, no, I mean. I mean, yeah, all that little stuff helps and stuff, but I got a, you know, I got a pretty solid program going on right now for sure. I got, you know, I got good bikes. Obviously, results are showing that. But I mean, you know, obviously, being able to have a deal with a factory deal like, you know, Hart Huntington would be obviously the ultimate goal. But um, you know, obviously, with the way that you know the team runs, if they don't need a filling rider, then they don't need a filling rider. So it's kind of, you know, I just, I keep, you know, I keep doing what I'm doing every single weekend, you know. Hey, Snowman, yeah. all I could say is if he keeps doing what he's doing, he ain't going to be a filling rider. It'll be a full-on factory rider. It'll be on oh, my yeah. team or someone else. So all he has to do is keep doing what he's going to do, and uh, it's going to pay off in the long run. Thank you all for right. calling right, in, dude. Right on, man. Well, you guys all take care. And, hey, JT, if you're, if you're on there more often, man, you need to check 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 Steve a little more. It's, it's kind of funny, and uh, all the listeners like it. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't agree, <laughs> Snowman. I don't like being checked. So. Socket, All right, guys. You got to take care. All right. Yep. Uh, too tall. What's with the nicknames? Mike Bell. <laughs> Surprise <laughs> listener. Mike too Bell. Too tall from Corona. That's right. Too tall, Jones. Uh, too tall. Can you just give yourself a nickname? Is it, can you tell people your nickname like when you call? Does it, aren't you supposed to be given a nickname from other people? Well, if it's yeah. from this show, I mean, maybe, maybe people call him too tall. That's right. That's, that's OG. That name's been around for 20 years. There you go. <laughs> There you go. Weston, I don't know what that means. Weston watched uh, A2, a video 
and you were putting it to Grant and uh, Brayton, those probably the best fights in the pits. That that's got to say something. That that rolls into my next question, Kenny. You have a contract for Weston on the table right now. Uh, I do. <laughs> <laughs> What is it going to take for these teams to notice? What is it? I mean, what kind of ROI is better than Weston Pike right now? I agree. I agree. Kenny, welcome back to the show. <laughs> it's like you never left. <laughs> guys railing on you for not hiring guys. Hey, let me ask you a question. Weston is doing everything he needs to do, and he's killing it. And I, like I said, I'm a fan of Weston. I've, I've helped Weston when no one else would help him back in the day. So it's not like... I, I, I'm turning my back on him, and it's not like the team isn't. We have to go – We when we get support from the manufacturer, it's not our decision. We have to go, hey, who do we want? So we deal with a lot of different variables in this program, just not, hey, we want that guy. We're going to go sign him. Um, you know, he was on a short list when we had to, uh, that third spot, and everyone came to the conclusion that the decision we made was the best decision. Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. Wesson's doing good, and, you know, he knows what the story is. He knows the situation, and like I said, he just needs to keep doing what he's going to do, and he's going to get that support. You know, just because he has three good races doesn't mean all of a sudden he's he's going to get something. He needs to have a solid season to put under his belt. And say, yeah, um, Weston, question for you. What do you think's holding you back from – um, you know, making the next step up to the factory bike. Uh, you didn't do outdoors last year just for money-wise, but when you did them, you did well. Uh, you did well mm-hmm. in Supercross last year. What are, you, what are you looking at that you need to do more of, I guess? Just get better results? Um, I don't know. That's a hard thing to call. I mean, yeah, I, I could say – I mean, personally, I don't know what I need to get as a result. I don't know if mm-hmm. I need to, like, top five, top three to build a – to land a solid ride or not? I mean, I'm right. not. I'm not. I'm not sure. I mean, I've, I'm pretty sure last year I, I showed my speed in Supercross, you know, towards the end because I started. You know, I finally started getting, you know, a solid bike figured out and everything. And then, you know, I I went out and, you know, did two two rounds of uh, outdoors, and you know, I still got top ten. And mm-hmm. you know, I thought I I thought I I still improved myself plenty enough that, you know, coming out and only doing two rounds and then getting you know two top tens, I, I figured, you know, I'd, I'd have at least you know, a solid satellite deal to pay for all my stuff <clears throat> for the whole season for, say, this year. But, you know, I we came into it, and, you know, I had, there were things that were clicking, but then I it just they just fell apart real quick. Right. I don't know. But, I mean, I, I couldn't give a solid answer. Why not? I mean, I've been wondering that same question for you, a couple of years now. Hey, Weston, what's your best finish uh, in Supercross? Uh, seventh. Okay. What What is your, your best – what was your overall in the series? Uh, 15th. Okay. Uh, JT, what do you think? You know Weston well. You're his buddy. Um, what more does he need to do? What What can he do? You know, I tend to think, like, you know what catches people's eyes? And you mentioned this, JT, when it comes to Joey Savacci. Get a whole shot, lead some laps, and you were like, people will always remember that. And I don't remember Weston doing that. He's a solid, steady worker that comes from the back. Does he need to, like, go balls out and lead some laps, some laps somewhere? Um, I think he's he's on the right track, <clears throat> but I do think you're correct too. If if he whole shot at a heat race and ran up front for a few laps, which I think Weston can do, yeah, that's going to help more than anything. And I don't <clears throat> tech, I don't really agree with how the sport is because that was never my strong suit, so it sucked for me. But um, unfortunately, that seems like that that's what gets rides more than anything is just like 
breakout speed even if you don't even finish the heat race. You could right. crash Just, yeah, out of the heat. Yeah, yeah. But if you wed for two laps or people you know will I mean? Yeah, that's what that's guys what, like Watson in the manager's tower will be like, ah. Or Watson in his car outside. Yeah, you know? flashing his lights. Right. 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 Yeah. yeah. He'll he'll notice those things. Yeah. Too too tall. Thanks for calling. Too it's tall. just so it's just so hard right Thanks, now. I mean, there's so many good guys out there, and I I think Weston's in that category. You know, it, Weston thinks I deserve something over this guy. It's like, who do you pick? Do you pick Chisholm over Weston? Do you take Weston over Chisholm? Do you pick Bob Canari over Chisholm? You know what I mean? They're they're all those guys are at the same level right now, but I think Weston is probably peaking over all those guys at this point in time after three races. Mm-hmm. Like he's that guy that's. On the bubble, if you were to pick a guy, he would be that guy. Um, Weston, can you talk about how your team, uh, Mike Batista there, MB1 suspension, uh, can you talk about your team and how it came together and talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I mean, uh, it was kind of a really last-minute ordeal. You know, I kind of, I was, you know, I talked to Kyle Partridge a little bit, and he said that him and um, MB1 were going to put something together, you know, for, for, I think it was as of when, I first talked to him, it was just going to be for West Coast only because, you know, they didn't know if they'd have money for East Coast. And uh, and I came in and, you know, we kind of, you know, Mike called me and we all kind of had a little meeting and we're just trying to figure stuff out. And um, and then, you know, we're talking like, okay, well, maybe me and Kyle, we're talking, you know, maybe we could split gas and it'll probably cost about ten grand, you know, to take the truck East Coast and, and do, do all the rounds and stuff like that. So um, that's where we kind of left it off at. We're like, okay, well, let's uh, – you know, let's do, let's get through West Coast, and then, you know, obviously we'll be making some money. Uh, so let's let's go for East Coast, and then we kind of we we set a plan for that to just to do that. So that's kind of how it all came together. We just had a little brief meeting and stuff, and then, uh, yeah, from there we were just like, okay, well, let's do it. And then we just kind of started putting some sponsors together, and uh, just kind of, you know, we're we're trying to share as many sponsors as we could to where the team could look presentable as possible. And mm-hmm. you know, I think we're doing that, you know, as best as we can. You know, the bikes kind of look. You know, mostly the same with you know suspension and and graphics sheen and stuff like that. So, I mean, that's kind of how it came together. And um, mm-hmm. so, I mean, that's that's pretty much it. You know, hype, right. you know, uh, MB1 and HyperX and you know Pro Ride and all of that that are helping me out. You know, we kind of just are you know putting it together as best as possible. Hey, did you see who Kyle Kyle Partridge's mechanic is? Have you noticed yeah, jungle, jungle Fever? Yeah, Jungle. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's about as weird as Paul Carpenter working for. Ivan Tedesco in Germany, but uh, yeah, Jungle's back. I know. Yeah, he, he's been. I, a, I've uh, never even heard of the guy until what? really until Kyle. Yeah, I didn't even know who it was. I don't know. He used to race Supercross when back I was, in the day. Yeah, when I was a mechanic, Jungle was a racer, and he would he I, the thing I remember about Jungle, Jungle was he would run up and down pit row shadow boxing. Remember that? No. <laughs> oh yeah, he would like do the the speed bag. Him, and, I think really? him and Rich used to be traveling partners. Yeah, yeah, they're buddies. Truth. Yeah, yeah, Rich, Rich's buddies with him. Um, uh, we got a question for you from Brian. Brian, what's up? Thanks for listening to the show. Good evening, fellas. How are we? Uh, we're great. Yeah, thank you very much. Awesome. Okay, so this might be kind of a random question, but um, not having the amateur, the, I mean, the superstar amateur career, like a James or something like that, and with this new arena cross rule, rule and being as big of a guy as you are, do you think that if you had to go through that arena cross rule, do you think that would have helped you maybe get started on a maybe a better team, or do you think that would have helped maybe your skill set any better, or anything like that? Does that uh, question make any sense at all? Um, maybe a little bit. I mean, you know, obviously, arena cross would be in the middle, or you know, obviously a stepping stone to prepare yourself more for what supercross really is. Um, yeah. I mean, I think that rule 
is kind of good and it kind of isn't because obviously you can have, you know, a super fast superstar kid coming out of amateur ranks and then he's got to screw around with arena cross for a year or two years, you know, just because, you know, AMA makes a bunch of bogus rules. But, um, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, obviously that's just something that, I, I mean, I personally couldn't say. I mean, it, it would have. I mean, it would help me out a little bit if if I were done arena cross for a year. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm not. Right. I'm not sure. Yeah, Weston Pike never. Yeah. Do I have this correct? You've never raced at 250F in Supercross. Oh uh, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you never never done that. Um, That's kind of what made me wonder too. Is is being on a 250F? I mean, obviously Bowers wasn't exactly you know wasn't exactly king of 250Fs, and I was thinking you know man would that really that could hinder something for some for a guy like you. Yeah, I, there was no way I'm running to the TF. I don't think that's going to happen unless I could big, big, do a nice big board kit or something like that. But still, even <laughs> racing at 250 after the Supercross ain't going to happen. Right. All right. Thanks, Brian. Right. Hey, Take Weston, care, what do you what do you weigh in at right now? Because you have lost a lot of weight and you're looking pretty fit. What do you? Uh... I'm at 205 right now. Yeah. That's 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 pretty good weight for you right now, and it's still crazy because you're 205, and you you look at a guy like Ryan Villapoto. Yeah. One, he's, one, he's 105. Yeah, what's the little guy? About um, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of. I mean, look at Trey Kennard. What do you think he weighs in about 155, 160? Yeah, somewhere around there. Like probably. Barsha, and you're giving up probably 50 pounds to probably half the field, and mm-hmm. and that's. Like we're talking about, the only reason I'm trying to get at is that's the start. And you know, yep. if we could, get, if we, if you could get yourself up there, and dude, I, th- I really think that you could, you could mix it up with those dudes because, like I said, you're not, you don't care what their number is on their number plate or their name on He's their back. He's an nihilist. He, he, he is. I don't know if you seen. I, I seen one of his tweets the other day. It says uh, there's a bunch of babies in our sport, and if they, if they don't like it, they should play soccer. Yeah, did you, did you yeah. and Matt Lemoyne? Did you guys make up, or is this still is this going to be something I need to watch this weekend? No, I I don't know. I don't have any. I never had anything against Lemoyne, but like I'm I'm not a huge like social media guy. I'm not a huge <laughs> Twitter guy. You can tell I had I had like 130 followers as of last week, mm-hmm. <laughs> and like I just I, I just don't. I'm not really a huge Twitter guy, and and my mechanic is, and <clears throat> he would just keep saying like telling me stuff about like how Lemoyne would post something but like just beat around the bush and not really say exactly that it was me but it was me that he was talking about and then he did that for like two weekends and then <clears throat> this last weekend like some on a flight home he takes a picture of me in the screen on the on the on the back seat of the plane and then like posts some comment i don't even know what, what it was but it's obviously he's whining about something and then I just, you know, I, I just don't like people that sit there and whine and cry about something all the time. It's like, dude, just race. You know, there's, you don't need to sit there and cry and whine about it. Right. That's right. kind of what it was okay. towards, you know. Like, people just cry. It's like, like, dude, you expect me to, what, just follow behind you for the whole race and, and not purposely try to pass you? Like, I'm not trying to clean somebody out, but uh, if I can't, if you're if you're blocking me every corner when I'm trying to pass you and I have to pass you aggressively, then that's how I have to be, and that's the same if it's going for me. Like when I'm in a heat race and and Chad Reed has to pass me, it's obviously it's going to be hard to pass me. He's going to run it in on the inside of me and and pass me aggressively like anybody else. I mean right. that was my point. Like you know stop, you know people just cry too much about things. So I said if you know go play soccer if you're not going to you know be a grown up about it. Right, right. Nihilist, bro. Yeah. He does not care. No. He cares about nothing. <laughs> no, I care about some stuff. 
take that back. Okay, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're right. Scratch it, tits. It's okay. Um, hey, Weston Pike, hey. thank you for coming on the show, man. I appreciate it. Um, uh, I know. Is this like a, how long is your show going on? Uh, two weeks. Three hours, 45 minutes. We'll probably go for another half hour. No, no. How many years has it been going uh, for? This is the f- year four. Hey, Pike, what happened to those dudes that did Hold that? Hold on, he's asking me. He's, he's wondering. He's about... over. He just, he's just trying to make conversation. He doesn't even Pike, know. did you sign? Pike, no, did you no sign... I'm just wondering why the show's been on for four years. And I've been racing professionally for four years, and it's the first time I've ever been on the show. You know why? Because those dudes that did that show, what's it called? Top Moto Talk Radio? Yep. Those dudes said that they own you. <laughs> and they I've said... only been doing that show since last year, so that's, that's hey, kind of. Do they still do that? that do they still do that well, show? What I heard is you guys got some beef going on between. You guys in the MX Talk Radio. Is that true? You guys? No, there's no beef. No, I, I've never. No? Matt Gerke? No. <laughs> beef. Uh, uh, no, no. No, they no. got the. They got I the, met the guy. I met one of the They got the beef. Like one guy barbecues shit, doesn't he? Isn't he like a world <laughs> famous barbecue guy? He's the beef. <laughs> those, Body bag. <laughs> Body bag. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah those yeah, guys yeah. put Mike, Mark Pellegrino on first. And, we, and you know, they, they introduced the world to Mark Pellegrino. So, uh, Body bag and forehead? Um. No, there's no beef, man. Yeah, no, no beef. Uh, they don't, they don't have a show on Monday night, I don't think, and so we're all good. Hey, mm-hmm. Wesson, do they still do their show? Wesson, did you sign yeah. all your contracts? Wesson, have you signed all your contracts? Everyone. Yeah. Okay, good. Just checking. How, yeah. how do you feel about X Brand? There's been some issues with. Well, we, he almost it was an X Brand guy this year. How did that not? How, did you? Quip that deal? That was not me. I know you hate Weston. No. So I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> and Trey can quip the deal. <laughs> I know Mathis is a Weston hater sometimes. He hates he hates yeah. Weston Pike, God, Trey Kennard, <laughs> yeah. Obama. Um, no, Weston, you were in secret top secret talks with X Brand this year, from what I hear. Yeah, I know, and then yeah. I don't. It just kind of like we had some going, and then all of a sudden it was like nothing. Yeah, that was I, Mathis quipping. And then I I saw that some other people had signed their deals with X Brand. I'm like. Really? Okay. Well, I guess I'm not good enough. For what did you What did you end up wearing? Wearing Utopia. Yeah, I just stuck with Utopia. I've been with them for since 2009. So Kenny, Kenny Watson's old company started Utopia goggles. You deal with Aldo and Ulysses. Yeah, I've never uh, heard yeah. of either of those two people. I think that's a movie. <laughs> Civil War. Yeah. Uh, no, Wesson. Yeah, we'll have you back on. It's four years. Uh, you've been riding. Listen, you've been riding great, man. You You deserve all the press uh, you get because. Uh, Man, well, like, he what? deserves more, but you clip half of it. Oh, <laughs> uh, really? I do. Yes. I personally clip personally, half of it. I've been in meetings where Matt's like, "Nope, yeah, we're not running that story." Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet for sure. I call Transworld. I call yes. MXA. All did. of them. Yes. yes, you put in a, a list. I hey, don't want to talk you, about God. Why don't you? Why, why don't, don't you hire Weston? Why don't you? Do, why don't you? Why don't you do a feature on Weston Pike and what it takes to do? Uh, to be I highly recommend that doesn't happen. A true privateer. You, JT. You are right. now involved in Racer X top secret level meetings. I am. Let's let's throw that out there coming up. The true private. Are you going to kibosh it? No, I will not kibosh this one. <laughs> this one I will let go. Um, uh, what were we talking about? Yeah, exactly. That's how, how much I hate secret. Oh, his contracts. Just make sure you sign all your contracts. Just that's all. Let's just yeah. Not checking. Just no, checking. I did. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, well, thanks for coming on, man. Uh, appreciate it. Like I said, you've been killing it this year. Uh, the field is stacked, and you've been easily making the main events and, and going forward from there. And uh, I think you're the, you're the first guy that, when you look at the points lead, you know, you're tied with Brock Tickle of the very prestigious uh, RCH team with Carmichael Hart on a work Suzuki. 
Uh, you're tied with him in points. Um, so that's very good of you. And uh, keep that up, man. Yeah, definitely. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Um, anything else, guys? JT? I'm good. Okay. I'm okay. better. All right. I'm actually on Team Weston Pike. You're on why Team? You, yeah, why don't yeah. you come aboard? Oh, I got we it. got room for one more. I'm on Canari right now. I'm on Team Canari. No, no more Chiz? Chiz isn't expert anymore. So you're out. I'm not out. I'm butthurt. Yeah, I'm out right now. So do you got, do you got any X-Brand? <laughs> Who's your X-Brand 450 guy? Michael Lessi, uh, PJ Larson, Bobby Canari. Hey, does, does Utopia pay you, Wes? Um, Sorry, it's a personal LeMay. question. But. Ben LeMay. Hey, what? Do, do, you, is your, like, do you get paid by Utopia or is it just product? I know that's kind of personal. You don't have to answer that if you want to. But No, I do. Okay. I just want to make sure. Because we might have some budget opened up, uh, recent events from <laughs> X-Brand, X-Brand budget. So. Oh, I'm straight. Right. Uh, yeah. right. I'm good on that. Yeah. No, he probably signed his contract, so it's all good. Yeah. Do they want to pay you ten grand though? Who X brand? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> sure. All right, Weston. Thank you, man. Keep being a nihilist, and we're gonna keep our eye on you, and we'll get you back on the show. I promise. All right. Cool. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you, man. Later, Weston. See ya. All right. See ya. Weston Pike, everybody. Don't. Awesome. He doesn't give it. Why do you shit. hate him? Hey. How did the whole Lessie thing? How did you get him back on officially on X Brand? How did his motocomps? Do they not do their goggles anymore? Do you know? Yeah, they they do. Okay, so he just said, "I'm whole, done with Jay the Canada's charade." Jay Canada's on motoconcepts. I'm yeah. done with the charade. Jay Canada is back. also on X Brand's motoconcept signature uh-huh. goggle. Cash money, bro. So it's an X brand. It's an X brand frame with the motoconcepts. That's no. what it was. He's X Brand now. This year, Terminator it's, it's lens. Official X Brand. That's what. Michael Essie runs. Oh, hold on a second. The hell are you doing? Right. Yeah, what do you got, Steve? Steve has the runs, no. I think. Are you going to go poo? <laughs> Steve the is ex- literally running through the studio into the ex- another room. He's going to get a signed contract. Wait, so what, what happened to the expert, to the Moto Concept goggle? That's I think I it's still know. there because that's what he's saying. Jake Canada still runs They're it. just not forcing them to wear it anymore, obviously. I wonder how sales are on the X Grand, the X Brand Moto goggle. What the hell is that? A- oh, who knew? Who would know? We're, we're looking at an oh, X-Brand the, Signature uh... Moto Concepts goggles. Oh, is that what that is? Is that breaking news? Yeah, yeah. Signature. We have a Moto Concepts Signature line with the 800 on the back. And uh, hmm. There you go, Tits. B2B, man. Yeah. It's a collaboration, as they say. A collabo. Uh-huh. Like uh, when Beyonce. The Velcro strap Be- with his name on Beyonce. it. When Beyonce and Jay-Z got together. Mm. And X-Brand and Moto Concepts. That's not really a collabo. That's called a marriage. Can I ask you a question? How is this a signature goggle when his signature isn't on the goggle? You could buy this goggle right here, but it has a Velcro piece on the back with his signature on it. Well, yeah, but this is, the, this is the signature part. But it, no, it says Michael Essie 800 signature. Well, this is also signature. This is like their... Okay, I get that. This is a Moto Concept signature Let's goggle. Let's not split hairs, all right? But this Thank could you, be Moto Gavin Concepts, Page. for sponsoring the show. Thank you, you could change these out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It could be... Jake Canada. Kenny, if you Gavin want to save 30%, we, took all, we, we removed your code. Oh, sorry. Because you were gone. On yeah. what? No on more. X-Brand goggles. On Fox goggles? X-Brand goggles. And uh, Pulp Show 13. Save 30%. Let's get to some emails. Emails? This is a really okay. good goggle right here. This is a bitching goggle. Sean, it's not as good as a Smith, but it's Sean, right. just felt like dropping a line to say thanks. Great call adding JT to the show. He certainly keeps it entertaining. Keep up the good work. I truly enjoy the podcast every week. You guys put out the best commentary in the sport. And I would totally approve of you, Ping, and JT doing the TV broadcast. I would just have to put kitties to bed early. Thanks again for keeping the great work. 
That's a good, really good email. I like that. Because he liked you? Yes. Okay. You you might not like this one. Damn it. Uh, nope. Not gonna read yep. that one. Don't read it. Yeah, good idea. Uh, last week's show, JT mentioned that he's doing this Finnish Supercross race just for fun and not taking it seriously. Then he also saying the level of competition is nothing compared to the German races. Tits. Now, that might be true. I stand by it. But still sounded bad as a Finnish motocross fan. So in a nutshell, keep up the good work, and JT better win here by a mile no. to prove the competition no, no, is nothing. No, 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 no. That's like saying, okay, Finland Supercross is not on the level of Germany. Germany is not on the level of America. It's a, just a fact. Who it's wrote that? A, uh, Andy from Finland. He's an ex-brand goggle dealer in Finland. Yeah, no, it's not, a, it's not a, an attack. It's just how Hey, did you is, read the I interview think. that your dude wrote? The, what's his name from Finland? Or uh, I saw it. I didn't read it because it was from Finnish. Did you get a copy of it? Or no, I never it? got a copy. Oh, okay. Uh, Mark, what's up, man? A couple things. Uh, first of all, Kenny, thanks for coming back. The show's been a lot better tonight because of it. Oh, thank you. Uh, thank well, you, be- you. You better not get used to it. Blame. We can't get used to it, huh? Nah, I wouldn't get Does too used to it. Does anybody call RC Yoko around the truck? Yoko Ono? Yeah. Yoko for Moto? Because Yoko broke the Beatles up and RC broke us up? Nah. Okay. <laughs> all right, just checking. It's clever. Thank you. And mm-hmm. then thank my you. second question is, what's going on with Valesi? He just can't seem to buy a start this year or do anything... You know, in the it's his vision. The it's his vision. Oh. No, it's not his vision, Mark. It's, it's just been his... in the main events, though. His heat race starts have been good. Yeah, yeah, weird, huh? Dude, he's yeah, he's, he's yeah. he'll be all right. Give him a couple races. Yeah. God, he was like I was saying earlier with Chiz. I mean, he got bounced around off those two guys. Like I don't know Did what. Did you get the... into it with Ken, with Tony? When? Did I hear something about you and Tony? When? This year? No. Okay. He bought his kid. Dirk. He bought Le a Guanas. Christmas present. I know, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Tony, I mean, Tony came by. We, I gave him a little hookup on some stuff that we were doing. Okay, yeah, that no, no. He could I, get his bike a little again, bit better. Again, I could have my facts wrong. Which Shocker. Might be no. the first time ever. No, not even. Tony. <laughs> okay. Tony's been Never. cool. I was just kind of surprised that they, like, Chisholm and Tickle did that to, uh, to, to Mike. I don't know what was going on with that. I didn't. I don't know. It's crazy. I, I got no, I mean, I've been trying to help Tony. Oh, my God. Okay, thanks, Mark. Thanks. Um, emails. Nope. Y'all done? Yep. NFAB banging bar segment. I want to get to uh, that. It's uh, something that we need to talk about uh, this weekend, and I think we are we already know our answer. This banging bar is brought to you by NFAB. NFAB's the industry leader in making quality Nerf bars, pre-runners, and other off-road accessories. Nothing for the Ridgeline yet, though. We design and manufacture the strongest, durable, best-looking bars available in industry today. NFAB committed to building a heavy-duty, high-end, high-quality tubular parts for all the trucks and SUVs dating back to the 80s, except for Ridgelines. Also the sponsor of Chris Blos and Phil Nicoletti. Filthy Phil, who's a better rider? We had a big argument this weekend. I'm not going to tell you with who, and I'm not going to tell you what side I took. But I think we know. Who's better, Nicoletti or Blos? Supercross or motocross? Supercross. 450 or 250. 450s. Close. Close. Okay. 250, I'll take Nicoletti. The, I, the, I wouldn't. The NFAP. I wouldn't. Blos finished fifth in the series I understand. one year. It's just an opinion. Uh, yeah. Okay. You don't yeah. Want to deba- no. I don't want to debate it with you. Blos was, no, Blos was good. <laughs> You're my friend. I'm not going to debate He's it. just removed from the class a while. That's all. Nicoletti was really good last year. That's all. I think the NFAP banging bar segment, which is dedicated to the best race of the night, mm-hmm. would probably be the Weston Pike Matt Lemoyne. Shoot up. Did anybody see it? But I want to I expound on something. I think Bullis should have stayed in 250 I didn't, that year. by the way. Right? He didn't have a ride, though. Really? Yeah. Coming out of that year, he didn't have a ride. Mm-mm. How could you not have a ride? He was killing it. Don't know. 
You wanted too much money? Nope. Not it. Not, not having a ride does not mean you want too much money. I don't know what happened there. I knew he didn't have anything, and uh, Ping was there, then Ping left. And uh, uh, I think his biggest problem was the reason why he didn't get a ride was because who his manager and agent was. I think that guy screwed a lot of shit up for him. I think he had a, a, some Ping? good opportunity. Was it Segrist? No, better. Paul Lindsay. Oh. Oh, boy. Mm. Oh, no. That Lindsay. is the sound of an ice-cold Red Bull. That would be where <laughs> our guy would get on. Well, I like, know, but like, it, I, I, know, I know who I'm dealing with over there, so I just went for That is the sound of an ice-cold Red Bull being cracked open. I don't know all the logistics, but I know Paul was his guy, and I know that there was teams that he could have read for, and he didn't. I, I don't know. I it, don't. It, seriously, though, Tits is super busy during the show and doing a lot of things. I'm thinking about getting somebody to just do drops. You need a Pookie to do it? No, not Pookie. Is uh, there somebody in Vegas squad who, team. Who, who we can maybe yeah. look into? But you might have to monitor him to, to a beer an hour, though. Oh, dear. Oh, JR. JR. Oh, God. JR could do it. Nah, he would be hammered. Are you yeah, kidding me? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'd be making um, a point. Could, I know everything. That, let's, could, that could be good, though. Let's the do the expert on goggle tear-off segment here. Here we go. The X Brand Tear Off segment. 15 second rapid hey, fire QA. That's for you. My favorite. That's for you. My favorite drop. Your favorite drop ever? Yeah, it is. My favorite drop is this. Pretty solid. That That's was good. almost my song to bring it back. If really? I knew he was coming in. Oh, you would have brought that in. 100%. I think my favorite story ever from Kenny Watson having to hold the tape deck. That probably was my favorite one ever. Hey, you know these guys on the chat room are brutal. They're hard, like they're rough. Tell the guy next to you. I yeah. think that's the norm everywhere. Yeah. They, 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 they chase him. No, me. They're mean, dude. They're cha- they chased him away. And Yoko, yeah, the, <laughs> the chat room and Yoko got got us. They're tough, huh? Uh, okay, the, the dudes on the Racer X, uh, Racer X comments. Oh, Ooh. those guys are brutal too. Well, no, sometimes they're awesome. Sometimes, <laughs> but it's mostly. Do any a lot of hate. either one of you know the the history behind this champagne bottle right here? Yeah, I do. Oh. Looks like a Loretta Lynn's bottle from maybe. Only reason you'd have it is it Tim Ferry, maybe? 87. Tim, Tim Ferry's first Loretta Lynn's title. That's the champagne bottle he broke open on the podium. Wow. How much did you pay for that? It's negotiated in NFAB's fee. <laughs> sold is sold. Didn't you know? <laughs> yeah. It will be exploding as soon as I die. Uh-huh. Okay. Can you keep track of the time for this? Yep. All right. Expert and Goggle Terra segments, 15 seconds or less. I got questions for both of you. JT, you're up first. First question. First question for you. Watson has been an innovator of many things, but what has been his biggest game changer? Wrapped course. 2.8 seconds. All right. Name a rider, JT, that is arguably as naturally talented as Kevin Windham. Chad Reed. I disagree. All right. 2.2 uh, seconds. Fine. You haven't ever been around really when he just doesn't ride for six months and comes out and rides super gross. All right. Uh, third question for JT on the X-Men Goggle Tarot segment. If you're Roxon, what do you do to beat Tomac? Uh, go faster than him for 15 laps. <laughs> <laughs> These questions are submitted by a Corey Moser. 4.3 so, seconds. Uh, Watson, uh, question for you. Uh, will Stewart make the whole Supercross season or will he drop out? I, I think he'll drop out. I don't think so. 3.4 seconds. But there is zero chance of an outdoor national schedule. Can we agree on that? You really think that he'll just put his head down and make it through the I, whole thing? I think that the 
I mean, the damage is done. JT, in talking to my buddy JT, who's torn every ACL he's Uh ever had, says that it gets better and you start feeling a little more normal. Even if he keeps getting like tenths? JT says you start feeling better and you start feeling more normal. I'm just saying, if the if the results themselves, he may start okay. feeling better. Yes, I guess if the results don't improve, he right. drops out. Right. But JT says the results results will improve. No, okay. I said it could. Could. I don't know. But, I, had, I well, Of course, neither none of us. Well, know. both knees. But I had both knees totally different. One got better. One. There's didn't. a big difference, and no disrespect to Jason Thomas, but the, <laughs> he's right the, there. The, the, <laughs> the level of commitment and speed and to win. For you to be out there, you your your level and your skill set was at one, but James is at, at a higher level. At but, one? To be, but I'm telling you, but, at a one? But honestly, I, I understand what you're saying. But my right knee, I didn't know it was even hurt when I was racing. My left knee it was all I thought about the whole race. So if if his knee and turns out like his right, I don't know. If his right knee turns out like mine was after a month, he'll ride. I didn't think about it. Like it was the last thing I thought about when I rode. Dude, but uh, everybody's body's different. That's you know right. I, mean? I, I understand that. I wrote a great column about this, which you obviously didn't read. <laughs> but it well, just look depends. at you. I wrote a great column about. Like, well, you just... know, yeah, that was the joke. Yeah. You know, obviously. Not. So uh, chance ability that he raced the nationals, whether he finishes the Supercross series or not. Oh zero. no way! I say zero. zero. Oh god, yeah, yeah zero. Okay. A negative. Can I give a negative? <laughs> There's no chance he lines up for the nationals. Okay. Hoogie, do you want to get on the mic, or are you just hanging? Okay, nobody wants to hear you. Yeah, you're you're dumb. Yeah, you're dumb. Um, I'm not asking Watson the second question. It's too dumb from Moser. Uh, third question, Kenny Watson. From from 2012 to 2013, I know we're only three rounds deep. Which rider has shown the most improvement in Supercross? Weston Pike. Really? I think so. I think Tomac. He was good last year. He's unbelievable right now. He was he was unbelievable at the end of the season last year. JT, Phil Poto, Phil Poto. Who are you talking about? I'm who? talking about. Sorry, I'm getting, I'm getting. Can I have your phone? Can I'm I, not even on my phone. No, he said who was the most improved oh, rider in Supercross this year he's from just, last year. So the chat room got him. Zoned out. The chat room got him. I said Weston Pike. Um, no, because he was getting like seventh and eighth last year. Thank yeah, you. but there was yeah. no one in the field. He's getting top, almost top tens with the with the field stack. I still think he was riding really good last year too. Um, maybe I need to get off his nuts. Well, yeah, really. <laughs> I, I just think he's doing really Too good. Tall wants to know where his contract is. Most improved, Jason Anderson. What? Yeah. He's fast. Now that Weege isn't giving Weege. his pep talks, he's having All good right. results. That's ridiculous. That's That's, what do you mean? Have you watched seconds, him ride? By the way. Yeah. How about Millsaps? He fell in the first drunk. turn and he got up drunk. Away. He is so much better than he was. What about Millsaps? Yeah, obviously. That, and that's an easy pick. I agree. Yeah, I yeah, agree. Yeah, but yeah. I don't think he, you could see that same thing. He's not riding any better than he was last year. He's getting the same results. No, he's riding he better. He won. He won. Is this question? He got second on the po- He was second Tell me if in the series. He didn't win last year. Tell me if this question is good. No, he hasn't, but he got second. <laughs> you said he did. He, got, he didn't win last year, JT, but he's, he JT. was on the box. He got yeah, second. No, I think he's riding better, don't though. Scare him off. Don't, <laughs> don't scare him off. Do you classify Justin Barsha's crash as a r- rookie mistake or just a racing incident? A little both. Right. I would say both because he had a tough day all day. Like, he, he was he tough. Was. He was and awful all day, right? from the LCQ, our first two winners are in the LCQ, and they both pulled good starts. From the outside. Yeah. I told RV, that inside gate. Barsha's no just a good starter, though. That's a big That inside gate, no good. And I'm glad to see he moved further away. All right, stump the tits. Let's do it. 
had to do the outro first. Oh, yeah. Okay. Kenny, I don't know. I, I doubt you've been listening. He has. Uh, tits has not been good this year on Stump the Tits. It has not been going well. You have a chance to redeem yourself. In honor of Kevin Windham's retirement, we're going to ask all Kevin Windham questions. Wonderful. A recent rider? Mm. Okay, JT, will he get this? No. <laughs> Come on. Come on. <laughs> will, will he be able to name every bike brand that Kevin Windham has rode as a professional? Maybe because all you got to do is just start going. Just start naming them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's okay. possible. All right, Tits. What are the bike brands that Kevin Windham has ridden as a professional? Started off on Yamaha, then he went to Suzuki, then he went to Honda, but I do not believe that he rode for Kawasaki or KTM. You're going to give yourself a big X there, buddy. No. He started off on a Cowie. <sighs> then he went to a Honda, and then Suzuki. You had the order mixed up. You got the order mixed up because there was a Yamaha. Yeah, Yamaha. Yeah, yeah, okay. No, e- yeah, Kawasaki. Kawasaki, Kawasaki Yamaha. Yeah. Give, you, your, okay. hey, give him a no, X. No, he, no. He knew what I meant. You guys know what I meant. You guys know what I meant. No, you didn't say that. You said he went from no. a Kawasaki. Yeah. To, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you were fucking wrong, dude. Who picks these questions? All right. I love this guy right here. Who was Wyndham's longtime mechanic and still close friend? Kenny, will he get this? Fuck no. No way. It was stated on this show. It was. It was. It I was, was like, ah, oh, damn. But sometimes his headphones are off, so yeah, like sure. he's getting calls. Even so. if I did, he wouldn't. He wouldn't remember the dude's name. Ali Seymour. Yes. Very he's good. Reading the good chat job. Room. Nope. That was hundred percent. I don't know why, Brittany but I, giving, I know Brittany, that Brittany's name. Brittany's giving away answers on the chat room. I'm not even in the chat room. Here's my she answer. She leaves X brand and then ruins the questions. Uh, Way to go, Brittany. Uh, here's here's what she should be saying. Sign your contracts. That should be her number one advice tonight. They the they would have if they had a contract to I, sign. They had it in Anaheim one. <laughs> All right, tits. I don't think I didn't even get this really, so I don't blame you if you don't get it. But JT did get it. Shocker. When Wyndham turned pro, which retired rider was his riding coach slash mentor? When he turned pro, you know what, Watson? The guy was retired at the time, obviously. Which retired rider <laughs> was <laughs> his riding coach or mentor? He, he, he could be retired now. Um. Ooh. Yeah, I knew it. I know it. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, just because the dude yelled at me and he was going right. Kate up, Kate yeah, up, yeah, and yeah, I yeah, go, yeah. that guy's well, talking to me. All right. Think tits. I talked about it on the show back when you were still a pup, a rookie to the show, before you had lip lip he, hair. He, didn't even have an he, iPad yet. He didn't. <laughs> oh, he had an iPad right from the start. Oh, that okay. was his th- term. Th- That's what you th- brought him. Three in. months in is when I got the iPad. Anyway, um, I'm gonna say I have no idea. Bob Hanna. Yeah, so you, you, yep, you, you, nope. Okay. Definitely would not have got that. All right, I put the guy on hold. I put the guy on hold. Last question. Why did Kevin Windham insist on flying private for so many years? Will he get this, JT? Maybe. Okay. Yeah, I'll say yes. Yeah, okay. I'll say yes. Because he's a baller. No. No. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> he was at the terrorist attacks on September 11th, uh-huh. 2001. Really okay. scared him for flying. Okay. And I really thought that that was just like a ruse. No, like a it was legit. like a Mac, uh, MacGuffin. A what? MacGuffin. No idea. I don't, I don't know. Like a MacGuffin. 
I don't know what that is. Just keep saying you can it. keep saying keep it, saying but we're not, we don't know what it is. It's we'll like a tooth. It I'm like going to make up a word and say it like 17 times <laughs> and pretend guffin. you know what it means. I'm a guffin. It is, <laughs> it is a plot point thrown in a movie to throw you off. Mm. It's okay. not the real thing, not the real plot point. Okay. I'm a guffin. Gotcha. Uh, um, because I thought maybe he just you know wanted to, didn't want to look like a baller. Or, but t- he really was. I've talked to him off the record, on the record. Yeah, he's not uh, scared of that. He's scared of the terrorist attack. I'm going to say I still think I'm half right. No. Because no. he's a baller. No. Yep. No. No, that's yep. stupid. I think he will even tell you that he, re- he regrets doing that. He wasted a lot of money. Do you think Sorry. all those dudes have, except for James? think Chad does? Uh, I don't think they regret it, no. How much money do you think that Chad Reed has spent on flying private? Anybody that's ever done it's been a lot. Million? It's expensive. Million dollars? No, Wyndham told us on the show, bud. Uh, it was he blew 1.3 in a year? Yeah, something like that. 1.3 in one year. Did fly private. It's expensive. Did I, I flew take it, it once, Castillo. I, I would take it the chance. <laughs> Me and Watson flew together. You probably didn't remember, but. I can't tell you if I was making crazy amounts of money. I don't even know if they make enough. That would be probably the first thing I would do. Change in my program. Can you guys please, please sponsor uh, or support our sponsors on the show? I um, I really appreciate it. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing. JT, Fly Racing. Yeah. Can't go wrong. Right. Uh, race Tech Suspension. Race Tech's is choice of Rock River Yamaha, Rockwell Fire Police. Uh, they've offered settings that are 100% guaranteed and made in USA, and they got seminars going on. Been in business since 84. Race Tech, top-notch guys. Atlas Neck Braces. Uh, RV25. Only for about another – no, wait, it's over because the show is 6 to 10. I don't know. No wait, maybe we'll maybe they'll keep it going, but Atlas Neck Braces, the choice of neck braces for Jake Weimer, Ryan Villapoto, among others. NFAB bars, showy helmets, free gun underwear, uh, works connection, Tech One Designs and FMF Racing, Black Ops, and uh, Brop Bar. Thank you for guys for coming on, and thank you for sponsoring Can't the show. Can't that. Um, we really appreciate it here at the uh, Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Hey, buddy. Let's give away some free gun underwear. Mm, all right. But you have to be a girl. Okay. You ha- or very good at disguising your voice. Which is Alice both Injun. are entirely possible, yes. yeah. Uh, two sets or two women- winners are going to get sets of free gun Bra and panties. Oh, they do bras now. They must send us. Just kidding. Just kidding. (laughs) Um, Send us a photo. Pookie, did you hear the Chisholm goggle thing? Yeah. Do you agree with the fact that, like, if if he stole you, if you and Kenny started porking and you went to Cabo and you sent a photo of you two in Cabo, that's a little jab? Right. Okay. Imagine that. Pookie's got my back. Um, Shocker. All right, let's go with uh, Brad. Is Brad on the line? Could be Brad. Oh, there Maybe goes our not. phone not screen. Brad. There goes our phone screen here again. Hey, that wasn't my fault. Uh, let's do voicemails. These are the uh, first two callers that are chicks, by the way, win this free gun underwear. Okay. And hey, they, we're gonna, did I tell you? They make bras too now? Yeah, I think so. Don't they make bras, babe? Oh, yeah, to get Georgia's boob Ew. sizes for free gun, yeah. Hey, I bet you one of the Harbaugh, I bet you Harbaugh wins the Super Bowl. Coach, did you bet this weekend? This past weekend, I did. I took. I took, I took the Niners. You took the Niners. Yep. I so took you the, lost. No, I did. They were by four. 
Yeah, they were. That's right. Okay. I teased it. Teased it with what? Teased it down. Covered. I don't get that. You did that too. I don't get that. Yeah, no good. Right. No, Patriots. Yeah, not good. I no. parlayed them. I, 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 pu- I, I pushed on one ticket. I, I won twenty two hundred. I bet six hundred. Parlay. Voice, oh yeah. Voicemails, bro. Yep. Yeah, voicemails. Hey, let's do it. Um, Brad, you there? Yeah, I'm here. What's up, man? Yeah, I was just wondering. I had one more thing to uh, add to the Kevin Wyndham uh, trivia you guys were just doing. That's mm-hmm. tits. Uh, this is this is not Brad. This is Sinjin. This is Sinjin for this, sure. This is not Sinjin. Yeah, I'm right. it's just Brad. like him, right? I've already had this argument with Tits. I told him I was going to murder made... him if it is Sinjin. I would... <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Tits. Dude, okay, wait. <laughs> that's, that's what was um, Kevin Windham's number when he whole-shotted Mount Morris in 94 and he was on a Team Green Kawasaki? Are you, are you trying to, trying to uh, stump are you tying, us? Are you stumping Tits or us? Are you stumping actual Moto fans or Tits? Yeah, yeah. Are you going to touch the swab? I, I, I'm, I'm talking to uh, Steve and Kenny and whoever is in there. Uh, no, we know it. Tits, do you know it? No. Oh, yeah, Tits. Does Tits know it? Um, yeah. Dude, Tits barely knows his own phone number. How Five, ten, I didn't know he was on a Kawasaki. Yeah, exactly, Brad. You don't even know what kind of exhaust is on your own motorcycle. Right. All right Brad. It was number five, five, ten, Tits. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Thanks, Brad. All right. All right. Um, let's do voicemails. Voicemails are always uh, open and available for you guys to call. 702-586-7857. These are the best of the week. We had a lot of voicemails, um, and I narrowed them down to these gems, I guess you'd say. And as usual, these are dedicated to Greg McQuarrie, uh, who loves him so, so very much. Let's do it. Do it. Joe Mathis. Uh, hit Phoenix that weekend. Good race. Cool watching Barsha win. Bernard put on a great charge. In fact, uh, saw Watson in the pits for a little bit. That was all good, but... Let me tell you the highlights. After that, I got a prized possession. Got me a uh, picture with Wygant. Yeah, how many guys can say that? Hey, wow. Paul Pimex. It's uh, Todd from the eastern shore of Maryland. Um, just wanted to call and let you know that uh, new year, but same old math. This 128 in, an hour and 28 minutes, and Steve's dropping the old fairy name. Come oh, man. Let go. We know you were his mechanic. Just let it go, Tim. Uh, here's the thing. It's relevant to the conversation. You know, it's, it's, I was a mechanic for him for four years. Maybe, I don't know how I brought it up, but I'm sure it was something relevant to the conversation about something that happened to Timmy or something that he said to me or it's helping the show. It's content. I never drop his name unnecessarily. That's debatable. Very debatable. And the Tim Ferry, and you know I was factory Yamaha mechanic, right? <laughs> you, know I worked, you know I was factory mechanic at Yamaha. No, I didn't. No, right, well, you tell some stupid stories too, over and over. <laughs> over and over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go. like a little it's kid. A, it's all good, man. We appreciate your uh, humor, but it's gone. Thanks a lot, man. Appreciate it. Take care, all. Hey, Steve. I was trying to get on Racer X. Uh, what's <laughs> happened to the Racer X site? Uh, it seems like you have to join Facebook. Now, to view Racer X online, that's a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. Welcome to Chip's World. Like, <laughs> this is seriously what people say. You oh, have man. to join Facebook to read Racer X. Really, guy? Really? This is awesome. Like, you can't. These are the people. You know, when all these. Idiots... What's he talking about? Exactly. All these people that 
like geeks like Swisscore and geeks like Tits. They go on and on about fancy websites and fancy things and Apple carousels. Carousels. It's like that caller is fifty percent of the population. That's ooh, that's a lot. You know what I'm saying? No, but people are computer illiterate. Like Chip on our show. You don't remember Chip? <laughs> I, I fast forwarded through that. Right. Chip and this guy, same thing. So all you companies out there, don't worry about marketing and B2B when there's guys like that out. Just go on Facebook. Just go on Facebook. What's up, fellas? This is Justin in Salt Lake. Um, just listen to the show. And as someone who has soaked before, wanted to call in and, and weigh in on the discussion. Um, and I'm going to call it a bag on tits. I'm actually a big fan of tits. But uh, back in high school... This girl asked me to soak with her. Well, maybe she didn't ask. I wanted to have sex. She wanted to make out. We kind of settled on a soak. But uh, this particular girl was Mormon. So I'm not saying it's exclusively a Mormon thing, but all my soaking experience was with a Mormon. So I think that's for what it's worth. Um, As for docking, no idea. Everything I know about docking, I learned from you guys. (laughs) Uh, Anyway. Keep up the good work on the show. And the uh, second thing, actually, I wanted to talk to you about, Matt, is you don't want to know who likes hockey or cares about hockey. And I have a, uh autographed Gretzky jersey. Wondering what that would be worth to you. If you uh, could hook up some moto jerseys, something like that, we can work out a trade. Away, Roxon, Wilton, something like that. Uh, let me know if you're into it. And uh, keep up the good work. I love the show. Uh First of all, there's a ton of forgeries of Wayne Gretzky's autograph out there. So I'm in, interested in this guy's Wayne Gretzky's jersey, but I need to know more about it. A lot of forgeries out there. But perhaps we could swing a trade for the man cave for Gretzky's autograph jersey. Uh, second of all, soaking tits. Can we? Can you weigh in on this? Hey, I could call into any radio station I want and make up a story and say that it's true. So I, unless you can provide some sort of document. <laughs> documentation. That, documentation. That, uh, that, that, that I'm calling documentation. BS. Do you see how that drop works? Do you yep. see how that works? Uh, Do you see how the I, it was I, ten I, I seconds? Don't, I don't grasp it, but I see it. Okay. So so I, okay. Mm, so soaking just whatever. So she's Mormon. He made that up, but it didn't yep. really happen. Sure. Okay. Hold on. Stop for a second, Mr. Watson. Okay. Okay. This feels like old times. I'm having flashbacks. All right. Next one. Mathis, Donna from Arizona. Hey, I was just listening to the uh, Phoenix Review, and I know you were kind of pointing out and ripping on the uh, broadcasters for, for not putting more emphasis on Albertson when he's leading the LCQ. And, uh, and you were talking about just having no cards and having at least some history on some of these people. And if you're, if you're thinking about it, you cross over to the NASCAR side, like everybody knows everything about every driver from their amateur days to ARCA racing to truck series. And it actually makes the common viewer feel like anybody can win. Like, everybody has a pedigree to, like, win any race at any time. And so I think just talking about four or five guys, it's like it makes it seem like, well, I guess only four or five guys can win, and these other guys are scrubs. Like, you're trying to convince. Hey, Watson, before you go, can you just put your headset on for a second? Listen with fucking six dogs laying on her. Let's do it. <laughs> I'll knock the dog hair off my lap before we leave. Clippers lose. This is, what this up? Is, this is classic. 
<laughs> it's all it's all wrapped up in this last two minutes. Like his whole thing. Good, bad, <laughs> ugly. Or, uh, everything about Kenny Watson wrapped into this one. Why? What'd I do? <laughs> Nothing. You're setting me up for something. No. I can feel it coming. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, you're just. I was wanting to bail. I didn't want to hear about no, I know, people but, soaking and shit. But the, way, but the way you did it, and then you got up, and then you're yelling off Mike, and then Clippers win, and, you know? All right. What's going on in the in the Hart Nineteen pit? Can you please explain the motorcycle and the whole shot um, thing? I would like first of to all, know this. there's nothing going on in the Hart Nineteen pit because there's not a Hart Nineteen pit any longer. Get it's called uh, the the RCH. All right. Okay. okay. And then what's going on over there? Oh, on. It is called. Hold on. Oh oh oh! You're uh, fumbling. No. Oh. F you, dude. There you go. Yep. Hold on, I gotta check this text. <laughs> <laughs> top top secret. Well, what's going on is we are, we're doing um, since we are supported by Suzuki now. Um, the the reason we can use our second truck is we we're kind of doing the activation for Suzuki um, to help them, you know, get the model out there and get the brand Suzuki stronger and kind of do a little interacting with the fans. So what we're doing is we're doing a dyno ride and it's called the Suzuki Whole Shot Experience, where you can get on an RMZ 450 and Sit on a bike, dump the clutch, go through the gears, and do like a start on yeah. a bike. Um, have you seen a JT? I have not. It's pretty cool. So what we're trying to do, we, we want to do it a couple different ways, but we couldn't get the, the program up running. What we wanted to do was have a monitor in front of you with reaction time. And we wanted to have um, RC or one of our riders do a start and – they have to, the fans have to break that time. And what we do is take the top three times out, and they're entered to win an RMZ 450. But all the other people that sign up, their emails go directly to Suzuki, and they get a discount code for um, a Suzuki dealer around the country if they want to go buy a bike or they want to go buy some parts or whatever. So it's working out pretty good with Suzuki, and we're not doing that, um, the three names right now. But what we're doing is giving back the data to Suzuki, and what we're going to do is we're going to work on getting that up in the in the future. And we're even talking about maybe doing something for the kids, doing another dyno, because we notice like a lot of fathers and sons come, but you have to be f- over 14 to get on the bike, and a so, lot of kids are just standing around. Uh, they get on the bike, they can start it. Well, no, oh. it's an electric start. We have an electric yeah. start hooked so up. So they can to start it. it. So we start all. it. We we have a like a handlebar that's cut in half, and we have the the start oh, okay. button and the kill button on it. Um, and the start and the gate that drops the gate. So it has a full starting gate, you know, 30-second board so goes you just, up. So you just pin it. You hold it's it wide open, wheel? you it's dump a, the clutch. It's on a Dono wheel? It's on a Dono drum, yes. Yeah. Correct. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool. We have a full. B2B, bro. How many times a day is Michael Wesse on the, the whole shot bike? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get discounts Tony, for Suzuki. Tony's, Tony's like, you get over there right we're now. Not paying, we're not paying retail for another bike, Mike. Get your ass over there. No, it works out. It's, it's pretty good. I mean, it's all day long. You would be, I mean, that, it, it's amazing to me because the normal consumer, none of them, a lot of them, you, you know how to ride a bike? They're all, Yeah. They get on that thing, and they don't know what the hell they're doing. They'll be in, like, fourth gear wide open, and they just grab the clutch, and they don't know about engine brake, and they just start downshifting. It's all... <laughs> and, like, we're just waiting for the themed grenade. Yeah. But so far, so the far, thing so is good. the motor has been solid. And I think, like I told Suzuki, I go, you're not going to get any better of durability engine testing than this going on right <laughs> here. I don't care what you guys say. And where was the bike purchased from? I can't say that. <laughs> Where was the bike purchased from? I, I'll, I'm going to let it out right now. Steve Mathis, 
helped us out tremendously because the bike was purchased in Canada because the bike – love this guy right here. You could not get an RMZX with an electric start in the United know made States. It. So never heard of it. Me neither. <laughs> I called Steve and I said, "Hey, I, I need someone to come down." He's like, "Oh, matter of fact, I know someone." And we got the bike, we purchased it, and got it down here within four days from Canada. Yes. Canada, so, Canadians so, helping Americans. So, like yeah, the top hat of America. But hey, if anybody's in the area, come by and check it out. I'm not saying you got to do it, but oh, just, I wanted to bring it up because it's cool. Yeah, it's different. I think it's cool. It's different. I mean, we got to do something different as usual because our, we're not doing anything on the track lately. So. <laughs> Hopefully we can get um, better, and we're working on it. So. Well, hey, uh, Watson, uh, thanks for stopping by. It's always my pleasure to come by the studio. I didn't think you would ever come by again. And here we are on the third, I asked Yoko third show third show of Yoko, the year. Yoko Ono said it was cool. Yep. Okay. No, I mean, I appreciate it. It's cool. <laughs> no, I, I really wanted to come by because Kevin was on the right. show. But I got, like I said, dude, I'm stoked for you he guys. Broke, Yoko broke up the Beatles. Ricky Carmichael broke up us. Yoko. So the next time Wyndham retires, yeah. can I be back? Exactly. <laughs> I'll needs, come back. Who I'll needs to it, retire put next? Put it this way. I will come back when he's here, but the, when the other guy's here, Who's the other I guy? have a better time when he's here. Well, who's the other guy? Berluti. No, Berluti. No, 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 no. No, Berlute's No, he loves Berlute. Berlute doesn't like him, I don't think. Yeah. I don't think Berluti even likes me. That's the shit I want to see. <laughs> That's fucking you, you, excellent. You know why it worked? Because I was job. looking for it for about 10 seconds before I actually got it to drop. Great so, job. There you go. Way to soak your head in the game, Tits. <laughs> soak Great it, yeah. job. Uh, Fuck uh, yeah, Tits. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I'd bring the best out of him tonight. Wow, well, I think it's half and half. half, and half. How about which, which was the drop where he was like, uh. You don't like Pedigree? <laughs> David Pedigree? <laughs> Is that his name now? That's what it. Who uh, was it that kept calling Chip, him that? Chip, Chip called him that. Yeah, uh, no, thanks for coming by, buddy. Appreciate it. And be- better luck uh, lies ahead for your team. I'm I really looking forward to seeing Josh Hill coming back and seeing what he can do. Um, I appreciate that, it, That's Steve. a good story. That a lot to me, bro. Is it, is it the most <laughs> inspirational thing you've ever seen? When Hill comes back, it will be. It will be? Yes, okay. unlike Trey Kennard. <laughs> yeah. Well, who, we all know you hate who's, him. Who confirmed to me in an interview that his story was not the most inspirational. This week, I don't think you think he's going to say that his story is the most inspirational. He actually busted me on the podium. He's like, "Why do you hate me?" And then he said, "It's not that inspirational." So, anyways, uh, thank you, BTOSports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Black Ops, and Brat Bar. Please, everybody, get your contract signed as soon as you can. Kenny, thank you for coming in. I don't no know when we'll see you next. Thank you again. JT, you killed it. Thank no, you. Recording this chat room, I suck. <laughs> you can ask the man next oh, to you about that chat room. I try, man. I'm not good. It's all right. Do what he can. <laughs> it's like my racing career. You can't, can't please them all. I try, man. It's all right. Not too yeah, great. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's, uh... Hey, pretty good show tonight. Not too great. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. We're going to be back next week. I think that pedigree guy is going to be in studio. Um, and uh, I'm not too right. sure about that. Let's uh let's go out with the only way we know how to and then we'll go out with our with our ending. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude. And 
it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.